Broadcasting from the Carl Black GMC Studios. We are professional grade. And you are listening to Real Radio 104.1 WTKS-FM HD1 Cocoa Beach, Orlando. Someone's going to get offended. It's just the way the world works. So to hopefully save everyone a little time and or energy, here's this. The opinions that you hear are those of the host and callers and not those of iHeartMedia, its management, or advertisers. The monsters in the morning. The monsters in the uh huh. Hey, you wanted the best. You got the best. Let's talk show in the morning. Anywhere in the country, it's the Monsters Mornings Real Radio 104.1 broadcasting live on iHeartRadio. And you should have it on your phone by now. Come on now. Just put it on your phone. It's pretty cool to have. And you can take us anywhere in the world when you have iHeartRadio. You get thousands of radio stations. But more importantly and more uniquely, you get this FM talk station, Real Radio 104.1. With the Monsters in the Morning and the Films File and the News Junkie. All kinds of great programming on Real Radio 104.1. You get that on iHeartRadio. So put it on your phone. Sometimes you'll see it in a brand new car. They'll have that icon. You can you know click on it. Uh, you can get us anywhere in the world. It's really cool. It's called iHeartRadio. Hey, I am Russ Rollins, host of the program, and with everyone today, we'll do this till 11 o'clock. Here's the girl up in Champion of Pelago, Florida, the Big Bamboo, Dirty Jim. Hello. Our producer is the Angel of Boom, Angel Rivera. You love him. Man to my right, Mr. Motivation, Carlos Navarro. Good time, never stop, baby. Uh, your telephone numbers. I'll give you the numbers now so you can write them down and be ready to call probably around 7 o'clock when we do the Triple R segment at 7. That's uh, your chance to win some stuff. Well, you, uh, we've had great prizes this week. Who knows what we'll have today, but uh, you know, you might want to be ready to call. The telephone number to dial is one 978 1041 or locally, it's 407-916-1041. A way to, uh, to call or to get in touch with the show is to text us at 77031, and uh, that's powered by David Moss Toyota. We appreciate that. You text us. Those will go right to Dirty Jim's booth. They'll go right to Angel's booth. Sometimes they will text you back, and sometimes we'll use that information to kind of warn everybody what's going on. Because you know, Most everyone's trying to get to work right now, uh, and, uh, and, and traffic sometimes is pretty bad. I know in the Maitland area still, uh, the reporting still is kind of, a, you know, people are not used to that yet because of the different on-ramp or something like that. Right, right, coming, right. Out at, coming out over here, it's crazy. Yeah, if yeah. you're not paying attention, you're on the on-ramp. You are, yeah. You know, I, I go the back way. You know, from where I live, I go the back way, so I don't know what that area looks like. Cause I really never go on I four. It is sketchy as hell. Is it bad? Yeah, yeah. Dude, it's, it's really sketchy. And they just changed the now when you leave this building and you go left, you don't turn onto the normal three lanes. You have to go an extra three lanes and then turn left onto two other, two smaller lanes. That's what I'm saying, Jimmy. If like you're a, not paying attention, you're on the on ramp. You're going to I four. It is a dead left. I'm actually maybe more than ninety degrees. I mean, it almost kind of goes backwards at you. It's so sharp left. Yeah, I got on it the other day, and I was on it. I was like, oh, my God, this is a new ramp. Because I go there every <laughs> single day, and I've been watching the progress. And I went to 7-Eleven real quick to get some sunflower seeds, and, ma- and I made a right. And I was like, oh, wow, you're right on that ramp <laughs> yeah. to go to I-4 West. And it hey, uh, looks good. Are they Okay, you know how uh, you know you, you live in the United States of America, and when every time you see the map, you see it right in the middle, and you think, well, that's where the center of the world is, right there in the United States of America, when really, I mean, there's a big world, and to everybody else, that's their center. It seems to me like they're fixing our part of I-4 first.
reverse, but are they really are they repairing uh, you know I four all the way up and all the way back, or, yeah. or have they really just kind of started with Maitland? No, it's no. A, a big part of it's down by the arena as well. But but I will tell you, I do believe that has to be one of the bigger parts of the construction is this interchange. So they start they in the center. Yeah, think uh, about it. When you went to, out to Daytona the other day, there was construction yeah. all the way out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I guess yeah, so, and that yeah. construction's been going on for a while. You guys remember, I drive to Daytona every third, every third Thursday, so I go there once a month minimum, right? Not even counting like camping trips or whatever. And that project has been going on forever. They just finished the part as you really approach ninety five, and now they're working back toward uh, toward us. But this thing here, a guy who uh, has been texting me and emailing me for years, I guess, I have some connections with civil engineers. <clears throat> he sent me a rendering of this Maitland thing. Like two years ago, and he goes, "Look at what you're going to have in front of you. It's going to be different. And it's a it's a monstrosity. Yeah. When that thing is done, it's going to be one of those interchanges like off of uh, 417, yeah, or 429, where like 50, where there's like four layers of roads crossing. Each I'm going to tell you, you know? where it's going to get real crazy is when they decide to do whatever they're going to do with that East West Expressway part of the interchange. Oh, that thing is because because that's right the biggest now, nightmare in traffic. Yeah, in Orlando, right now, right that's, now. I, I, that, it's horrible. That's what backs everything up is everybody trying to get off of that ramp and go to East or West on the 408. Coming from, and then uh, I don't know if they've started construction past Universal because I haven't gone that further than Universal in quite some time. How many years yeah, did they say it was going to take to complete all this? 16. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, that sounded right. Eight to nine. Eight to nine. Yeah. Work. That's a, I wonder if <laughs> you're, not, you're not that far off. <laughs> we have to be ahead of schedule on this. I was just talking to my wife about that. I was going to say something. And when we get to eight years in and, we're, and it's done, by that time, we'll be like, okay, now it's time to fix it again because now there's so many more people that come to Orlando. Right. That, well, if you're to believe, building this for that. Yeah, if you're to believe what they've said all along and what the, the plans were, they're taking into account uh, growth. They are? I yeah. Think, I well, you would think they would. I, I thought mean. I read, like, they were projecting way out. Like, when you look at that thing they're adding going through downtown, it is basically like they're adding a new I-4 going through downtown. So you're going to have in the major congestion areas of I-4, which is basically through downtown Orlando, yeah, yeah. and primarily because of the Turnpike Interchange and because of the 408 Exchange that inter- interacts with I-4, once they get those things done and that toll thing opens up, I mean, I, I hope it alleviates the traffic because, I mean, now it has a national reputation. Yeah. Because yeah. The, the guys toll thing, to, what's supposed to, where, where's the toll? Is it, there's, like a, is it, there are, there's one lane of uh, that new addition that's yeah, going yeah, to be a have speed a, lane a where you can, you can pay HOV. more money. No, it's, it's going to be a premium lane. It's going to be like a VIP lane. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. You pay, so you you pay extra down. tolls to get on that thing and just drive 1,000 miles an hour. Oh, yeah. That's going to be right down the center of I-4. Yeah, the See, Lambo lane. I'm the kind of guy that would do that in a heartbeat. You and everybody else. This Friday, we're going out the house of blues for a show and and i'm already dreading the traffic oh i'm like God, oh man the traffic you know it's <laughs> not Dude, it's that wednesday. bad i know it's wednesday <laughs> and i'm thinking man i gotta leave a little early because i know the where that. Uh, house of blues there's like a, a an elton john cover Did, band kind of a thing going on but uh but 12 miles huh <laughs> it's not you're tripping about 12 miles no i'm just uh, the traffic always uh, sitting there in traffic is just is just hey, a pain in the ass I'll, I'll give you honestly i'll give you some good advice just go the back way take the 429, yeah, 429. up through the back way and then when you hit um it comes out on i4 but it's it, it's i4 past all that and you just backtrack toward it nobody's there and it's it's nobody there you'll it's probably about <laughs> Four more miles than you would normally drive. So you mean you mean go uh, like Maitland here? The thing that goes 429, you'll take this out to 429. Yeah. Go toward like it's going to go to Kissimmee. Uh huh. But uh, you'll get off on I four, but it's way down there. But if you backtrack and come back, you come right back to the LBB exit. It's just like right there. Sitting on I four is so maddening, especially if you're you know not that I it's not a job thing, but if you, if you have to be there a certain time or the show starts at a certain time and you're just sitting there uh, and not going anywhere, it is so maddening. Well, the cool thing for you for a gig like that, why don't you go out there early and check out? Have 
Have you been to Disney I, Springs yet? That's what we're gonna do. Yeah, yeah probably dude, go up to Disney yet. Springs to walk around, then go there. I mean, that that thing's supposed to be amazing. I would give uh, just a little tip for everybody. Uh, if you want to keep up to uh, date with what's going on with the I four Ultimate uh, expansion, uh, they have a really good Twitter handle. So it's I four Ultimate. Follow them. They give you pretty good. Um, Updates uh, or updates on on construction that's going on uh, that you might not catch anywhere, or and about traffic accidents. So. Somebody also just texted me at seven seven zero three one. That is our texting service. Basically, save that as real radio and text all the shows and said, uh, "Guys, right." Basically, starting in Maitland, it's going to be part of the showcasing of the project. So this part, this thing we have right here, uh, uh, accurate the, to what the guy told me a while, a while back. That thing right there is supposed to be pretty impressive. But it's good that they're getting it out of the way. Like they're doing our our little section first, getting it out of the way, and at least uh, yeah, in by a year or so, it should be. Yeah, but done I mean, four thirty six and and I four is going to be a huge part of it too. Yeah, it is, but they haven't started that yet because yeah. I believe they want to do this to alleviate because a lot of the traffic that they may have to deal with there could be detoured through the back ways okay. using this big Maitland monstrosity they're going to build. Where here. Are they say so? What's the connection with four thirty six and I four? Where are they connect? They're, I mean, they're just, they just have to make it bigger. You see uh, okay. the traffic there every day in front of the mall. Is, it's yeah, so that ramp is going to be bigger. I mean, the, I, the, 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 I mean got to make room for that gotcha. HOV lane down the middle. Carlos, at 2.40 in the afternoon, it's which is supposed here. to be the – I mean, like, you should be able to skateboard down that. That road is four lanes, bumper to bumper, mad <laughs> traffic. And mad. Imagine, Every, everybody's mad. Imagine yeah. if you're one – and God bless the guys that are working on construction and working on that. Because it is, it is honestly the hottest I've ever remembered. And can you imagine out there working with that asphalt, working – you know, doing that construction no. job in this – Friggin' heat, man! I, you know, I'm surprised. I mean, I'm I sure they're driving like idiots. I'm sure they're well hydrated, and I'm sure you know all that kind of stuff. But man, it's got to be miserable, miserable hot. What do you think? The I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I say you know who the coolest dude is the person who hangs off the side of the truck, and the truck is going in reverse, and they pick up the cones. cones. The <laughs> I was driving, oh, and I was like, so you're the baddest dude on the crew. You're, like, <laughs> you're hanging out, you're against traffic, you're lifting cones up one at a time. The poor guy that's got to stand with the sign that says slow that's and stop, yeah. you know, yeah, and that yeah. guy is hot, and he's got to wear a hat, and oh, God almighty, I feel I bad for in, you guys, man. I want to go in on my guidance counselor in there. I just want to look her dead in the eye and go, Cone guy. Yeah. <laughs> what about the cone guy? Exactly. I don't know what he does all day. I don't know. But, uh, she goes, uh, Jimmy, what are you thinking? Uh, I'm like, I don't know. Cone guy. He's pretty cool. Looks pretty cool. I mean, <laughs> I mean he's got a constant breeze. Cigarette. Yeah. Yeah. I, I saw him today. I saw him today. Kids think he's a superhero, for Christ's sake. <laughs> exactly. They see him. You know, I never see those guys taking a break. <laughs> Oh, they, oh, they, take some oh they do. Where do they yeah. break? You know, do they in, have in their trucks? In yeah. the shade. Oh, they just go in their truck. Yeah. 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 They'll kick back there for a second. They, uh, I wonder do what. a couple railers. I wonder, yeah. Stop it. <laughs> couple hangover cures. You know what I mean? I wonder. Uh, big, big goal. Made a big goal. During the summer, they always, uh, like, during the summer, what do you think the work, like, if you think that you pay a guy, like, you know, $12, $15 an hour, right, to work out and do that, God, the awful job, and what do you think the work, the actual work that gets done when summer gets here? Like, let's say in, in November when it's nice out, you'll get, like, a, out of the hour, you'll get a good solid 50 minutes of work out of the guy, right? Yeah. Ten minutes again, you're walking around, whatever. In the summer, it can't be more than like twenty-five or thirty, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, so for every hour you're paying a guy when it's one hundred and five degrees outside on the heat index, yeah, you, you're really only getting about half an hour's work out of that yeah, guy. Yeah, but those guys are roughnecks; they don't know any better. Yeah, you're maybe so. You know what I mean? They don't know that Yeah, their body's dehydrated. They don't, you know, they just say, "Well, I got a headache," you know, right. and uh, let me go pour some more asphalt. Yeah, you're you right. know? they don't even smoke; they just eat the cigarettes. You know what I'm saying? They're just chewing on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I would, mm -hmm. yeah. I remember, I remember the only time I can uh, identify is when I worked on a, a, a truck and I did, uh, you know, mowed lawns and whatever. And the biggest, the best thing of the day was to stop at Seven Eleven and get a big gulp. Like that was. 
That was it, man. You get and, and now they make them like I mean huge. That went like sixty liter or the sixty ounces. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or it was that hot, and then you have Gatorade. Like that, that was the time to get Gatorade too, and it was. I remember when I would go into a certain Seven Eleven where a bunch of construction guys used to roll through all the time, and I just remember myself, man, I wish I sold double gulps. Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> because if I sold double gulps, I'd be a trillionaire before I walked out of those double doors right there and heard that bell chime. Yeah. Do you think those guys are making 15 bucks an hour? I think a lot of those guys make $12, 15 sure. like The guys that are operating the, the no, heavy that's, machinery, that's, that's a different That's job. like 20, that's 20, $25 an hour, I believe. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that stuff's a lot of money. You know, those machines are expensive. You want qualified dudes riding them. I hope so. You know, yeah. I, I hope the people that, build, that are building <laughs> our infrastructure are happy, are enjoying, you yeah. know, they like their craft. They don't, they don't well, like, you, you know can what, tell those guys because those are the cleanest guys on, on yeah. the site. They're the foremen. And they don't look pissed off, really. I, I mean, if you going down after when you see these construction guys they don't look mad about it they, they look mm-hmm. like they're you know they, they look like they're good there's got to be a but lot I'd be of mad as hell if i was out in the heat instant gratification that you get from your job that you do something you're I like okay that. i built that i put this post in today yep. i know this so it's kind of like when you do your yard or you do i think photography is the reason i really love it is because you can instantly see something that you did Whereas a lot of stuff, including radio, yeah, <laughs> you could do a show and like you leave. You're right. like, yeah, yeah, you had a great show yesterday. Well, now that's forgotten <laughs> and done. Now you got another one today. Truthfully, yeah. this is, this thing could just be going into a tape recorder. Yeah. Yeah, we, yeah. we would we have no we idea. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, mall, people yell, "Dirty effing Jim." Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one. You're listening to the Monster of the Morning. Good Wednesday morning. You're listening to the Mantras Mornings, Real Radio 104.1. Hey, so uh, yesterday went to the, uh, it was $5 movie date $5 day. $5 movie. A $5 movie date day, and uh, and I saw a movie that I'm like, oh, you know, no one's really talking about it. I, I even think, uh, Carlos, when you were reading the movies, it, it came in like it was in eighth place or something. Yeah. Called The Infiltrator. Yeah, The Infiltrator. Brian Cranston. Yeah, so, um, yeah, it's basically, you know, the guy from Breaking Bad is Brian Cranston. He's the star. Which is a little weird because I'm used to him as, you know, I'm used to him as uh, as the drug dealer, the, the guy from yeah. you know Heisenberg or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and, and I really can't tell you how the movie ends uh, because I don't want to screw it up for anybody. But the only way I it, it starts off by saying this is a true story and it was based out of Tampa, Florida, Tampa and Miami. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then as they go through, like I I started remembering. Mm-hmm. And I won't blow parts of the story. Parts of the story. Part of the end of the story was a big news story when I was young. It was like in 85, 86. Yeah. yeah. Uh, And it's all about uh, the the drug cartel and about um, Pablo Escobar and all this kind of stuff. Um, but it wasn't. It, it wasn't a bad movie. Like yeah, yeah. It, it was. It, you know, it was entertaining. Yeah. It, it was one of those watch at home. Those, one of those things where people don't realize how much of an impact Pablo Escobar had on the state of Florida. Boy, you know, you what, know what I mean. You're right about yeah. that. And, you uh, know, even, knew, even with the, the the Netflix series, you know, the the two detectives that they, the FBI guys that they based out of Miami that were on the case. Uh, this movie here. That one drug dealer's impact on this state and the amount of money that was coming into the United States but coming through the port of Miami. It was huge. Yeah. yeah. And, and Angel, at the time, I had a friend of mine who I went to school with, I went to junior high and high school with, who was a really, really great guy. He ended up getting busted for 
selling coke for Pablo Escobar, and he did when he went into jail. Didn't say a word. Did not. He would not sell the guy snitch. out. Did not snitch. Spent his time in jail because he was deathly afraid that Pablo Escobar. You know. He, he was serious. You don't know what happens to snitches. Yeah, yeah. you know what happened to snitches. Yeah, <laughs> but and, and I remember, uh, I remember a lot of this stuff. And anyway, so when you're watching the movie, it gets to the very end part. I'm like, oh my god, I remember that. You know, so uh, it was pretty good. But uh, Jimmy, how much do you know about about uh, how many old films have you like classic films have you watched? I mean, you liked uh, some of the classics, like To Kill a Mockingbird and stuff like that. Well, they, uh, I, uh, the trailers were really, uh, really kind of cool. Citizen Kane, Maltese, uh, Maltese Falcon. They, um, they're doing a remake of Casablanca. a movie that I should have seen, but I never have seen. And I was going to ask you guys if you if you knew much about it. Uh, they're doing a remake of Ben Hur. No, I've never seen Ben Hur. I haven't either. No, and and, and as I'm watching, Are you sure? it, I've not seen it. Yeah, uh, and, and as I'm watching, I'm thinking, man, okay, I don't know, uh, when they're showing the trailer, I don't know if Ben-Hur was a real character from the Bible or it, if it was a fake character. Don't know anything about it and don't have any problem saying that. All I know is Cause, about that movie is a chariot race and a dude was wearing a Rolly. I, yeah. A Rolex, right, 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 right. And then, um, and then man, I want to uh, say I, I remember yeah, I watching this in, like, high school. You did watch like, it. Oh, well, yeah. We saw it in, in school, in class. So in the movie, they showed Jesus. And I'm thinking, well, you can't show Jesus in a movie if it isn't based off the Bible, right? No, that's not necessarily the case at all. You could throw Jesus in a movie oh, yeah. and, and I mean, it could, not be real. I mean, you could show a life of a lot of people that lived in that era that had nothing to do with Jesus. They correct? put Jesus in the Big Lebowski. <laughs> they, they didn't put the real Jesus. Oh, yeah. They started yeah, 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 yeah. Just as... But no, Flashback. like oh, I thought it, it was just guy it, named Jesus. Yeah, it, it, it looked like they were. It looked like they were doing. Like are they a, doing a modern version of yeah, this, yeah, or yeah, are they version. okay? Well, no, it's not a modern version. I mean, it's it's still set back in Jesus' time. Yeah, but an updated version of the film. Right, right, Remake, right. The, the chariot no, race. I, I was the, thinking like, like you know, when they redid the Romeo and Juliet with oh, gotcha. uh, uh, Leonardo, that and would they, be cool. Th- that was a modernization of that story. I was curious if that's what they were doing. No, this. Oh, okay. this is, it's with chariots, and guess guess who one of the stars is. That son of a bitch, he's in everything. Rock, Jackson. Morgan Freeman. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was one of the two, right? Is Morgan Freeman is the guy who tells Ben-Hur what to do, you know, and he's like the brains behind Ben-Hur. And, but I don't know if it's, if it's real or not. I thought you guys might know. No. I is think... there anyone that would well, know? It says, actually, that it's based off a book called A Tale of Christ. So oh. Ben-Hur, A Tale of the Christ uh, by Lou Wallace. Huh. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the story is a Palestinian Jew who's battling the Roman Empire at the time of Christ. Now, your question is, is this a true story or is this uh, someone made this up? Is this like, hey, we, we, we brought a part of the Bible to life? Is this part of the Has Ben-Hur a biblical character or is it a fake character that was made up? I was just based on a novel that was written in 1880. Oh, okay. Hmm. You know ben Hur is they uh, casted as a is a Ben Hur is a 1959 American epic historical drama film. Yeah, but said it says uh, uh, in AD uh, 26, Judah Ben Hur, who was played by Heston, was a wealthy prince and a merchant in Jerusalem, uh-huh. and he lived with his yeah, mom. So these are real guys. Yeah, I guess I don't know. Huh? Again, I never really cared enough to look. Man, we don't know much about but the everybody, old movies. Do- everybody around them, the characters are all real people. I mean, they're all people. Oh, huh. What's that? <laughs> uh, huh? Well, yeah, because Pontius Pilate. I mean, all these are all these are they are characters that you've heard about and seen and read about in the Bible. It's been her it's a parallel movie? to the time of the Christ, but not Bible. Oh, okay. It, it's been her a movie we should have seen. Yeah, you yeah, should yeah. have seen it. I've seen. Yeah, I, the reason and the other reason I remember or uh, 
remember seeing this is that because of uh, this is one of the f- movies they use as an example of like you know all uh, Anglo actors in pos- in positions mm-hmm. of you know the playing Middle Eastern characters. Oh, really? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Huh. Well, they, they put Morgan Freeman in this one. Well, they put him in everything. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Oh. Oh. Hello, Russ. Here's somebody that would know. Yeah. I was listening down the hallway. Thank you for we inviting were, me in, but you didn't really invite me in. We, before we go any farther. Yes, we were yes. struggling there. How how much less do you look at us now that we haven't seen Ben-Hur? A million times less, but I already looked at you a million times less because I know you've seen a million times less movies, so it really doesn't matter. It's kind of equaled it out, if you will. So, movie dork, you've seen Ben-Hur. I mean, you're a younger man. I'm surprised <laughs> you've seen the... Uh, been her, which is an old movie. Right, I've seen every single movie that there is. The B versions. I've seen uh, videos. I've seen uh, eight reels. I've seen everything. I've seen everything. I've seen Ben Hur so many times in Valencia Community College Film School. When I saw this, really, it broke the mold. I thought on a laser disc. Oh, okay. Wow. I thought on a laser disc, and I was able to see the actual Rolex that, that the man was wearing in the film. And Russ, you haven't seen Ben Hur. Of course, it's not a real story. It's a fictional story. It is. And they put it together, and it won the Oscar. And, and Charlton Heston was was the Tom Cruise of his time. Oh, I didn't know that he won an Oscar. Absolutely. Yeah. A fictional story based around real characters. Jesus Christ, right? Do you ever seen any of the classics? Have you seen kid. Citizen Kane? I have not seen Citizen have Kane. Seen oh. Casablanca. I have seen Casablanca. Have you seen Vertigo? I have not. 2001 Space Odyssey. I have not. Lords oh. of Arabia. No. Gone with the Wind. Yes. Oh, good. Sing the Some Like It Hot. Some Like It Hot. No. It's, it's a Wonderful Life. Oh, yeah. Doctor Strangelove. No. Sunset Boulevard. Oh, my God. Would you stop? I can keep going on. <laughs> These are classic films that you need to see. Okay. Well, no pig burping, Jimmy. Out of uh, all of those that you've mentioned, how many are they? Would you think would would do well in a remake? Do you think Ben Hur is going to play well? Uh, it's supposed to come out in a couple months. Yes. Do you think people are going to pay to go see Ben Hur yes. again? Yes. The fact of the matter is, Russ, that these Jesus films, Christianity films, are the newest hot thing. They're like the horror films of nineteen late nineties. And the, the fact of the matter is that a lot of people love to go see them because they think, okay, if I go see this, then I become religious. I don't have to go to church. Maybe Sundays I don't have to talk about it. The priest asks me about so something. I can see, you see it. Go to see Ben Hur instead of going to church. Yeah, pretty much. You can do that or go see Fireproof. Mm-hmm. Or go see the other like Simon movie. If you see the films, it actually replaces a day in church. I didn't know that. That's a fact. But I mean, okay, I had, the old, I had the old porn, uh, the old porn bin fur. <laughs> I like that one too because things are a lot hairier in the seventies. If you know what I'm saying, Jimmy, because that's the only time Easy. I ever got it. Now, movie door. Bin Hur did not look like a religious movie. It just looked like Jesus made a cameo. That's true. Uh, and it was a lot of fighting and a lot of uh, chariot uh, war. So, so Jesus pulled a Murray. Pretty much, yeah. Kind of. Yeah. There, there, there was it was a cameo by Jesus, but uh, but everybody else was fighting. Yeah. Have you seen One Flew Over the Cookies Nest? I have. What about Rear Window? No. Searchers. Who? Bridge over, Bridge for Cry. No. Godfather? How, yes, I've seen the guy. Would you stop it? Well, I'm sorry. You asked me to come in here to talk about classic films that you've never seen, and I'm spouting them up, and you're acting like I'm not even talking he, now. He's so. basically reading the 1 through 50 greatest films of all time list. How about maybe it's coming off the top of the dome? So, I said it's like your. Thank you. So these are movies, doing that these are movies in front of you. you think I should have seen uh, Ben Hur being uh, one of them. Yeah. Because mm. I know some of the crap that you do see, every stupid love romance film that James Patterson has ever created. I do like love movies, that's true. Infiltrator, I saw that. Have you seen Infiltrator? Uh, maybe Is I saw a, love movie? a copy of it. Maybe I saw it bootleg. Maybe I saw it uh, at a place at my mom's house who she thought it was also pretty cool because she was with her new boyfriend who brought it over and it was bootleg. <laughs> oh, my God. 
I did see it, yes, but I got kicked out about 30 minutes before the end because they started making out and they told me I had to go in my room. You know what? I, you just gave me an idea, movie dork. I yes, think it's imp- imperative that you and Russ spend some quality time no, together. No, that's a great idea. I it's think fine. you guys need to yeah. like, just you know, all those do some uh, mind melding. You can get this I in think, the library. I think Russ would really enjoy watching some of these classic movies oh that God. he's never seen. Classic uh, movie And night. have your dialogue, your commentary alongside him while hey, you're watching the movie Angel, together. Angel, don't you agree that it should replace $5 movie night on Tuesday? Oh, well, 100%. Oh, yeah. I've never been to a, uh, to the condo of an old wrestler. I want to go. <laughs> can I go? Can we spit on people? Because uh, I, I could see the movie theater from there, and then if like, we get the you know, little bug up our ass, we go, hey, let's go to the movie. Then we go walk over there, and then we walk back, and then we get some Cold Stone. We can mix into m uh, Cold Stone's yeah. good. Yeah. Hey, if, movie- if you're lucky, Russell will walk you down to the condo where Diamond Dallas Page learned how to do his first split. <gasps> DDP! I'll smell the rug. I love him. Hey, movie dork, uh, <laughs> are you excited about this weekend? I'm excited to see the new Star Trek movie. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. are, 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 is that something that... Are you more of a Star Trek person or Star Wars? I love them both. Oh, really? Yeah, they call me a bi-nerd because that means that I can kind of flip it and go Star Trek because only the morons say track. Exactly. And then I can go Star Wars. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I can, and then I, I dive into the young A, the young adult kind of world, which they will be the future Star Wars and Star Trek people of the future with Hunger Games and, you know, all the different things that they want to do today. I'm actually involved in it right now. So then 10 years from now, when they're asking who was really there, I will be one of the people that was actually already there. Okay. All right. Well, uh, hmm. aren't, uh, you, aren't you glad you extended this conversation? Yes. The Graduate? Have you seen The Graduate? I have not. Have you seen Double Indemnity? Double what? Indemnity. No, no. You can't even say it. No. Sorry, it's tough with those <laughs> words. Hit one again. Double, it's double indemnity. Okay, what, Indem- t- t- tell me one classic movie everybody should see no oh, matter what gosh. if you're going to be an American. Well, the one classic movie I think everybody probably has seen just because it's seasonal, it's, it's a wonderful life. Oh, yeah, sure. it'd be good if I was a moron. <laughs> no, I'm a film knowledge expert, thesis masterman. And the film you should see is The Treasures of Sierra Madrid. Released in 1948. The what? The Treasures of Sierra Madrid. <laughs> you released even... in 1948, starring Humphrey Bogart, a story of a true detective trying to figure his way in life, and hey. really with the epicenter of what you would call the modern-day detective classic. Movie dork, how often do they remake a classic movie, like they're remaking uh-huh. Ben-Hur, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And that's, it won the Oscar. Yes. And the only other one I can think of they remade, and it, but it wasn't as good as the original, obviously. It was like True Grit. They did make remake they True did. Grit. Yes. It yes. was a movie that won an Oscar. They remade it, and it was, it was okay. It wasn't, okay. It wasn't it was, it I thought it was really good. Now, again, I have... With Bridges, uh, right? It was a very special space, uh, space in my heart for True Grit, the original. Yeah, so John Wayne, man. Yeah, but I mean, the other one was damn good. So do, do you think that uh, Ben-Hur is going to... Uh, is it going to be held up to a different standard because mm-hmm. originally it won an Oscar? Mm-hmm. Are, are, are people going to expect too much... From this upcoming Ben Hur. Well, let's see. All the people that saw the original are mostly dead. Uh, <laughs> right. So I don't think they'll care that much as long as they have some badass action scenes with some horses falling down. Maybe they don't get hurt for real. There's blood spurting. There's spears. There's people in chariots. There's hot babes making out. Tim of a 300 sex scene. If you have a multiple 300 sex scenes within Ben Hur, you add the equation up to carry the zero, and it's going to make 46 million open weekend. You think 46 million open weekend? Oof, that's high. That's high? That's pretty high. That's high. I don't doubt myself. It's 46 million. <laughs> Okay. Russ, have you ever seen Lawrence of Arabia? It's, I have not. You should. It's an excellent short film if you consider a four-hour <laughs> four short. You've seen it, movie I've, uh, I've seen it twice. I saw it once with myself. I saw it once with my mom's ex-ex-ex-boyfriend, Dwayne. He had big hands, and he loved this film for whatever reason. He said, one day I'm going to Arabia. <laughs> never did. They broke up. Never went. Okay. Yes, but, uh, yes, if you ever need any more information, just let me know. I am running right. the halls and uh, looking for all of the hot Excel DJs. You know you're not supposed to be on that side of the building. 
Your pass should not work over there. Okay, I made this pass. Thank you, movie door. I appreciate it. All right. You're listening to the Monsters in the Morning. Of the Monsters Mornings on Real Radio 104.1. If you do not have plans tomorrow night, why don't you think about this? If you love to play poker and you haven't done this before, go out to the Daytona Beach Kennel Club and play poker with Dirty Jim. A bunch of folks will be out there playing. You have an opportunity to win some big money if uh, if and when Dirty Jim gets at your table because they, they move them around to different tables. Mm-hmm. If you knock him out of the tournament, you could get an extra uh, extra couple bucks. Ding. Oh, I like the I like the ding. That's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Up to two fifty, man. So uh, come and join us. Eighty dollar buy in. We start at eight. Get there early. Play the cash game. They have the high hand bonuses, which is an awesome way to try to win some cash as well. When it comes to uh, when it comes to celebrities this year, man, who who uh, I don't know how many Grim Reapers there are. Is there just one Grim Reaper, or, or are there several? Because the Grim Reaper that's in charge of celebrities, that's something that's been busy this year. And he's uh, been, uh, an extra sharp knife because he's taking out some biggies. Today, uh, it's uh, Gary Marshall. Yeah. And, and, you know, when, when you see, you hear that name and you see the face, you're like, oh, yeah, I might recognize that. But when you see, the, I mean, all the movies and TV shows that he's responsible for. Pretty amazing. I, I mean, really kind of helped to uh, pop culture. I mean, you you could argue that uh, you know in America he definitely helped to form a lot of things in pop culture. Well, he introduced yeah. America to Robin Williams. Well, Happy Days even before that. Yeah, I yeah. mean, the Fonz, Happy Days. Uh, also, too, he used to write. He was a writer on the Dick Van Dyke Show. So yeah. that means in the fifties, sixties, I guess. It, the fifties, yeah, mean, but in late fifties, early sixties, right? And then another show I'm not familiar with, but Make Room for Daddy, which yep. I know was a popular show. Yeah, I remember uh, that show, Make Room for Daddy. That was from the fifties, and then Dick Van Dyke is fifties and sixties, uh, and then the seventies, Happy Days, and then from Happy Days, uh, he was responsible for Laverne and Shirley, Mork and Mindy, and then Joni Loves Chachi. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, he's he's the guy that did the uh, the Odd Couple. And think about this too. Think about the people that he worked with internally. And have may have had a big hand in getting them out into Hollywood in a bigger fashion. Uh, Ron Howard, yes, who directed some of the biggest movies we've seen over the last twenty years. Right. Penny Marshall, again, a director of some of the biggest movies that you've seen in the last 25, 30 years. That's his daughter. I think his daughter or sister. That's his daughter. Daughter, yeah, yeah. I yeah, don't yeah. know, dude. I can't remember. And because he's eighty-one, right? He was eighty or eighty-one. Yeah, and yeah. Then I was trying to figure the connection with with uh, Rob. Um, oh God, was it Ryan Winkler? Rob, Rob Reiner. And no, Rob Reiner and Penny Marshall—they were married at one time, right? I do not know the answer to I think that. So, yeah. like, Meathead and and yeah. Laverne were married at one time, and then they they split up. I think that was the show. That wasn't in real life. Was no, it? no, that's no, real life. Was he, was, he was married to on um, all in the family, like. Uh, yeah, he, uh, Susan, whatever. Sally Field. Sally, Sally Field. That no. was all in the family. I'm just making this stuff yeah, up. No, 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 no. It was Sally Struthers. Oh, there we go. Sally. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew it was a Sally. So, but, okay, now, then you think, okay, those are great television shows that really kind of were, were iconic for America. For and sure. then you look at the movies that he did. Yeah, yeah. Pretty Woman. Yep. Beaches. Uh, the Princess Diaries, Overboard, which was really funny, actually. Uh, Runaway Bride. I mean, like a bunch of big movies. And he also, uh, I guess he had a, a part in A League of Their Own, which is a pretty big deal. Oh, um, yeah, that's right. He did. He played, yeah. That was a Penny Marshall movie, wasn't it? Yep. So, I mean, it would make sense that he would have uh, at least a little hand in it. He's also, he's also it, it was his idea for one of the iconic uh, episodes of Happy Days that changed, uh, that made a phrase in yeah. America. Wow. Yeah, jump the, yeah jump, jump the shark, Jump right? the shark was his idea. 
And uh, and he's like, oh, we're going to have uh, Fonzie jump a shark. On it. Of course, that's you know, now, uh, you know, when something is, is just gone way too far or it's like, okay, this is way, you know, it's way past its prime or whatever. Jump the shark is a... Uh, is something that we all it's, use it's, now, but he's it, the one that kind of came up with yeah, it. Yeah, it's usually a moment of the series that you go, oh, that's when they jump the shark. They jump the shark, and, yeah. And it's either doing that or adding a baby. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when you add a baby or an orphan child or introduce another character, like some rogue cousin or whatever, to the uh, fold, that's uh, another attempt at getting or, more of the... Or the big kazoo. Or Jonathan Winters. Right, 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 right. Yeah, uh, Mork and Minnie, remember that whole thing at the end of that show? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so he passed away. Man, he, he did so much. He did. And he was well-respected and well-liked. Uh, well Yeah, he is. It, it is his sister, dude, because she's, she's in her 70s. Oh, so. Yeah, Penny, that's what I'm Penny, saying. When I was saying the number, I was like, 81, you make me question my own sanity sometimes. Um, Penny Marshall uh, is. Gary Marshall's sister. People oh. in the texting service are like, yeah, dude, she's 70 years old. Oh, I thought that was so, his daughter. Yeah, they're si- brother and sister. That's what I thought from the original, yeah. I stand corrected. No, that's okay. It's a big deal. It's just, I, again, I question my own sanity sometimes. Um, okay, so uh, uh, explain to me then the connection between Rob Reiner and Penny Marshall. They, Penny Marshall's married to Rob Reiner, or was, I think, at one point. Okay, they were married. Okay, all right. I didn't I didn't know for sure. Um, yeah, but, I mean, like, like a pretty woman. I, what a, that was a great movie. Yeah, all the movies there are good. You know, and, and again, I, Carlos has worked in this realm a lot more than I've even read about, more than likely. But, you know, to have a hit movie like that hmm. is... It, if you have one in your career, it can make a career. I mean, it can. But to have, like, five legendary movies with legendary iconic characters you remember on a daily basis, I mean, that is amazing, really. Yeah, and look at, I mean, nowadays you can make a, a comic book film and, and get produce it, and, you know, that's, okay, that's a tentpole picture. We're going to make a lot of money. But, like, you look at this, these stories, they're like, Overboard, beaches. Pre- these right. are just great stories. Stories, you're right, buddy. And, That's and, it. And well, t- and and then and then produced and and shot well and and uh, created. So the other sister, Runaway Bride, Princess Diaries. These stories are the heart. You know, most of these. So he's a director and producer and, and producer, writer. Yeah. One of, yeah. Back in the day, you had to be able to write, direct, produce, shoot. You had to do all this stuff: sing, dance, tap, <laughs> and the triple um, threat. Yeah, and nowadays you just gotta be hot as hell man at the end of the year when it's that list of celebrities that passed away when they do that uh, it, it's gonna be look at who's who it, yeah it's a bad year to die because you're not gonna it, i feel it's, bad it's hard for to be important this year whoever's job that is to make sure they get everybody right because there's so many names this yeah. year that if you leave somebody out you're probably not going to get to get that job again and yeah. you just have to do it in alphabetical order right yeah. you can't Put you. In other words, if it's not in alphabetical order, who do you put first? This guy, Prince. You know, well, Prince uh, is still the biggest, right? Yeah, I mean, maybe. I mean, to some people, yeah, I guess. But uh, I mean, I would say pop, it depends on the field, right? Yeah, pop well, culture the, fans, but this guy made movies that covered generations. Yeah. So, but he's the biggest surprise still because he no was question. younger. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I him, and Gary older. him yeah. and China. We had Bowie, China, China also. Yeah, up, just shut David up. Bowie. Yeah, yeah, I know, man. It's been a. I mean, when you oh, go damn. through the list, it's crazy. It is crazy. <laughs> China. I know, man. He's just, I'm trying to be serious here. <laughs> Gary Marshall died. Come on, man. We didn't see this coming either. Uh, we didn't see it. Yeah. Oh, come on. Anybody that old, they've, you're, you're kind yeah, of seeing it coming. Yeah, you, yeah. Gary, I'm sure Gary would be like, hey, I wish I could stay around, but yeah. look at this. I did it. Yeah, the only that. reason yeah. we know that he was still alive is the fact that he died. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, None of us were clamoring, oh, I can't wait for the next Gary Marshall movie. Right. That's, <laughs> a, that's when I don't feel as bad. Like, you know this what I mean? one I'm not like, okay, this, this kind of seems like yeah. somebody that would die normally with than, you know, the years past. It, and it's not like, it's it, it, like when Prince died, I'm like, what? Well, he yeah. had a movie, this guy died, I'm like, huh? He had a movie that came out this year. 
And the movie that it, it, that came out this year was called Mother's Day. Yeah. And it was with, I forget who was in it. I know, I know for a fact that you you're going to know who were the actresses in this movie. It was Julia Roberts, uh-huh. Kate Hudson. Yeah, it was, yeah. A lot, it was a lot. I there didn't were, see it, though. But, but there were other women in there, too. I thought there were some other pretty big names in that movie as uh, well. Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, and you can tell it's indicative of how he was kind of producing and creating things. At the end, look at his last three films. Valentine's Day, which was a big old cluster F of celebrities in one big movie. Yeah. So was New Year's Eve. Yeah. Right, right, right. And Mother's, and Mother's Day was the same thing. Kind of like, hey, how are we going to get this movie made? We can't do these stories that we used to do before that we let's would get a whole bunch of names. Release. Let's just get a whole bunch of but, names that I have connections with. And, and do you think there's a possibility that some of those actors or actresses said, you know, there's a possibility this, you know, this is going to be Gary's last movie, so, so we want to be, be we want to be part of his legacy in some way, shape, or form. And then he does it, and Diane writes another one, and then the other goes, oh, well, I get a chance to be part of the legacy too. Yeah, then think, he writes another one. I think Julia Roberts though is like, hey, you did Pretty Woman, you yeah, you yeah. know, I'll do what, I'll do whatever you need, Runaway Bride, I'll do whatever you need. Yeah, Julia's like, since I owe you, let's see, my career, yeah. I'll do it for you, Gary. Yeah, because you gave me that role. That role pretty much uh, catapulted you in the mega stardom. Now they mm-hmm. did an interview with him not too long ago, and he looked like he's in great shape. I mean, he looked. Uh, I remember watching the interview going, hey, that guy still uh, looks yeah. good. Yeah, so who was the other one the other I don't, day? I don't know what he died of. Let's see here. What does it say? It was Robin, the person who wrote All in the Family. Oh, pneumonia. Norman Mailer? Norman, Norman, yeah, Norman Lair. Norman, no, Le- Norman, Norman, Lear. Norman Lear. Norman Lear. Lear. He yes. was on uh, the news the other day, and he was he's like 90-something. And he, he looks, looks great. great. Yep. Yeah, that's a guy from uh, All in the Family and yeah. all that uh, that stuff. But yeah, uh, Gary Marshall died of pneumonia. What are you looking at of Gary Marshall at 81 that he looked great? I, I'm not saying they, that. They did an interview with him. <laughs> yeah. about, I'll do, I'll do, and again, I'm not trying to be t- a no, dick, I'll, but I will because I'll the tell you pictures where. I'm seeing right now on USA Today of him being 81, he looks every bit of 81. Uh, the, I saw an interview with him, and it was about this movie Mother's Day. It was on CBS Sunday Morning, and they were talking and they were talking to him about his legacy and his career and, and how he talked Jennifer Aniston and Julia Roberts into having a scene together. And he looked great for a scene. Uh, there's a there's one scene where those two are talking together at a table, and it wasn't supposed to be in the movie. Oh, in the new movie? Uh, in the new movie, oh, yeah. Okay, and, he gotcha. ta- and he talked them into I'm it. I'm looking at that. I'm watching that interview right now. Yeah, it looks great. Oh, my gosh. He doesn't look like he's about to die. He I would agree. I don't think he looks that bad. He I mean, looks 81. He does look 81. But there's no question. Look, but he, does, he doesn't look sickly. It doesn't look like he's knocking on death's door, though. I mean, he's, he's you know, for well, 81. 81, you're, I mean, you're pushing it, though. Oh, dude, Mel Brooks is, like, in his 90s, dude, and still rolling, still doing shows. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. dude is still doing shows. I think he's in his. I'm serious. I'm, I honestly believe Mel Brooks is 85 plus, and that guy does one man shows to this day. So there's only a handful of of uh, producers, uh, directors that, that we still know, right? Like you know, you, did, you said Norman well, Lear, and you just said uh, Mel Brooks, and you mean from the golden age? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's still there's there's only a handful of them that, that are still around. Yeah. Of uh, the big name director, I mean, I guess Steven Spielberg. Yeah, Spielberg. Considered. You got Lucas, but then I mean, that's only really Star Wars. Yeah, those are only the two things. But we still have the uh, the one we lost. I thought that was was it Ted Demi who did uh, Silence of the Lambs. That's mm-hmm. not a name I, I recognize. Yeah, but I mean, he did them. But you know, you saw the Coen Brothers. Coen Brothers. Oh, are, yeah. I mean, you and you have the brothers that made uh, that made all those uh, those goofy movies. Yeah, uh, that were also very good directors. I mean, they they did comedies, but. I mean, there's still a lot of uh, Wes Anderson. Hey, we never heard Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, Paul. Well, um, Quentin, but Quentin, he's almost done, right? One more movie, and he says he's yeah, done. What about uh, Jerry Bruckheimer? Yeah. Well, oh, he's right. a producer, yeah. really, more than a director, isn't he? No, he directs. Yeah. Yeah. Does he? Yeah, in the beginning, they directed uh, him and, uh, what's his name, Simpson. That was, They were partners. They, they would have a hand in it. Hey, hey, Michael Carlos, a lot of times we talk about how much, mo- how much money the, the movie stars make, but we never really talk about what the director makes. Like, how much, uh, how much money... 
does a director make? Like, like Gary Marshall, well, how much money do you think he made off of Pretty Woman? You know, it's hard to judge with him because he's a producer of most of the stuff. Usually oh. at that level, so they get getting, the profits. Yeah, they get profit. Oh. They get a, they get points. They get all that stuff. But get if you're like, end. like uh, I would say a director for the guy like Deadpool, who like he just came from YouTube and then literally made Deadpool. So the first go around, they're going to give him a salary, a so, fee. But the say, next time around, he going to get points. Point. Does yeah. the director make? Do you think uh, the director of Deadpool made more than uh, than Ryan Reynolds? Hell no. Hell no. Oh, Ryan Reynolds Ryan made money. No, that's, no, that's, yeah, that's yeah, your no. cheesecake right there. Yeah, if it was a movie where, yeah, 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 if they were both on the same level, maybe Ryan Reynolds hadn't broken out. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds is an A-list star, so he's going to get. Uh, but he could have gotten points. He could have gotten a lot of different ways that they make money and, now, but I wouldn't think that anywhere close. And I think that what happens is, and I think we didn't we learn this with Tom Cruise a little bit when he started getting so expensive when he was one of the first guys making that uh, between fifteen to twenty million a picture, and he saw a story he liked, but the budget wasn't there. He would be one of those guys like, look, I'll be a part of this movie. Uh, I'll charge you five million up front, but you got to give me points on the back end. And isn't when isn't that when he really started amassing that unbelievable fortune that he has? Yeah. Because, I mean, he started, that was like a normal part of his role. And I believe Mission Impossible was one of those first movies he did that with, if I remember right, right. which is so sketchy. But he's like, look, I'll do it for $5 million. Usually I charge 20 but I want the movie to be made. So I, I do 5 and you give me half a point or a point on the backside, anything over over budget or whatever, and I'll take it. And the guy won, winds up making $30, $40 million. And what was it, Top Actually, Gun? I think he did that. Be, he started doing that before that. What was the one that I he did? Top Gun. With his, no, not a Top Gun. I thought it was one of those with the his, series. Uh, with the redhead, his wife. The, yeah, the epic, the, uh, like Far and Away? I think Far and Away is the one Far where he away. did that, because to get that movie made. It may have been. I don't I know, think. but I, I remember him specifically being the first actor I remember working a deal on the back end, because it's a gamble for them as well, because truthfully, the movie could eat S at the box office, and he's just made $5 million and, I, and I missed an opportunity to make 20 somewhere else. He's a little nutty with the whole Scientology thing, but I saw an inter- it was an old interview with him as they were getting ready to make uh, Top Gun. And they're like, and, and they're like, man, this guy, this Tom Cruise guy, is one of the hardest workers we've ever uh, worked with. He actually went to, and learned how to actually fly a jet. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they're interviewing him, he's, and he's like, yeah, I think this is going to be a pretty good movie. And, and, and Carlos has said it from day one. That dude is a real deal, movie old star. school, real, aren't they big time, new? bigger than life movie star? Yeah, the second one. Yeah, yeah, and and actually, or a reboot. Or yeah, Jack, well, it's the second one. Yeah, Jack Nicholson and Arnold Schwarzenegger were one of the first ones to get the back end deals with Kindergarten Cop. Nobody wanted to do a comedy oh, wow. with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and he said I'll you know I'll do it I you know he's it. doing action stuff he did it killed and then uh, Jack Nicholson made more money with Batman than, than Batman than mm. anybody even the producers yeah, he so, actually actually Jack Nicholson made money off of the other two Batman movies and he wasn't even in oh, he, yeah. he, he did a part he's like look I'll I'll, re- I'll reboot this whole thing and he got money off of yeah. Batman too, and, and yeah, and I never heard of those two guys. Just the one, just Tom Cruise. Like, I mean, for some reason, that's why I was like, man, that's that's a pretty good idea. Yeah, and now you can't even bet on those because, as we know, you can have five of the biggest movie stars in a movie, and it doesn't do well. They do a reverse where you try and find that indie movie where you can play some cool character and not be the typical leading man or whatever, and then make points on the back. It's it's all been reversed around. All right, listen, wow. yeah. when we come back, it's the Triple R segment at 7. Your chance to win some stuff, and we've had some incredible stuff in our prize pinata for the past couple of weeks, so you might want to get on the line. The telephone number to dial is one 978 1041 or locally it's 407-916-1041. You're listening to the Monsters of the Morning.
the Triple R segment of Heaven is brought to you by the incredible Monster website, Monsters.fm, where you have opportunities to win tickets to Universal Studios to see Skull Island, the Reign of Kong. You've got opportunities to win tickets to see Guns and Roses, which is next Friday. I'm excited about that show. Uh, everybody's got a certain section of the uh, of the website a blog section where you can check out all kinds of stuff from from dirty jim from carlos from me and also from angel and angel it's wednesday so it's women crush woman crush wednesday woman crush wednesday <laughs> and um, i'm gonna tell you guys right now i uh, just had a conversation with a great friend of mine Personal about uh, uh about the woman crush of today uh-huh you know her. and uh it's uh, florida state's own miami's own florida's own uh, Carissa Rosario, uh, she's uh, a country woman for, or from my, uh, you know, from PR, but transplanted here. And uh, I'm giving you a heads up right now. Yeah, don't look at it at work. It's going to change your life. It'll change your life. Yeah, it, it, it will. Life changing. Yes, yeah. Russ. I don't know what it is, but girls these days. They do this thing where they are lip syncing to some song, and then they're ever so slightly touching their face. Okay. Gets me every time. <laughs> okay. And uh, you, I'm, when I watch that particular clip, I imagine that she's asking me to go rob a bank. Yeah. And I'm like, sure. Uh, whatever whatever uh, you want. Of course. Why would I not? Uh, you got to show it to me. I'll show oh, it to you. Right. Right. Uh, this is the, uh, Monsters.fm. <laughs> This is uh, the Woman she, Crush Wednesday she, for Angels, a part of the website. She probably didn't have to worry about a prom date. No. Nope. <laughs> Not even a little bit. Let's see here. A uh, friend of uh, friend of Angels. Let's see what we got here. Oh, we're going to, okay. Monsters.fm, clicky, clicky. Uh, of course, the Blog and Molly loves it when you uh, when you click on her. That's By the way, right a, a little bit later in the day, nerdy news with Blog and Molly. Oh, good. Uh, uh, Dr. Uh, Dr. Butch is running a little bit late. He'll be here soon. Uh, okay, what is she doing? Out of those, my favorite is the third picture because that's the most awesome display of a Puerto Rican flag I've ever seen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah she's yeah. just... Oh, that's the new thing where you put your... your <laughs> you put your finger to your lip and then... Your lip and then, and then yeah. Ever so sexily. And Russ, did it look sexy on him, too? <laughs> so you're saying if she if she said, uh, Angel, would please rob that bank, looking like that, you would... Uh, yeah, where's the gun? I'd be like, when? Yeah. Right. Uh, like, like right now? She <laughs> is uh, definitely... Be right back, Mommy. Russ just, got, <laughs> Russ just got silenced. <laughs> I scrolled down a picture. That last picture, your eyes like, whoa, can we show that? Are you allowed to put that on the website? Sure Does Blog and Molly know you did that? Oh, that last? Did I Absolutely. miss something? Yeah, you got to scroll to the little I, I see. I guy. included extra. No, you don't see anything. Oh. What do you got, x-ray vision? <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's find out what prize we have in the old prize pinata today. You might want to check out uh, the Monsters.fm. The Prize Pinata is brought to you by Cento Family Moving and Storage. They're a family-owned and operated company. They offer both residential and commercial moving services for businesses all over the country. The website is CentoMoving.com. That is C-E-N-T-O Moving.com. You go to the website, use the quick instant moving quote, get your the dates that you want to project to move, yeah. make sure that they're available to you. Uh, the be- it's in your best interest, if you're going to be moving soon, to get your dates up there as early as possible. That way you can secure Chris and his crew for your move. Licensed, bonded, and insured. Uh, they, you know, We've got emails, we've gotten letters from people that have used them, and they have loved them. They raved about them. Yeah. So go to CentoMoving.com. Yeah, well, look, I've used them. They've done a great job for me. They've done a, a great job for Dr. Butch. Russ is the only yeah. guy that's got the uh, the you know, frequent the, user the punch card. Yeah. They, 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 named, they named a truck after me, but, you know. The SS Rollins. Yeah. All right, so what we have 
What it's a $25 gift card to Chuck Wagon Home oh. Cooking in Apopka. It's Chuck Wagon Wednesday, it fellas. It sure is. Good. I look forward to Wednesday. I hadn't thought about it. And I've been I've been getting a lot of people that have sent me email and saying that, they, well, I say a lot. I got two from last week, and they were in town from out of state. They were visiting Orlando, and they, they went out to the Chuck Wagon just to visit because they listened to us in another state, and they went and visited uh, Chuck Wagon and loved it. So this is a really good, uh, neat way to be introduced, if you haven't been out there, to the restaurant. Uh, it's a $25 gift card. Uh, gift card. This is a, a real home cooking comfort food with modern twist. Guy Fieri's Diners, Di- Drive-In, and Dives has chosen them for a potential future episode. It's located right there on Main Street in Apopka. Mm-hmm. We have a pair of passes to the advanced screening of Jason Bourne on Tuesday, July the 26th. They trained him. They betrayed him. This, su- this summer, the perfect weapon returns from director Paul Greengrass, Matt Damon, and Jason Bourne in theaters July the 29th, and it's rated PG-13. I saw the trailer again uh, yesterday, and it does. It looks really good. And then we wrap it up with this. This is a killer prize. A pair of one-day Universal Orlando tickets with park-to-park access and a general parking pass. Plus, now you're qualified for the grand prize, which is four one-day Universal Orlando tickets with park-to-park access and more. Prepare for the ride of your life on Skull Island, Reign of Kong. It's uh, opened already. It's getting rave reviews. Everyone that I've talked to that's been out there think it's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know uh, Rodney the Gator Hunter uh, went on it, and he loved it. Oh, yeah. he did? Did he try and shoot him? Did he try and shoot Kong? Uh, he, he probably on, did. Man, I'm going to shoot Kong. <laughs> I'm going to shoot him. And those are the prizes in today's prize for Yada. Thank you, Angel. 407-916-1041 or toll free. It's one 1041 uh, Oh, as soon as I went to get her, she uh, hung up. Sorry. Hold on. How do you get rid of her? Uh, 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 there you go. Get rid of her. Let's go to, uh, is that, uh, what name is that? Is that Sh- oh, Sean? Shaman. Shaman, okay. Shaman from Orlando. You're one of the monsters. It's actually Shaman. Good morning to you, lads. Hey, buddy. What's going on? Hey, I'm just looking to get some good prizes, answer some awesome questions, and hang out with the boys for a few minutes. All right. Well, I like the, it. I you, like it. You came to the right place. If you if you win, you can take those pri- the, you know, the prize, whichever one you want. Of course, we've got those universal tickets. That's pretty cool. Uh, if you don't get it right, don't worry, because you can lean on one of the fellas to help you out. you got Dirty Jim, you got Angel, and you got Carlos that can help you, okay? Awesome. All right, buddy, here we go. There's a new study, and they, and they studied artists and entertainers, and they found the entertainer artist that's uh, more likely to die prematurely. What type of artist or entertainer is most likely to die prematurely? Going to have to go with a rock star. A rock star is incorrect. Uh, who do you want to help you out? You got Dirty Jim, Angel, or Carlos? Angel, how are you feeling about that today, lad? Okay. Um, Angel. I'm going to just go off of recent history, and we've had a lot of young actors uh, die early, like uh, the kid that was playing the Joker, and uh, we've had a, a handful of other guys. So I was I was going rock star or actor, and you went rock star and got it wrong. I'd say actor. Uh, actors, incorrect. 20%, 20% of them were actors, but that is not a, the okay. number one answer. Uh, 407-916-1041. Chris. You're on with the Monsters. How you doing, Chris? Morning, Russ. Good morning, Monsters. And what they, up, man? They studied uh, artists and entertainers, and they found in this new study the artist and entertainer that's more likely to die prematurely. Now, actor was number two, uh, 20% oh, of the actor, number two, for uh, dying <laughs> premature. Uh, Russ, Carlos is right I'm like there. right here, dude. <laughs> what was the number one answer? 
it's a stressful job I'm thinking, and, and you guys got it, and, and Carlos knows it. A comedian. I'm going comedian. You think it's comedian? Stand-up yeah. comedian? Yeah, stand-up's tough job. That is correct. Thanks, wow. That's the right answer. Great, you yes. got it. Let me put you on hold. Nice one. And that is the number one answer. Yeah, they, they did the study, and they said surprisingly, but I don't know if it's that surprising. It really is. said thirty percent uh, were uh, were stand up comedians. Now, why do you, you think, think about it? Yeah. Why, yeah. why do you think they're on the road? They probably sleep horrible. They love to do drugs. Coming off the stage, uh, well, we know. drinking, it's, especially now interviewing comedians for the past however many years. Uh, they're kind of tortured souls, There's, most of them. They are. You're yeah. right. There's three different things they said that uh, led to this. They said because, A, uh, the ongoing stress of stand-up. Oh. It is very stressful. That they Most of them freak out about you know being booed or not getting a laugh or just the, the, the ongoing stress. Uh, most of them participate in risky behaviors. Yes. Okay. And then also, too, the schedule is so screwed up. Yeah. The irregular yeah. schedule. They don't get enough sleep. So for that, those reasons, stand-up comedians die earlier. And then they've got a list like Mitch Hedberg, Andy Kaufman, John Belushi, Chris Farley, Sam Kennison. And it says the list goes on and Andy on. Andy Kaufman's kind of, it's kind of weird to put him in that list. He died of cancer. So it's weird. I mean, everybody else around him died of drug uh, drug addiction or well, alcoholism, but, but uh, yeah, say, he did not die of that. Well, you, you're right, but they're just, they're just saying they, they listed just a yeah. bunch of comedians that died pre- prematurely. Sure, for, yeah. And, and they said what, if you one of the reasons Andy why Kaufman's dead. And, yeah, and he didn't get as much treatment as he should have. From remember, uh, well, he tried. Accounts. Yeah, at, at the end, if I mean, he was trying everything. Uh, I remember there's a scene in the movie that is supposed to be relatively accurate, uh, where he had one of those guys that were supposed to be digging tumors out, but it's really, yeah. ch- and he started laughing during. Because he knew it yeah. was fake, but he was just throwing anything against the wall to stay alive. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. A lot of his uh, it's tortured souls. A lot of that comedy. I mean, we've just talked recently about uh, uh, as not George Lopez, but um, um, yeah, George, oh, no, Lopez. George Lopez uh, and a bunch of those other guys who had a lot of. I mean, their childhoods were just nightmares. Well, Richard Pryor's childhood was a nightmare. One of the most manic uh, and crazy people I've ever met was Richard Lewis. Remember when he came in here and he yeah. just he just. I mean, and I don't know if he was putting on an act. No, that's his life. That's how he is. He just it was yeah, so manic. Neurotic but, is the word you're looking for. But funny, you know, funny as hell. But, um, yeah, yeah, it says it says here that that is the most risky of all the things. That they, we got to talk to Miguel Colon about that. Yeah. Who comes in today? But uh, if you think about it, rock stars, we've talked about this as well. Rock stars aren't rock stars like they used to be. Mm-hmm. There are, I mean, you don't hear about guys, you know, with the exception. I mean, modern guys, like guys who are making it right now, like passing out on stage or having massive drug issues. We talked about Wes Scantlin yesterday, but his days are long gone. That guy was a rock star in the early 2000s. We're talking about guys that are on stage right now, even in the big metal bands where you would think, it would be riddled with drug problems, but really you don't hear about any of that. Matter of fact, it's the exact opposite. If People they, are, like, healthier than ever. They're, like, smoothies, and they're taking supplements and trying to be in great shape. And a lot of the rock stars that we thought would be dead a long time ago are still going. Like, the Rolling Stones, like, you're Keith Richards. Like, who would have yeah. you know, thought he'd still be alive and on stage and uh, performing? I think information. I think similar yeah. to athletes uh, with the Broke documentaries. They, those guys in the 80s and the 90s, uh, they didn't have a, a blueprint as to how you're – going to do now and then how you're going to further your career in the future they just kind of were living like what they thought they could but now there's too much information out there and the and the i think the owners are a lot more regulated now because of what, what a lot of sports have the unions that make sure they keep the owners in check by going hold on dude you can't take a kid from the uh, from the inner city and pay him two hundred grand because he thinks it's a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. When you're when and he's making you eighteen million a year on jersey sales. Or I mean, come on. Yeah. So you know, I, I agree hundred percent. It is kind of evened out a little bit. Uh, and, and that's good, of course.
Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, they, they talked to Keith Richards actually yesterday, and they asked him about you know when when are the Rolling Stones going to call it quits. He's like, you know, we're a we're a band, we're a real band, and we're going to go till we die. Hell yeah! Why <laughs> would you ever stop if you're the Rolling Stones? You literally leave on stage. That's when God will take you. Yeah, you know, and people are saying, you know, Kennison died in a car crash. Yes, you're right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Would anybody like to challenge the fact that Kennison lived an extremely risky lifestyle with drugs and alcohol? Uh, no. I think it was pretty obvious what the point I was trying to make. Sure, 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 Christ sure. Christ don't mind. And, and, and it said risky behavior. It didn't say, you know, it didn't always say drugs or whatever. I mean, you know. But all yeah. of those things fall under that, right? You know, yeah. driving drunk, doing oh, drugs, also, driving. I mean, just whoring around. Whoring you know? around. Uh, hanging out with a lot of comedians, it <laughs> yeah. made me realize that I'm not a stand-up comedian comedian like it, yes. and it, 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 you know when you hang out around a lot of them first off they dedicate their lives to, to performing wherever however and whenever and it's an art form 100 are you it's, kidding it's the hardest art you know entertainment art form that i've attempted or done or whatever and but after talking with so many and seeing that so many were so tortured i was like god i, I don't I, fit in this club, I, I don't fit in this club. <laughs> yeah. you know, I, I still want to be a comedian in other senses of the word on the radio and acting and stuff like that but uh, you can be funny, but not a comedian. But, well, no, 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 you can be a comedian, but not a stand-up comedian. Right, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, there are a number of guys. I mean, I don't know that Farley ever did stand-up, did he? No. Yeah, I mean, a lot of those guys don't really do stand-up. They just basically did the Second City thing or one of the troop things, learned how to do comedy on stage, and then kind of did it. Even the guys from uh, uh, Whose Line It Is It Anyway, totally. a lot of those dudes never even really did stand-up. Yeah. Or, I uh, know the one dude didn't, or if he did, it was limited, but most of it was just, you know. Just yeah, Wayne Brady, I don't think he did stay. Maybe uh, they might have started a, a little, little bit. bit yeah. Yes, I, I, it was never a, a crux of his career. Yes, Angel. I was just saying, right before we go to break, we had a report of an accident. I-4 westbound just past 434, left lane blocked by uh, state troopers, crash vehicles, um, and it's backing up all the way to Longwood rest area already. Yeah, I think that's why Dr. Butch is running a little bit late. He said the traffic was absolutely horrible, which yeah. uh, we were talking about a little bit this morning. So I'm, uh, I'm glad it happened there right before the big Maitland interchange. <laughs> yeah. So that those lane shifts don't have any effect either. Yeah, we're <laughs> trying to get much better right around Maitland. All right, uh, you're listening to the Monsters of the Morning. Next. Yeah, we got about a, a week away from uh, seeing Guns N' Roses. It's going to be next uh, Friday. If you want to win those tickets, go to the website, monsters.fm. And uh, there's all kinds of cool stuff you can win on our website. Blog and Molly put stuff up all morning long. And there's also, uh, there's also we were just looking at, uh, you know, we want to make sure that we do our due diligence and check out the entire website. And we uh, were looking a little bit at what Angel put up. Yeah, we were looking over some of the things. Just to make Very sure nice, you Angel. Any, uh, I appreciate that, guys. Yeah, just, uh, you know. Grammar. Just make sure you posted it correctly. Yeah, grammar checks. Got to make yeah. sure you don't break any laws. Oh, absolutely. And yeah. here's the thing. Okay, so you look Carissa at. Carissa uh, Rosario. Carissa. So. <laughs> You look at Carissa, right? And then there, there, sure. Are you telling me to do that? Again? So you look at her, and okay. you just think you know, how fickle is that an order? And how <laughs> weird guys are, right? Yeah. Like you look at you look at her, and then there's some dude that is like, ah, you know, he tired of. I'm tired of her, you know. <laughs> Whatever. I think, I think I'm moving on. There's yeah. some dude there's with some, her hollering at somebody else. It don't matter yeah. how hot you know, she's hot as she can be, but yeah. if she if she's you know getting on him, if yeah. she's hollering at him, and she then he's like, ah, you know. You know what? I'll get on I've that ride. I've been with Carissa. I want to move on. I'll give it. E for effort. So, 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, just to make sure like, I, she's not the one. I'm, I'm saying, you know? You, you got to make sure there's not that connection. Me, nobody's broken up with Carissa ever. You, for you, a guy who's in love with love, why can't she have love? I, she can. What is love? She can. Yeah. I'm just saying some guys are just so dumb that uh, you know they're, they're, they get bored and they're like... I, Look, do I you know, think anyone's ever broken up with Carissa? There? I'm sure there has been, yes. and I'm sure that guy is full of regret right now. It, and I, I mean, I'm looking at her, and for the little bit that I know about her, I'm in love. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she's probably the same type that's like growing up in high school as a nerd. Nobody talked to me. Nobody would ask me out. And but you see a lie. She's you, homecoming queen. You've Dude, seen the I've guy, seen the, uh, the guy that the breaks picture. up with a really, really hot girl, and you're like, what are you, what are, what are you, you thinking? Doing? And, oh, you know, I can do better. <laughs> you know, you know. What's Hell this? yeah. What is love, Russ? Oh, yeah, yeah. Baby, don't hurt me. That's the, that's the, the that, that system. Was, that, that was not a segue to make fun of me. <laughs> I, I, I'm just Everything, thinking. sir, is a segue to make fun of you. Oh, I know. That is the symptom you should listen of, to the podcast. Of, of, of most guys in the sense of there is a guy that probably broke up with her and yeah. thought that he could do better. Yeah, yeah, I can do better than that. You, you know, know. You know it, 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 and it was one little thing that that bothered him that uh, we would never understand. Good you luck know. with that. He's like, oh, she asked me to take the garbage out three times or yeah. something, you know, something crazy. Monsters.fm, you can see the woman we are talking about. What was that movie? Like, in your life, and I, and I tend what? to generally believe this, that in your Boomerang. lifetime, uh, guys, you know, you're only given one or two, yes. maybe three dime pieces. And make sure you don't mess it up. Three please, is pushing pl- it. Please explain dime piece to me. A ten. A ten. You're a dime ten. piece. Like <laughs> the Carissa. They're yeah. the one that you're supposed to keep. They're the, they're they're the, the one, one that you're supposed to. She's not giving to, change, Russ. Yeah, yeah. You're, that, that's She's the one giving, that you're supposed to tolerate. <laughs> She's not giving yeah, change, bro. You're supposed to tolerate. Yeah. I love the way you uh, describe love. Uh, she's so hot, you have to tolerate her. Well, because you're not going to do, there's not a whole lot of guys that are going to do better than that. Right, right, right. You maxed out. I guarantee you there were some guys that dated her that broke up with her that thought they could do better than that. But the goal is to find it when you're dating Because she might be an old bitch. She might be, she, she might be complaining the whole time, you know. I don't, think, I don't get that impression of her at all. I think she's a uh, sweetheart. <laughs> yeah, she would yeah. really have to be complaining and smoking <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and eating dog poop and yeah. burping and farting. Speaking, and, speaking and, of which. And the appetizer order, platters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God, Here's the thing. <laughs> she can scrub her underwear clean with my toothbrush. <laughs> speaking of which, the uh, the Playboy Playmate that everyone else in the oh. world is mad at, uh, yeah. it looks like they're going to go after her. Danny. Oh, jeez. Poor Danny Mathers. Yeah, poor Danny Mathers. All she did was take a little jokey joke photo oh, no. her in name's the has, gym. Her name sounds like a redheaded bad kid in a yeah. 50s sitcom. She's the one that took the photo in the uh, uh, L.A. Fitness, I think it was. I think and, so, yeah. and it was, In the locker room. Okay, it was a little fat shaming, maybe, possibly. Okay, uh, maybe she shouldn't have done it. She apologized afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but this is what technology easy. does you in, right? Because her, in, if I'm to believe her intent, Right, she was just trying to Snapchat that to her inner circle of friends, right? Oh. Which doesn't make it any less it messed up. It does not. Right, but because she wasn't completely familiar with how the app works, now I get that she blasted it out to everyone that follows uh, her, right? And that's how she got so, busted. Angel, here's my here's my point, right? So so she's attractive, correct? She's good. Playboy looking. playmate of the year. Yeah, but she's, she's not, not. She's not hot like to to me. She's not hot like Carissa's hot. 
Like, yeah, but I, you, I think they're different levels there. Yeah, but you got that brown on brown, homie. That's, yeah. that, that's that you're tainted. Dude, but my I, point look, is, I mean, is that, that I'm going to give it up to my Puerto Rican sisters all day long. I feel long. you. No, it, and, and, it, and, and there's nothing but love for that. Right. My point is, even a hot girl can do something really stupid or something that really annoys you that makes her not hot anymore. You know what I mean? Like, it's like now, right. I don't even think Danny's any less hot for doing this. I think she's just dumb. A lot of people in America think she's ugly because she did an ugly thing. It makes her ugly. Do you guys mind answering a quick question from the texting service? you guys mind? At 7703. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of uh, trying to uh, yeah, stall yeah. while we're waiting for Dr. Bush. No, to that's get here. fine. Yeah. No, no, I'll help. Uh, yeah, 77031. Russ said it awesomely. Uh, save that as real radio and text all the shows. How effing shallow are you guys? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that's a good question. Uh, I'm a uh, mud puddle shallow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would give myself a little more maybe the divot in the mud puddle. Yeah. Divot in the mud shallow. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty puddle. much a parking lot puddle. <laughs> like, uh, you know, that thing that forms and then goes away in about five minutes? I'm, uh, you know, when you look at a puddle and you think it's just like a little shallow mud uh-huh. puddle, and then you step in it and you go up to your knee? Whoa. Oh. No, that's me. Oh, okay. So you kind of you yeah. beep. Yeah. I got you. It, I don't believe it, that. Nah, it didn't work the way that I wanted to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that must be a woman that thinks we're shallow because we mentioned that. Uh, Let's just say this. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> it could be a gay guy. Yeah, yeah. it could be a gay guy. You're yeah, right. yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Then um, then one guy says, hey, look, uh, and this is another good question. Look, this is a legit question. We will take questions right now because I'm trying to stall waiting for Dr. Butch. What? So 77031. What is the... Everybody looks for that balance. I uh-huh. believe life is balanced. Okay, yes, right? it and is. You, and you have to sacrifice for certain things, uh-huh. and you understand that sacrifice, and you kind of pick and choose what that is to get pick where you want to go, right? Yep. Life is balanced. Yes. Okay, so it says here, what if she's really pretty, mm-hmm. no question she's beautiful, but yeah. only has sex with you like twice a month? Ooh. Is that a situation where you can sacrifice, wow, I get to real, I get to make love to an unbelievably beautiful woman. But, but it's twice a month. But it's only twice a month, as opposed to... yeah. You know, a woman who isn't stereotypically beautiful, She's but like is six. but is horny, like you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but isn't the maybe average? Not six. Isn't the average like we've had that story before? The average is only a couple times a month nowadays. Once yeah, a I, week, th- I think so. But I think we, you know, I think this. I think ser- I'm not talking to. I wasn't calling you out. Yeah, jeez, <laughs> horny ass Russ has to. I'm all Jimmy's hopped up trying on to blue make pills and testosterone. I'm doing it every five minutes. And, and nobody believes it. I don't know why you keep trying to perpetuate that. Nobody believes I'll it. I'll tell you. You come to my house. I'll show you. Yeah, yeah nobody's, no, nobody no, wants no, to do no, that no. either. Oh, daddy's in bed? Yeah. I don't even want to think about that. <laughs> oh, God. I don't even want to ask. I don't, uh, I don't, I don't really. Your I'm question. Not, Back to your question. I'm, Back to your question. Well, it was the one. I mean, I mean, do the you do that? Chick, the, the hot chick. The hot chick, yeah. Okay, the hot chick, the two sessions. How... Are the sessions? How long are, are, are the sessions? Right. Are they like yeah. throwing yeah. down? Are we doing are like we, just two and a half or minutes? Or is it yeah. just lean over? We're flipping that's on it you. over, rumming it down. What are we doing? No, yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, a, that's on you. If you only oh. get two and a half minutes, that's on you. It really has nothing to do with a woman, right? He didn't say two and a half minutes. Yeah, yeah, that's I'm, what Angel said. He just said it. No, I, you know, I would say if, if it's the if hot it's ass chick. If it's on me, then I'll take the twice a month. She's super month. hot. Because we're going for hours. She's super hot. It's twice a month, but it's like, you know, at least an hour. It's a great session. Yeah. As opposed to a six. Who you hit it all the time, but it's what? It's just like you're running the mill. You yeah, know. It's, it's annoying. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, it's like, annoying. I'm going to have to go with Hot Chick two times a month. I'd yeah. rather a quality quality versus quantity. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> what other questions do you have? Other, other well, I got, no, the guy, the, most of the people are saying I would rather take somebody who wants to have sex more often than mm. a beautiful woman. Uh, twice. And I say those people have never had sex with a beautiful woman. <laughs> That's our audience. Because I'll tell you straight up. <laughs> yeah, yo. Uh, I, he... Most of the time they're not in bed. You're having to walk around with them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so you kind of want to go with the showpiece. That's a good point. Yeah. 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 Nobody knows really yeah, no, how many no, times you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody knows when you're in Macy's at the 10 to 12 rack. Exactly. And she yeah. happens to be a good lady. Yeah. Because you always imagine, you know, if, if this is a dude with a really, really hot girl, you're always imagining they're doing it all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, man. Do it right now. Yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> nobody's thinking that. No, oh, when, you think, when you think you're getting over because you're banging the six a bunch, nobody in the mall is going to look at you and go, I bet he's banging her a lot. They're mostly going to go this. That's about right. Yeah. That's about right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. They're made for each other, those two. I bet they met at a flying J. <laughs> <laughs> nothing wrong with the six that likes to hit it all the time. But nothing. if you can, if you can pick up a ten at only a couple months, pick that up. And there's nothing wrong with a flying J. They make really good grits. So they it's not, not a bad place a- to be. Angel, you make a – look, the, the, you do only get, I think, about maybe two or three that you should probably lock down in your life. And they could span your entire life. Yeah. And, and so you've, you've come across yours, but you didn't lock no, it I down. Think I, I think I'm uh, – oh, well, man. I did – yeah, I blew it. I blew it on the most recent one. And, yeah. Angel uh, got a couple more dime pieces left in him. I, I, I'm yeah. really, I'm really, you know, I'm hoping, you know, holding the dice. Yeah, I'm hoping I, I get that uh, one more shot at that. Oh, okay. Uh, that's yeah. just to keep every woman in the audience think oh, that, that's me. That's He's me. talking about me. Can it be me? Like, Angel wants one more hot one. That's me. That's that's exactly. boy. I I bet they're gonna start calling you and texting you. And uh, they're they're all convinced they're the but next hot be girl. Nice. For, I'm nice. No, no, I want them to be nice. Oh, you want them to be nice? Yeah, if that's possible. The guy says here is his uh, Texas service again checking in. Uh-huh. Let me uh, make sure I get the right one here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I was dating a ten who was mean uh-huh. and a Mormon and Brazilian. Boy, that's quite a oh uh, a mean Mormon Brazilian. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, now that was when he was twenty. Now I'm twenty five, married to a seven who genuinely cares about me, and I wouldn't complain at all. Well, of course, yes, that makes sense. Oh, here's someone that wants to date uh, date Angel. Here's another one here. Hold on, real quick before we yeah. go. Yes, it's a chick here. Listen to you guys all the time. Funny, most of the time, hotness can fade. Uh, the hotness thing can fade, but the other things just kind of stick around. Is this uh, Esmeralda? Hello, monster. Hello, Esmeralda. Would you like to be Angel's next dime piece? <laughs> Would I ever? I spoke with you guys last week, uh, snugglehunters.com. You can hire me to snuggle hunt you. Oh, that's but, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yes, don't act like you didn't message me. <laughs> but, yes, I am a very voluptuous 48-year-old woman who is very, very horny. Uh-huh. The time, you know, we say we hit our peak around 47. Well, I'm still hitting that peak. Hey, uh, um, I hear that you're single and still <laughs> looking for that one. He's got one more left in him, he says. Esmeralda, it's just, every time we talk, I just feel like I, I want to give you a cough drop. Uh, well, yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I do have a little bit of a cough right now, but this is just what a lot of men call my sultry voice. Sultry. A, <laughs> sultry, sexy, hot. Uh, I would do this to you, Angel. I'd come on over to your house. I'd knock on the door. Now, am I allowed to wear my medical shoes in there? Uh, Allowed. He prefers it. I'd rather you leave him at the door. Hey, on a scale from 1 to 10, what would you say you are, Esmeralda? Oh, God. Uh, The guys that love me, they give me a 10 all the time. 10. You're a 10. Nothing says 10 like nurse Crocs. And then how many times a week? How many times? Was it a week, Jimmy, or a month? How many times a month? Two. Do you like to do it? (laughs) 
Oh, are you kidding me? Every day. <laughs> you're a, they call me Esmeralda Afternoon Delight. <laughs> you're a 10 that does it every day. Angel, that sounds like you're kind of woman. Yeah, I feel like I'm winning. <laughs> you are. I know, like I said, I'm a voluptuous woman. I've recently lost some weight. I'm just under 400 pounds now, but I'm also tall, because I know you like them tall, too, Angel. I'm 6'4". Oh. Many times I've been confused for a very good-looking man. 6'4", four, four bills. And confused you just described confused. Charles Barkley. Yeah, and confused yeah. for a good-looking man. Right, 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 right. happens now, I would lay down on that bed with you, and I would start stroking that beard. Oh. Now I would smell that beard. I bet you it smells like Fritos and vanilla extract. <laughs> no. No? No, not Fritos. <laughs> it smells like, it smells like National if, yeah, Dorito. If yeah. you want to get you hold of, of an Angel, you can go to the website at Monsters.fm. You can get hold of him there, okay? Oh, well, he can hit me up at snugglehunters.com. <laughs> snugglehunters.com. For an afternoon snuggin' hunch. Oh, would you, how much are you going to charge Angel for an afternoon snuggle hunch? Well, normally, most of my regulars, I charge them. $69. Oh, man. <laughs> man, oh, man. Get Not in here. character. All you can't right. do it in character. It doesn't count. It doesn't count. <laughs> that voice sounds like a small Nissan motor that threw a rod. All right. Uh, when we come back, Dr. Butch will be here. You're listening to the Monster of the Morning. This morning, it's Radio 104.1. Jeff Howell is here. And, and then, uh, us monsters. Dr. Dr. Butch is usually here with us at yeah. 7, but uh, got stuck in the uh, the traffic. And also, you did something that would drive me crazy. What's that? You lost your keys. Oh, my goodness. Losing your keys is one of those things. Like, like I did that back a long, long time ago, and now I'm really weird about when I go into wherever I live. I got a certain spot. I always put my keys because uh, the last thing on God's green earth I want to do is have to go looking for my keys. It, it makes you mad, doesn't it? Look, I was, you know, I got in late because, you know, I was gone the last week. I had to do a Midwest swing. Yeah. Got in late, come in. You know, we moved, so we're in a new place, right? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Okay, I get up. I'm getting ready to go out because I think over the two years that I've been here, I, I haven't. I may have what been late. I, mean, I don't think I missed a segment. I've been late think, on yeah. a segment no. that was unscheduled, and then I can't find Jeff. I can't find my oh. keys, and I can't find my keys and wallet. And I'm oh. looking, and then I have to, you know, Carlos, I have to wake my wife up. Oh, oh my oh, that's God. That's never fun. So she gets up, and as usual, because she needs to work for CSI, she found them. In two seconds. I mean, yeah, but I spent 45 <laughs> minutes. <Yeah. laughs> now, did she ask you that famous question that we know, like, uh, where was the last place you were when you saw them? Like, yes. Which is like what you always ask somebody, but if they knew that, they wouldn't, you know. But you can't say that to her. You yeah. can't say, well, if I knew that, I would, oh, no, you can't say Oh, well, you woke that. her up, for Christ's sake. Yeah, yeah I woke man. her up, and but thank God. She's like that, though, man. She's like a bloodhound. She can find stuff. And so the keys were in a totally a foreign place. Yeah. They were, the keys and the wallet were both together. See, if I had my wallet, I would have just gone, okay, baby, can I have your key? Yeah. yeah. And done that thing. No, I had the keys and the wallet. Oh. So, so now it's, I know you had moved to a new place, but yeah. now, now are you going to designate a certain oh. place where you always put your keys and wallet? I'm going to do a Rust Rollins. Yeah. You know how it is. You had that when you were in the old place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now but you, you don't have that. You you know, now you got to find now, the place. You you, know? And you do that all the time? All the time. Is it like I, I a place it. where POWs hid their watches? Or oh, God. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, man. Sorry. Whoa. Whoa. Just, well, you know where they are. Pulp Fiction reference. Well, that's <laughs> true. Yeah. Uh, 
And then you you just got back from Chicago, and then of all yeah. the weird places to go, you drove from Chicago to Wisconsin? Lancaster, Wisconsin. It's not far, oh, it's not far away, right? Okay. It's about 176 yeah. miles, but you are going through the heartland. And some great people at the Grant Regional Medical Center there. And I stayed my second time in a bed and breakfast, Jimmy. How did nice. you like it? Uh, you know what? I was kind of concerned, as you might want, because I'm wondering, is this bed going to be like a dollhouse bed? <laughs> <laughs> See, when you're 6'4", a big unit like me, and I know, Angel, you we yeah. worry about those things, right, when you're a tall guy. Yeah, we do, man. Uh-huh. Yeah, we do. Uh, our, our, what do you mean, our, we? Our, our uh, former comedian of the year, Devin Siebel, <laughs> just put a picture on Facebook. He's traveling, and he goes, some beds just aren't made, because he's a tall guy, too. And, exactly. And, like, uh, on, from his ankles down, hanging off the uh, end of the bed. Exactly. Ten on the do? headboard. Short people don't have to think about things like that. Yeah. Uh, tall people. Every bed Carlos gets in, he's like a little baby. You know, y'all blessed. Y'all are really blessed. You know what? I, you know what I'm going to say this, and I'm just getting it out because I'm just so frustrated still from the keys. Yeah, yeah. Man, you know what I hate? I hate to see one, a person, a little person who can pack for two weeks in a bag <laughs> that's just so small. Yeah, because yeah, you mean, have to have a bunch of big clothes. I mean, and they are heavy. Yeah. And, and, you know, and I hate that because they just, dun, 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 they got everything in this little bag <laughs> yeah, yeah. and everything. I mean, I hate that. You have to have a full size. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. You got a bison overcoat. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> shoes weigh 32 pounds. But all you know? your clothes are so stylish. You have, you know, ties and hats and, you know, different types of, you know. How did you dress in Wisconsin? Because I think of Wisconsin, oh. I just think of overalls and I and think of. a lot of, of white uh, people. A lot yeah. of white people. I mean, the white people, it's thick there. (laughs) You you mean like milk? milk, It is the milk steak, right? Yeah, yeah, right. Did you see any black people in Wisconsin? I did have some black person sightings. So there are mirrors there. Yeah, I I did have some black person sightings. Did you guys wave at each other? Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Yo, yo, he threw up the sign and everything. The black dude, what's up? What the hell are you doing here? But, you know, an interesting thing happened. This is the thing that cracked me up. I was telling Russ, I, I roll into the clinic, and so you know I'm dressed, right? Yeah. So I'm dressed, and uh, and I roll in there, and my wife's with me. All right, so Dana's with me. So we're standing there in the clinic, and we're just there with the CEO laughing and stuff. You know, then this guy, this Wisconsin farmer, comes up to my wife. Excuse me, ma'am, but you're the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. Now he's like 76 yeah. years old. Now obviously he, he was there for some glaucoma because he couldn't see me standing <laughs> next to him. Right. And then I didn't say anything. He's, just, flirt, he's flirting with your woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And she was nice and everything like yeah. that. Then finally he got around Jimmy to ask me, and uh, who are you? <laughs> I said, you know. I, I, and then he said this, uh, are you running for office? You know, because uh, you I'm can, dressed, you can right? Because totally oh, right, you, right, yeah. you had a, a tie on. Yeah, yeah, and they yeah, wear yeah. them clothes. Yeah, yeah. They're going for your office. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, then, and then, you know, I couldn't resist. Usually I'm cool, Jimmy. I'm cool. But I couldn't. I had to pull a Jimmy. I said, well, ever since the Boston incident, uh, her husband won't let her go without security. Oh, oh look at you. His eyes got bigger then he thought you were packing. Do- silver dollars, yeah. man. And then I hugged him and I hugged him and kissed him in the top of the head. And you talk about one relieved white man. I mean, <laughs> it was unbelievable. Hey, I've got a I've first got... time I've ever been kissed by a black man. <laughs> I know. I, gotta... I have a uh, medical question for you, Doctor Butch. And yes, let's sir. see. And, and it's kind of funny because this is from the perspective of we're all just regular folks, and you're a doctor. Uh, curious how many of these you can get right. And here's the question. Okay. okay. Uh, there's a new study. They found that uh, men are 33 percent less. Likely 
likely to go to the doctor than women. And the question is, why do you think? Why, there are seven different reasons why men gave that they didn't like going to the doctor or they wouldn't go to the doctor, uh, and they're less likely to go uh-huh. than women. Why do you think men won't go to the doctor? Well, I'll tell you. Or excuses and, they'll and, give. And you know what I'd like to do, if you don't mind? Because I, I want to see what everybody else says. I'm going to give you my answer first. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. I think they have a problem mm-hmm. taking their clothes off. Uh, that is, hold on, that's somewhere around here. I saw that one. Yes, that is number two on the list. They don't like getting naked. Uh, see, they don't see. like being naked, or they don't like uh, taking their clothes off in front of the doctor. Very good. Well, wow. let's let's Wait, go. Some I want doctor. I want to go around. Can we go around the room and ask them, Russ? Is, would that be online? Don't let yeah, no, be, that's exactly what it's going to do. So, what do you think? Because it'll be interesting to see what you think. Uh, uh, okay, so the question is, why don't we yeah? Go why to... don't men go to the doctor? Right. Men are thirty three percent less likely to go to the doctor. One of the answers is uh, men don't like being naked uh, in front of the doctor. They don't like showing their private parts or anything like that. Mm. That's one of them. What do you think? Another reason. Well, uh, on that note, I kind of feel like the, the I'm not afraid of being naked in front of my doctor because I kind of feel like I'm I in the middle. It. I'm like I'm not the worst. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> so you're ranking yourself? Well, with no, the yeah, doctor. I think I'm like probably in the middle. I'm not the worst. I'm not the best. Yeah. So at least you know I'm probably right in the middle. But I would say not the unknown. Not you know thinking that you're you're going to be. Uh, diagnosed with something really bad. wrong. Yeah. Oh, that's that, what I. That's what I think most I guys. I really believe that, Russ. What that's you, not one say? of the seven really? they gave here. No, it's not. Jimmy, what do you think? No, 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 afraid that something may not be may, may be wrong. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it is. Yeah, afraid that something might be I wrong would, with him. Yeah, 22 percent of the men. I was going to say that. I, that. That's the thing. Maybe I'm misunderstanding. Hit me with a question again. Maybe I'm misunderstanding. What's up? Reasons why men don't go to the doctor. Oh, uh, or excuses that they give, excuses why they, yeah, give yeah, yeah, why they yeah, don't yeah, want to yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. one is being naked, one is uh, afraid that the, there might actually be something wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I thought that would uh, Carlos's answer would have been number one. So. I would think most guys just like, well, I don't. I mean, I feel fine. There's no reason for me to go to the doctor. No, that's not one of the seven they gave. Uh, Jeff, what do you think? Well, I'll, 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 I was with Carlos. Is, is people just if they don't go, then nothing's wrong. You know, they don't know if they don't. They don't know what they, they don't, don't know. know. Yeah, yeah. And, and they they feel like nothing's wrong. But since that one's already taken, I'm gonna say probably, and this probably applies to me, because uh, uh, you don't want to pay that copay. The copay, <laughs> uh, yeah. maybe can't afford yeah. it. Uh, Damn, Barama. Not one, not one of the ones given, but uh, that's a good one, probably. That's the end of the copay. Yeah. Uh, and then Angel, what do you think? Uh, what do you think, Angel? One of the reasons that men uh, don't go to the doctor. Uh, too busy. Too busy is number one. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 I'm too one. busy yeah, to go is busy. the number one answer men gave. I'm just too busy to go. Yeah. Uh, then yeah, you guys. So are, busy. I'm afraid that there might be something wrong. <laughs> and uh, we're working three nights a week. Uh, for yeah. me, going to the doctor, it was like I was afraid getting weighed, man. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, weighed, so that's really. Afraid. You know what? Yeah. That's, that's number four on the list. Number four is I don't like being weighed at Damn. the doctor's office. And Jimmy, I tell you, I, I that was the biggest fear. You know I what? Went to the doctor's office, and finally, I never went to the doctor's office to get weighed. I only got weighed when I was in Hawaii, and I was walking in the, the freight area of a hospital. Mm-hmm. Oh damn! And I got on the 
great scale. <laughs> Damn. Because I figured that God, way, man. Now's that, that could do it because I was 460 pounds. And Ooh. once I found out I had gotten up to 460 pounds, that's when that eight-year thing started. Yeah, yeah. That, That's one of the reasons why yeah. I don't like going to see my doctor. See, yeah. I know I got to get on the scale, and I know she's going to call me more, you, you morbidly obese, Russ. Yeah. Uh, but she it, was calling you morbidly obese when you weren't well, no, morbidly I'll, no, obese. I'll lose weight, and she'll say, you're no longer morbidly obese. You're just obese. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but if you have one M&M, you will be morbidly obese again. Yeah, thank you, Dr. <laughs> Bobati. <laughs> Hey, doctors, uh, my colleagues, y'all got to be a little more sensitive to that. The weight do, thing's a big thing. I'm uh, sorry. Go don't ahead. like being naked. Another one here is, uh, let's see here. I don't want to answer personal questions from my doctor. So when oh. the doctor asks all these personal yeah, questions, they don't want to answer those. I can believe that. Yeah, yeah, I, I tell the truth 100% to my lawyers and my doctors. I mean, I, I, 100%. Uh, I don't know. You, you only wish they did it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Here's the deal. Yeah. I will say this. That um, I, probably every man just has a horrible fear of whatever he's going to the doctor for will involve the dialing for dollars. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? that, yeah, that's well, it. And that's my doctor quit doing it to me. Uh, don't like <laughs> the... <laughs> you know what? That's number three on the list. 19% thumbs, of the men dude. said that they did not like the uncomfortable body exams. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I, my guy, really, the last three that I've been to, he hasn't done it. And I, well, I, I went, hey, are you supposed to check me? He goes... I'm not that attracted yeah. to you anymore. <laughs> just know that, just I don't know, like you. know that he looks at it like science. I mean, I, I don't. I've never had a problem yeah. being naked in front of my doctor or anything like that because it's just science. Exactly. I mean, we run a PSA on this station now, telling people not not to worry about like, look, man, you can talk to your doctor about your poop. You can talk to your doctor <laughs> exactly. about anything. You know? Do you uh, do you wear extra cologne though when you go? Just, Hell yeah, he puts on I some jupe. I don't wear cologne. You know that? No, you did not say jupe. Uh, there's one more here. <laughs> uh, this, and I wanted to ask you about this. Okay, and, and this is a thing that doctors do. But it says that four uh, percent uh, of the men say they don't like going to the doctor's office because it's too cold. Oh my god! They keep it too cold <laughs> in the doctor's these, office. These my men god. need to be taken out of our society. Yeah, and now, now I would have missed too cold. <laughs> really? Yeah. I really missed too cold. I just go because I like sitting on paper. Yeah, yeah. that's fun. <laughs> I roll around in it. Vanilla ice, too cold, too cold. Like too cold. Cold. Hey, you're, I mean, you're a little bit late, but I know you have Fox to do. Can, yeah. can you stay for one no, more no, segment? If y'all have me, I'm here. Yeah, one more segment because I got a couple other things I want to talk to you about. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, Dr. Butch will be here when we come back. You're listening to the Monster of the Morning. This uh, segment brought to you by Bill Ray Nissan. I love you, Bill Ray Nissan. It's where I got my Rogue. It's uh, where uh, family members got their Altimas and Maximas. And right now, since they're remodeling the whole place, it looks fantastic. They they got a zero money down, zero out the door. That's not like, oh, we're going to get you in there. And then, no, that's what I did. So I know you can actually go in there to Bill Ray Nissan on 1792 in Longwood. When you walk in there, look for Bo the Big Man Rhodes. Now, he's usually the quiet one in the corner. Yeah, very very silent. Very silent. Or maybe he'll beat you to the door and go, what's up? Damn it, man. I'm going to sell you Bill Ray Nissan. So check out BillRayNissan.com. Dr. Butch is here. Uh, of course, you can hear Dr. Butch on with me on Saturday mornings from 10 to 11. House Calls with Dr. Butch has been going very, very well. Uh, highest rated show on Saturdays, which oh, is uh, very good. You. Wow. And wow. Uh, you can hear that show also on our website at monsters.fm. And all the past shows are up on the website. Just look for House Calls with Dr. Butch and have our little web, web page there. And uh, remember, the advice and opinions of Dr. Butch are not your personal medical advice. You might want to seek your own 
physician for your own personal advice. But uh, uh, Dr. Butch has been with us for a long time now. We are enjoying doing the show on Saturdays. And it's brought to you by uh, Second Opinion and Chaperone, which uh, that's that website that just started up that gives you, like, the second opinion on your heartburn, and we realized that a lot of our audience has heartburn problems, and they didn't realize that it was actually something to worry about. Well, yeah, and uh, what I did, you know, we had this whole war on heartburn. That's how we got together, and uh, this is a serious problem. If you've been having problems getting your heartburn uh, under control, it may be time for a second opinion, and then if it is, you may want to try second opinion chaperone. Uh, dot com and it lets you know where you are and then this is the free portion so you can go on to take this take the same test that yeah, Russ took. Yeah, it's free to take the test and everything. Yeah, and see where you are. And then what we're going to do is uh, coming soon, you'll be able to go in and have uh, a visit with Dr. Butch virtually and oh. have a similar consultation just like if you showed up at my office. So, yeah. So yeah. It, if you come up on the screen, yeah, he does. Oh, yeah, and I some said, old guy from Wisconsin is going to go, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> he pops out of the side. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, a lot of, you know, we found out, as you know, the second opinions are so important because the first opinion is wrong almost sixty uh, percent of the Whoa, time. Man, that's and, not good odds. No, not good odds. So, you know, through interacting with the people here at the, at the monsters and all your fans, uh, they they want to get to me, and I want to let them be able to get to me. So I came up with this web portal. Let, yeah. Let that so, Doctor Butch, I'm just doing the math here, you know, logically. Yeah. Okay, so if, if the first opinion sixty percent of the time yeah. is wrong, then when you go to get the second opinion, how do you know that one's right? Like, the, well, you got a 60% chance of that being wrong, too, don't you? No, no. When oh, you get the second opinions, see, question. what happens is this. Overall, your doctor does a great job uh, for what they really know about. There's some things, all doctors don't know everything. Right. I've been a, a, what, a, a witness to that. I'll tell you, I don't know really anything about that, but I'll go and find out. What you want to do is to get someone who is a specialist in this area, mm-hmm. and, that's, and that's how you really get help and increase that accuracy. Well, uh, I would say this, uh, because, you know, you're in the field. If y'all, if doctors are wrong, your first opinion is 60% of the time, I say four more years of medical school. You know, that's one way of looking at it, but it's just that you can't know everything. Right. And, 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 and also, I hate to say it, our, our time with patients, you know, Russ, it's getting squanched. So I can tell you right now, the squanched. Re- yeah, yeah, that's yeah. You got to get them in. Got to yeah, get them yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like squanched and squashed. Yeah, squanched. Yeah, okay, I like that together. word. Yeah, and that's also my like nickname. Hey, what's up, squanched? And it, they, they said that, and, and you, Jeff, you love this. They say there's an average of 25 seconds that you talk to your doctor before he or she interrupts you. Now the key. Right. To getting a diagnosis right, I can tell you, is spending time. And uh, that's what I've always done in my practice. And that's why doctors say, well, I didn't know this patient had this or that. And I said, well, no, they told me this and that. Well, they didn't tell me that. And a lot of times it's just because there wasn't enough time. So second opinion, you can take all the time you want. Right. Can Big Squanch be my rap name? (laughs) I'm going to be Big Squanch. You know what? Big Squanch. Hey, Los, look at him. He does look like Big Squanch. Uh, Hey, Hey, what's up, man? I'm Big Squanch. I'm riding all these bitches out here (laughs) drinking 40s. What up, Big Squanch? Big Squanch is a good name. Hey, okay, so uh, uh, (laughs) heartburn is something I have a problem with and something else that I have a problem with that other men in our audience and and women, I guess, uh, probably have a problem with and I don't think we've ever talked about this and that's blood pressure yeah blood, blood pressure, pressure. Mm-hmm. high blood pressure issue and you always hear you know uh, when you go to the doctor they talk they take your blood pressure it's one of the first things they do right and if you have high blood pressure like 
why does one get high blood pressure? What is that from? Is it from being too excitable? Well, you know, there are some defined ways that you you get it. There's some uh, certain endocrine or gland disorders that can cause you to have it. There's narrowing of the artery going to uh. your kidney that can cause it. But, you know, I hate to say it, Russ, uh, over se- about 70% is called essential hypertension because we essentially don't know what causes it. Oh, really? Causes it. Yes. Man. And, and so <laughs> Doctors, what do y'all know? I know. Exactly. <laughs> you know, what are we good for? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Sit again, yeah. <laughs> No, no, oh, that was from war, right? That was from war. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you really, a lot of times you don't know exactly why one has high blood pressure. Exactly. And, uh, you know, uh, a lot of people are saying, like in people of color, that, you know, they have issues with uh, vitamin D being at the root of why we have more, more high blood pressure, mm-hmm. not that we eat more pork and all. There are a lot of theories, but uh, the big thing is essentially 70% of the time we don't know why. Now, Here's the thing that I want to make you aware of. It's not something that is um, uh, that something you don't have to worry about. A, a little high blood pressure over many years can cause your heart to fail, stroke, uh, this sort of thing. You know, so I'm it's also, not something to laugh off. Or no, it. please don't laugh this, laugh this off. And I, I'm going to uh, uh, share my mother's story. My mother, I'll never forget, my, my grandmother had a stroke at 52, and they thought she was going to die. She lived to be 87. Wow. Know? And the reason why my mother got her to the doctor all the time, her blood pressure was great. My mom, though, on the other hand, would not go to the doctor and get hers, and she died at 77, mm. and she died because she had uh, essential hypertension, high blood pressure, didn't get it treated, and her heart eventually failed and with congestive heart failure. And I can tell you right now, that was a terrible way to go. So you want to pick up that blood pressure, Russ, and, and work at it. And but Well, my- okay, I was going to ask you a question. Okay, so yeah. I, a long time ago, back when I was big and fat, mm-hmm. uh, I went to the doctor. Why can you just say big? I was big and fat. I was, it was, well, uh, you see pictures. I, I, I mean, but I was, was good I, enough. I was sneaking up on 300, but I, yeah. I didn't see 300, but I was sneaking up on it. And I he's saw not 299. Quite, and he's uh, not quite as tall as you. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so I went to the doctor one time. And right. my blood pressure was so bad, he's like, I'm not going to let you leave. I'm like, yes. what? Yeah. what? I'm like, I'm hungry. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Let me yeah. leave. And he's like, no, I'm not letting you leave. Your blood pressure is really too – you got to sit you... here until your blood pressure comes down. And then he put me on a blood pressure medication, yeah. which I've been taking for probably eight years now. Yeah. And I know you talk about certain medications you shouldn't take for long periods of time. Is that one of them? No, that's one you got to have. Ah. Otherwise, you die. And, and, okay, and, well, I'm, I'm going to take that one. <laughs> Good. Good call. And, and you die. I'm telling you out there, there's no controversy, unlike these heartburn medicines. Yeah. Uh, there's no controversy with your heartburn meds. You know, I want to talk to you about something else, Russ. Uh, you, if you go into the doctor and your doctor's not uh, getting, well, it's not that they're not trying to get your blood pressure under control, but if you're having difficulty, mm-hmm. I want you to be aware. Start looking at your diet and not just salty stuff i want you to start looking at your diet because frequently russ there'll be something in your diet uh-huh. that is causing you to have a problem well Ooh, with me it was, it was it was crystal cheeseburgers yeah right? he just kept getting his way yeah you're, you're a crystal cheeseburger fan i didn't I, know that i used to be oh yeah. that was the time when i would go by and i would challenge myself i bet you i only did eight yesterday i'll bet you i can do nine today <laughs> i bet you won't russ's uh, brain and, and, i bet you will and that was brain. me talking to myself i yeah. would pull over and i would challenge myself and i would always meet that challenge well wow I, well let me tell you a couple of things i want the public to be aware of <laughs> Russ never failed on that one, right, Russ? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, uh, watch these energy drinks. You know, a study just came out. It says that, uh, you know, um, 
you can get a spike in your your blood pressure because yeah. of that. The heavy sugary foods, of course, can uh, can cause your blood pressure to go up. So so be careful about that. But there's something that no one would guess that, that could cause your blood pressure to go up. It's something that you eat that or you drink. Eat. Something you eat oh, that causes your blood pressure. Oh, by the go- way, alcohol also causes your blood pressure to go up too. Oh. At times. Anything, so, anything, salt, right? Anything that's laden well, in salt. Well, salt yeah, is it a myth? Salt. It, it's not a myth. That can happen. How about shellfish? Shellfish, no, unless you're having some type. Well, oh, well, reaction. well, well, we, you, well, reaction to it. But use that reaction is a low blood pressure. Is it, is it uh, like uh, flour-based products, like uh, pasta and whatnot? No, 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 no. But keep going, keep going, keep going, keep right. going. Well, we know it's not like fruit and vegetables and stuff like that because that's got to be good for you. Rutabagas, root, <laughs> red meat, Ruta who? <laughs> Rutabaga. Okay, red meat is something that a lot of people just chew. For pleasure. Oh, chewing gum. tastes good. Okay, chewing gum uh, is not it, but you're getting closer. Tobacco? Not tobacco, even though, yes, tobacco can raise your blood pressure transiently. Really? Yeah. yeah. But you chew it for pleasure? You chew it for pleasure. (laughs) I know. It it (laughs) makes my blood pressure go up. We can't say to really investigate this. That's your, that's your host, buddy. <laughs> I mean, that, this is my that's, guy. That's your host yeah. in your medical show. We can't show. say that word on the radio. Right. That oh, word. Okay. It'll shoot that blood pressure. Okay, 12-year-old with a perpetual one of those, you know. <laughs> they say, Jimmy and I were having a real yeah. conversation. It's licorice. Oh. Licorice. <laughs> Licorice. That's not what I was thinking. That's clearly not what <laughs> I was thinking. Clearly, that wasn't what you I were thinking. Never <laughs> ever guessed licorice. licorice. That's, but that doesn't make any sense. It's a, a, a literally one hundred percent synthetic. No, no, right? no, no. There's now. See, I love Jimmy. He's so intellectual. Why can't you be like that, Russ? <laughs> I tried for years. Jimmy no, is right. No, you didn't. Most of the licorice, thank God, now is synthetic. Yeah. But when you get certain teas, Jimmy, it's pure. And what happens is the licorice, there's a certain acid in the licorice, pure licorice, that can cause your blood pressure to go up. So where, where can you get pure licorice? Like if you go to St. Augustine and they got that. Well, uh, they have teas, uh, 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 t- certain teas that, oh. that have licorice in it. And on the black market, yeah. And, and this one, the black market. Yeah. <laughs> Some of them, people cut it with quinine, but yeah. Seriously? Oh, I thought you meant Oprah, Oprah's got that tea shop now. <laughs> That's what she does. The, the black, black market. market, yeah. <laughs> You know what, Jimmy? I tried to help the public, right? And, and Jeff, Jeff, I thought you could help, but yeah. obviously no, I was wrong. No, we're on the same wavelength here. Get ready to set the bar at medium. <laughs> okay, to get the real word of the day is, hey, look, if you're having trouble with your blood pressure, yeah. you know, make sure you give a listing of things you eat, supplements you take, because you can have a hidden cause. And this lady, this lady that had this licorice issue used to drink Five cups of this licorice-based tea yeah. each day, mm. and oh look, my God. that sounds disgusting. Yeah, she, yeah. and ugh. she was on like four different blood pressure medicines. And as soon as she stopped taking that, within a month, her blood pressure it, was fine. Is no, it just is it just tea infused with the anise or an anise? No, no. It, I mean, is it because I mean that's really the primary flavor you get. I mean, that is, that's a naturally occurring. You know what I'm saying? I mean, this I don't is a understand. special tea that she uh, uh, liked to partake in. Got it. And didn't read the label. 
and it had pure licorice. Hmm. Got it, got it, got it. Now, t- Twizzlers are not real licorice, right? That's, uh, that, that's I don't know. Uh, that's just a, that's why I said it's like 100 percent synthetic. It's all made up out of uh, yeah. it's like corn syrup or whatever. Yeah. And, and see, Jimmy was so astute when he came up with the synthetic licorice because he's a scientist. We, <laughs> yeah. we had to go. We had to go to that. Power you know, he's wrong 60 percent of the time too. <laughs> Power through. Uh, he's near a doctor. Uh, yeah. power, power through. I think you're being very kind on those numbers. <laughs> power through, Butch. Uh, Doctor Butch. This is what hate looks like. This can, is, this is what hate, visceral hate and jealousy sounds like. You can see on our website like. at monsters.fm. It's House Calls with Doctor Butch. Oh, our, wow. our show is on Saturday. I tried to. At right. ten o'clock and also on Sunday at eight o'clock. Uh, Tune in. You can hear what seven, makes trains seven, go. <laughs> Sunday, yeah, but uh, Jesus, ten o'clock on uh, on Saturday. Doctor Butch, thanks for coming in, buddy. Last fifteen hey, minutes of the show, they read. Clifford. Jim, how are you going to be tonight? Uh, actually, tomorrow night, Thursday, I'll be at the House of Blues patio stage, Friday at Connolly's Irish Pub in Longwood, and Saturday at the Cocoa Beach Beer, Keith's Oyster Bar from 6 to 10. Come out and see us. I went to see you at, uh, at uh, Tibby's on Sunday, and uh, what a great show. Thank you, buddy. Wasn't that fun, man? Yes, it was a nice great crowd. show. A lot of, well, it was a crowd. Uh, yeah, good dancers. <laughs> dancers. Man. Uh, did you know that one guy was from Brooklyn? You know what? He never mentioned it. <laughs> Jesus. I, I, he he started off. I mean, I, I went up, and he and he looked at me. And he said, "Come here, come here." And before he said anything, which he was very complimentary, he goes, "Oh, I'm from Brooklyn." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, right, I've seen a lot of blues. I'm from Brooklyn. I told you that, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he was from Brooklyn a billion yeah. times. Now it's time for Carlos. Take it to the top. Let's go. Ah, cookie, cookie. Good morning, everybody. Mm-mm. I am Carlos Alberto Navarro. And this is to the top. Yes, every single morning we try and take it to the top. How do we do that? Well, we just kind of talk about things, make you realize you don't got it that bad. It's not that bad. It ain't that bad. It ain't that bad. If you're alive, you're kicking around, maybe you got a couple bucks in the bank, got some food to eat, you got a roof over your head. Man. You're doing better than most. And uh, that's what To the Top is for. And every day To the Top is brought to you by Bill Ray Nissan. And we obviously told you about them last segment. Get your cars at Bill Ray Nissan because they treat you right. And uh, it is Wednesday on To the Top. And a little motivation uh, goes right in line with uh, with what Dr. Butch was saying and what Russ was bringing up. Uh, Got to go to the doctor. <laughs> I'm going to motivate. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm talking to yeah. myself here. Right. All right. Uh, first and foremost, you can see me on uh, Facebook Live on Real Radio 104.1's Facebook page, and you can join the conversation just like Brian and Tanya and everybody else in here. Uh, motivational minute is this. Let's motivate ourselves to go to the doctor. Russ, when was the last time you went to the doctor? Oh, I, I go. I, I've got a regular schedule. Like, uh, I go every, uh, I think it's six months, and I have to go get my blood work done and everything. Right, and, sure. And, and, and they, they get you, because if you want to get that testosterone uh, medication, you got to go. you got to go to the doctor. The only way you can go is, it, and, and the only way she'll give you your heart pills. Of course, uh-huh. and he, Dr. Butch told you, uh, I'll die if I don't take my heart pills, so, uh, so <laughs> I, I got to go. Oh, is that what they call them now? Heart pills. Oh, I got those or, or is the French terminology boner pills? <laughs> the blood pressure, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff, are you? A, do you go when you're supposed to go to the doctor? Yeah, I. You know, uh, when you get my age, or actually 
20 years younger than I am. Uh, when you get this age, you're supposed to go once a year for a, what they call it a wellness check now. Right. Once a year. Physical. Oh, yeah, I got to go twice a year. Do you really? Yeah. Well, I, I, I think it's mainly they always said once a year. But um, I, because of the, uh, the finger thing, I always procrastinate. So I'm about every 14 months. Oh. But I go, I go. But, but, but my guy hadn't been doing me the last couple of times. <laughs> you're you're about it. I'm really, I'm really kind of upset. Yeah, this is like the ninth time you've mentioned that. Yeah. Jeff yeah. is really into yeah. the diddling. You might, you might want to wear a cologne next time. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, Jimmy. I'm gonna Thumbana. <laughs> I'm gonna guess, Jimmy, that you you yes, procrastinate what? a little bit with it. Yeah, I don't think little, Jimmy goes that often. A little bit sometimes, but uh, yeah, more so now. Since I turned 45, I'm 48 now, and uh, since 45, I've been going pretty regularly. Oh, I, I used to not like it, but now that you know, if something comes up and I'm like, oh, I don't know, that doesn't feel right, I'll go to the doctor and talk to him about it, and we'll kind of go from there. But I go more regularly now than ever, probably once a year. All right, so an angel, you definitely do not go when you're supposed to. No. Yeah, nothing about you strikes me. Hispanic men go to the doctor less than uh, than other nationalities. I go to the doctor when I'm sick. Yeah. Yeah. Is, uh, is, is, is that like a, a, a cultural thing? I don't know. I think so. Yeah, my dad never really went to the doctor. It was like, I don't know. Actually, to be honest with you, I was. Uh, what was the number one reason? The, the or one of the reasons was the insurance. Busy, thing. busy, busy, busy. Yeah. Or the the insurance thing was uh, was a, a big deal for me. And then uh, a few years ago, I uh, was able to uh, sign up for the Affordable Health Care Act. That took care of it. And then now, going full time, I'm half uh, you know real good insurance now for a single guy, and so it's been a lot easier. Well, yeah. I'm going to try yeah. and motivate myself. I've been procrastinating. Haven't been there. Haven't. I, I want to find my, like, doctor doctor, the one that I like. You know, you got your doctor. Open up, Lottie. Your, your, your GP. Even, your GP yeah. Yeah. even though she's always really, really, I don't want to say rude to me. It's not really rude. She's just kind of forthright. She's, right. Yeah. I, I like her. Yeah. You're like, I like her, but she tells me, she'll look me right in the eye. I'm like, you're still obese. You are obese. <laughs> what are you doing? You cannot have 42 crystals yeah. in a week, Ross Rollins. <laughs> Last time, she, you know, she's like, oh, you gained two pounds. You didn't need to do that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> she's like a comedian. I'm like, right yes, I am looking over your chart. It seems to me that you are in your skinny face. <laughs> So you must be happily with somebody. So by my charts, in about a year from now, you should be about 400 pounds. <laughs> then you will come back, be ripped again, and so on. So do me a favor. Your heart cannot take it. <laughs> I know. You are yo-yoing your heart. Give me a kiss. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know why your doctor kids are here. When I was younger, then, you know, before I had to get the wellness check all the time, when I was sick, I would just go to my son's pediatrician because we were friends before he was my son's pediatrician. You cheap bastard. I know. And he always, and so, and I, I mean, really cheap. So I would go there, and the whole waiting room was nothing but small chairs. <laughs> So I would sit there looking like I do with my blue jeans and my scruffy, and and I will tell you this: um, I, I I know every highlights magazine there ever was. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. and Gallant has gone Not downhill. One damn fishing magazine. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna go. I'm motivating myself to go to the doctors. Got to find a spot. Hopefully, out there saying that's okay. the hey. big t- thing now is finding a general practitioner. Yeah.
Because uh, it's hard to find the, uh, doctors that are actually accepting patients right yes. now. Here's and what my know. parents did when I, was, when I was younger, is that they were really good friends with this great chiropractor. So anytime I was sick, they'd send me to the chiropractor. <laughs> <laughs> That's a true story. Uh, I'm like, Mom, I broke my arm. Uh, well, Dr. Axum can fix you. Uh, <laughs> I'm feeling nauseous. I've been throwing up all day. I think you need to be adjusted. Yeah. <laughs> right. Push on your back. Oh, yeah. my God. All right. So we'll find a doctor for ourselves, uh, for myself as well. Now. I posed this question here at uh, to the top as far as trying to find the top things out there in the yeah. world. Top well, things, okay. Exactly, and I think I came across uh-huh. the top movie star in the world. Now, the top movie star in whoa. the world. Now we're going by right. amount, amount of money made or or the draw because the it, draw. The, 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 so if they're in a yeah. movie, people go to see that movie. Exactly, and there is an amazing thing that's happening. Uh, all centered around a movie star because of his pull. Russ, who's the biggest movie star in the world? Well, I know that the, the, the movie star that made the most money this year was The Rock. Almost every movie he is in yeah, it's a good guess. Get, it gets, uh, draws a lot of people uh, just because it's, the, well, it's a movie with The Rock in it. So, they get, so I'm going to guess The Rock. The Rock, that's a really good guess, Russ, uh, but that is not correct. Uh, Jimmy, what is the, who is the biggest actor in the world? Movie star. Movie star. And that's not gender specific, right? No, 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 okay. no. no. <clears throat> Let's see. And he uh, said he a couple times. I did yeah, say, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, wow, well, I'm. Uh, we say his name earlier today. No, we've never said his name. We've ever. never. We've oh, never ever, ever said the guy's name. <laughs> ever. You don't even know who this we've is. We've never said this person's name on the air. We have no. never said his name. I got another I, guess, but go ahead. Okay, uh, and you're gonna, I, I, you know, you're gonna have a tough time probably guessing this guy, but. Uh, you guys are all guessing what I would have initially thought yeah. who the biggest movie star in the world. I is. would just say guys like Robert Downey Jr. would just simply because they're tie in. Yeah. That's a good one. Uh, you know, you got people on the uh, Facebook Live guessing Denzel and Heather's guessing Angelina Jolie and Chris Pratt and a lot of other people. Jeff, who's your guess? Uh, Leonardo Canigliaro. <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio. Good guess. Angel. Oh, he's on the phone. That's all right. Uh, so one more guess. What, what you got? Vin Diesel. Russ, you're wrong. But. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that actually was a pretty good guess. No. The biggest movie star in the world is a guy named Rajinikanth. Oh, oh this was a swerve. Bollywood. They're not a real Listen actor. Listen to this. Could you imagine? Are, they are. They have made, India has made a holiday for the for the next film that comes in the, on the release day. Nobody's going to work. Yes. Nobody's doing anything because Rajinikanth. Is the biggest movie star in the world. To avoid people calling in sick, turning off their phones, or simply failing to turn up to work, India has made the next day, the film release of this man, a national holiday. Okay. Wow. What's his name? His name is Rajinikanth. R.A. Kinnithath. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one of Asia's highest paid stars. Even before the release of Kabali. A gangster drama has raked in some thirty million dollars already just for the film rights. It's being released in over twelve thousand screens. <laughs> Jimmy, you know how many screens a normal release is? Uh, it's uh, three three thousand. Three thousand. Secret Life of Pets. Three thousand. This is being released in twelve thousand screens. Damn, they love movies over there. Huh? They love oh, their Bobby, movies. This is what else they're doing. To see this movie, they have uh, Air Asia has put on a special Kabali flight. Right. All right, from Bangalore, Bangalore to Chennai, featuring Bangalore, man. <laughs> exactly <Yeah. laughs> featuring Ranjanki's favorite food, 
The special flight will be carrying 180 Rajanakith fans to watch this film on the day of the release. A man has already said he will watch this movie 10 times back to back to back to back to back. Luxury hotels in Bangalore are opening special shows for each ticket with the movie. And a fan club dedicated the star to, the, to the star plans to distribute helmets, welding glasses, and gloves because that because the move Kabali is all about the labor class. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Th it, look, this is, and he's 65 years old. Yeah. He has been in over 170 films, and yet nobody in this country knows who the hell yeah. he is. No. Nope. Uh, pretty amazing stuff. Is there a movie star oh. that would draw this kind of attention that would do something like this in this country? Probably not, in, except for back when movies were early movies yeah. in the 1910s and the 1920s. You know, like like Charlie Chaplin, maybe. Right. I, I don't even think he would do that, where they would just shut everything. I do know about half those theaters are offering half off on rat corn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. Get your rat corn. Get your rat corn. <laughs> wow. Two for one rat corn. <laughs> uh, I thought that was pretty crazy. And hey, uh, no, Yes. In regards to that, or those kind of movies, right? Like, we know here in the stateside that we've adopted, like, uh, you know, English TV shows or yes. we worked uh, English hit movies and, and made them Americanized. Have we done that with Bollywood movies? Uh, we've done it with maybe a couple that we in, like, kind of remade. What was the one? There was one. Slumdog Millionaire. Slumdog Millionaire. But yeah. was, that a, that was that That was just a movie set in India. That right. wasn't a Bollywood movie At that all. we no. that reinterpreted. No, a Bollywood movie involves, you know, dance, elaborate uh, yeah. dance themes. Uh, and there's not a lot of PDA. You know, that's, right. that's the, I think, why... A lot of films don't do as well in India is because it's you know we have a lot more sex here, but uh, they don't they don't like that. Hey, don't they love the Kama Sutra in India? They yeah, do I mean that's, Sutra, that's where it comes from. Yeah, yeah. behind closed yeah. They doors. They just don't want it in their movies. Tantric sex. And exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'll tell you, the best watching in the world if you want a YouTube uh, wormhole is Indian music videos. Oh, they're the best. My God, man! It, I, it looks like the it looks like uh, like half the Coen Brothers' budgets go into. Uh, making one of their videos. Really? They, they look like they're $20 million projects. Yeah. Wow. Indian people love their movies. And on another note, guys, I've realized something. I'm obsessed with statues. Really? Yeah. I think I, I, I want a statues I, in my yard. You took a photo of a statue I, yesterday. I, yeah. I, I seem to I gravitate towards statues when I'm taking pictures. I did one of Lil E. Oh, no. Excuse me. Big E. Big E. <laughs> at Daytona 500. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then when I was in St. Augustine, taking pictures there. And then I come across a story. There is a new statue that celebrates a very famous superhero. Russ, who is that famous superhero? Uh, what's that now? There's a, they just put up a statue, okay? Yeah. Uh, there is a... Uh, Captain America. There you go, Russ. Yes, that's exactly right. Yeah, this year marks Captain... I get Captain, the DC News, so uh, I knew I, 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 I kind of figured. <laughs> I kind of figured. Yeah, this year marks Captain America's 75-year milestone. To celebrate, Marvel has commissioned a 13-foot-tall statue in his honor, and it literally weighs a ton. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a big statue. Marvel will unveil the statue at San Diego Comic-Con this week where fans can take pictures and purchase their own small replicas of the statue. <laughs> if you're buying that small replica, yeah. you know, you got, you're, you're obsessed. And uh, then the statue will travel from uh, travel east across the country, uh -huh. and uh, Marvel's going to be documenting this whole thing. Uh, the, sa the statue will then be dedicated and temporarily installed in Prospect Park, which is where, Russ? Where's Captain America from? 
don't, don't know, really? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not a... Brooklyn. That's actually yeah, a Marvel. New York. Oh, yeah. Brooklyn, New York. from Brooklyn. Yeah, you should know that. Oh, jeez. I'm from Brooklyn. I'm from Brooklyn. We're Brooklyn. We're from Brooklyn. And Brooklyn. then I guess they're going to bring it over to uh, the Barclays Center out there. So, uh, yeah, First Avenger is just a kid from Brooklyn. Wow. Would you want a statue of yourself, Russ? Next person. Uh, <laughs> I would. We had a statue in our backyard growing up, and it was a statue of Adam and Eve. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I used to stare at Eve's boobs all the time. Oh, yeah. Oh, statue boobs are great. Our friends would come over and why, why you're do you, hungry. Why do you got naked people in your backyard? It was Adam and Eve. Uh, I don't know why it was back there. It was back there for years. Jeff, statue, if you could get a statue of yourself, would you do it? No, I don't no. even like looking at myself in the mirror. So, no statues. <laughs> Jimmy? Yeah, no, I'm, no. Not, I'm not down. Blogging Molly. No. Yeah, yeah, no. Angel? Now Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. I don't want a statue of myself, but I'd take one of uh, Carissa. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he can't nice. stop talking about it. Uh, I would have a statue of myself, full three-piece suit. Where would you put it? Um, backyard. Right there in the Hopefully one day, a big mansion estate in the very back. Yeah. Like We'll take you through a corn maze. Yeah. We'd be doing like a Superman stance, like one of these? Or would yes. you be pointing? Point, interesting. Pointing the top. If you're going to have a statue of yourself, why would you put it where you and your family could only see it? You're right. Maybe you gotta wow. put it up front. I mean, where would you put yours, Russ? Uh, right, right on top of the condo. Yeah, right at the very top. Everybody on I four can see it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a good question. I didn't think about that, Jimmy. Maybe I can. Yeah. Huh? You guys should confer over a wrap. I think you're right. But the statues <laughs> and big movie stars. That's what's going on All right, to on. the top. And today, actually, when we get back, we got something really fun. Yeah, Henry, we're gonna we're gonna help teach somebody how to be a talk radio host. Yes. Oh, really? Henry is here, and uh, we're gonna have a good time teaching somebody how to actually do it. Okay, and right, today well, will be a great day to the top. Never stop. All right, you're listening to the Monster of the Morning. Jim Howard, I consider myself sort of sort of an educator. Yeah, oh, well, yeah, oh, yeah. Sort, sort of a teacher absolutely. in life. You know? Absolutely, you, you're, I like to educate and teach. Yes, you're, you're a you're a pedagogue. <laughs> I don't know what that means. It's a teacher. Okay. <laughs> uh, and uh, today we've been asked. Uh, well, uh, Carlos, explain explain what uh, what we're doing today. Hi, Henry. How you doing today? I'm doing good. I All appreciate right. you coming in. Uh, you uh, now from, uh, the proper way to say it, I guess, is that uh, you have autism. Yes. Right. Yeah, I think so. Okay. And how how old, how old are you, Henry? Well, I am 19. 19 years nice, old. Nice, Henry. And, and your dream in life is to be a, 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 like a, a talk show host or a radio show host, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, okay, all right. And, 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 and Russ, let me tell you how this yeah. all got set up. The wonderful people at the Dr. Phillips Center for the Performing Arts who have just been great partners, and now it's the place is the heart of the city. Uh, Henry uh, has been performing there and taking sensory-friendly acting classes okay. there as really? well. And that's what they're here for is to talk about uh, these classes that the fall semester starts September 12th. Okay. And these are for classes that uh, they, uh, they have all different types of classes. But if you have a child that may have autism, uh, that's what it's for. Sensory-friendly acting classes start September 12th, Saturdays 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. But you got to register by uh, August 12th. And you can check this out uh, by classes at DrPhillipsCenter.com. 
radiohost.org. We'll be talking a lot more about this, too. Now, being a radio host, though, it's one of those things they probably don't have a class for. So they, they said, well, can Henry come in here? And I'm like, well, of course. I, I certainly do not mind sharing my uh, knowledge. infinite knowledge oh, my with, God. Uh, with Henry. Henry, first off, let me ask you a question. Uh, so uh, do, do you like any particular talk radio host? So who is it that you like? Yeah, I think so. Well, my friends and my daughters is coming on to the uh, a show. Is coming on to Believe Here. I worked in worked in New York City on on the studio. Came up a little bit shorter. It came out to the talk show. Um, uh, I was working on myself, just being my friends to give you know, something uh, for my talk show host. But Catrice went us to the band, and Jason is our co-host, and Kirk. Fog is the announcer. <laughs> of the host of Square. Oh, yeah. You just went oh, to Jimmy Fogg, and called yeah. him Kirk Fog, <laughs> which is your new name. You are now going to be known as Kirk Fog. Uh, let me ask you this: uh, I've Henry, already got the magic jersey. F O G G. Henry, do you uh, do you have a, a you know a, every good radio host needs a catchphrase like what you know like uh, I don't know like you got to like that. Yeah, or Jimmy's just like goofy. I told you. Yeah. Ouch! You got to like that. Yeah. Do oh, you no. do you have a catchphrase? Well, I'm thinking about me. <laughs> I love oh my it. God! That is, that's actually your that's son. <laughs> Did you steal that oh, from us? Hold on, say that again, Henry. I like this. Well, let me hear it again. And add the word only. Well, I'm thinking about me. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you Henry, Henry you I, got it. I think you might have some. You here. have a future in radio. Uh, yeah, to, you, yeah. can, you can go to Facebook Live on yeah. uh, at the Facebook Live Real Radio 104.1 page to see Henry in all his glory. So you got the catchphrase uh, down. I'm thinking about me. I, I, Russ I is like super jealous might that he didn't that think one. about that. Now, here's what you might need. A sidekick. You yes. need a yes. sidekick. Have you thought about working with somebody? Well, my somebody would give my friends to give a little bit. Um, uh, my friends talked about it's really cool enough, so kind of a good feeling. Um, oh, okay. This is a real funny honey, honey with my friends to give if my my mom Alice is your sidekick and my dad Tim. Okay. And my Mimi and Granddad uh-huh. and my grandma and my friends to talk about my friend Muhammad. Oh. oh, you got a you, you got a sidekick named oh. Muhammad. So, so Russ, okay, so you have your sidekick. You should, but he has to have like an adjective in front of him, you know? So yeah, like like something friendly Muhammad, like <laughs> stinky, I'm like, really? like stinky Muhammad or a messy Muhammad yeah, or a uh, yeah. real filthy Muhammad or something like that. Like give him mm-hmm. a, like a silly name. Well, my silly name is How You Doing, My Friend. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that's good. I like your voice. All right. Now, here's something to be a, a to be a good radio host. One of the things you're going to have to develop is the ability to do a good interview. Yes. So I'm going to give you an opportunity now to interview Dirty Jim over here. So so interview him and try to you know like if you were a guest on your show, how would you interview Dirty Jim? Yeah, Dirty Jim is my friend to be an interview. So let's jump in. Here's Dirty Jim. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. no, no. Ask him okay. questions. No, no, yeah. Ask him questions about, about himself, radio, yeah. radio. radio, about who he is, what he likes, those kind of things. Well, you know, my friends have talked about the uh, the real good news. Um, uh, my friends have talked about it really cool enough for my friends to be recognized to be on the show. I was talking about it getting a little bit funny to do. Um, uh, Dirty Jim wants to be he and my friends to give a little bit, a lot of more. And uh, this is my funny. So, Jim, how do you start? Yes, how did you start? Uh, That's a good question. That's a good question. Are you asking him how he starts being funny, or when does he start? When do you start being funny, Dirty Jim? He wants to know. How do you start in radio? Oh, there oh. we go. Okay. Uh, how do I start in radio? Well, uh, first, I had a very adventurous <laughs> brother-in-law at the time who rolled the life dice, and I basically begged to be on the show and made myself that person. There you go. 
And uh, that's a true story. Yeah, ask him. Uh, yeah, keep asking him questions. Yeah, ask, when, you, when you look at him, ask when you him. look at him, to be a good host, you have to be inquisitive yes. and have all these questions of, of things that you want to know about him. So as you look at him, what is it you want to know about Russell, that face? To defend him a little bit, you have to kind of want to know about the person. <laughs> no, you don't. That's part of being a radio host. You really don't even. You don't even really even have to want to know anything about him. You just have to <laughs> pretend. And you normally so look at don't. him. And think <laughs> normally, of, don't give a damn. Yeah. Think of something you would want to. You know that you know about yourself that you want to know yeah. about him. Yeah, something you. You would want to yeah. hope that maybe if you ask him, you have that in common so you could have a common bond. You're trying to get a common bond within the first couple questions. So that's the plan idea. So uh, I had to talk about a really cool enough, and my friend of mine has talked about it a little bit, sure. So uh, how do you get to best so funny, to be so funny? Yes! Oh! <laughs> How'd you get to be so funny? I'll take Excellent my glasses question. off for this one. <laughs> Well, in my case, uh, it just happened to be very natural. I was a natural class clown as a child, yep. and I tried to make girls laugh so that I would get attention from them because I wasn't. That's pretty much all I had going for me. So my sense of humor was formed, like most men, trying to get attention from girls. That is the truth. Do you, do you, what do you think of that, uh, Henry? Uh, do you understand that? Yeah, I think so. So what is your plan? <laughs> what is my plan? <laughs> So whatever. Okay, this is going to be hard for you to understand. To milk this pig until it drops dead. Yeah, pretty much. That means try to make as much money as possible until it falls over dying. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. So that means you just really recognize the feeling. You just stand up here. Her, look at that head smiling. So I know we talked about something, and my friends have talked about a little bit funny. Sure. Um, uh, this what, what's your favorite, Henry? And we're going to pull you back in, okay? Because I was told, you know, when, when somebody may have a, some autism, it's okay to pull you back in. What is your favorite talk show host that you watch on TV? Who yeah. is it? Yeah. Yeah, OCA. So. OCA? It, who? I, I mean, who's that? I, me. Oh. <laughs> I'm thinking about me. That's your show is OCA. That's right. I'm that thinking about me. Awesome. Now, let me ask, does OCA stand for something? Opportunity, community, ability. Oh, nice. Look at that. He uh, hosts his show on YouTube and uh, and as well as some uh, uh, the other info right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the OCA show. It's on YouTube, it says here. And uh, you got you interview guests and local celebrities, uh, and then also teachers and coaches, and you interview different people. Who's the, the, the favorite person you've ever interviewed? You know, I interviewed on the show. Um, uh, my friends have talked about to give a little bit sure on OCA. So that means you just really recognize it's talked about the feeling you just talked about of a good thing. And uh, my friends are talking on, on myself. It's a really good idea. Uh-huh. Yeah, it is a good idea. Yeah, he does a show, uh, hosts the OCA show. It's a YouTube show about what's going on at OCA. Uh, and once again, Henry has been doing this with uh, all the fine people at Dr. Phillips perform uh, for the Center for the Performing Arts, uh, which is starting the classes up pretty soon. What made you want to be in talk radio? My talk radio is fun. So I'm talking about it. I, uh, do you want to be a guest on my show? Who, me? Yeah. Uh, sure, I would be yeah, a guest on I your show. So. Sure, you could, uh, you could ask us any questions you want. That's fine. When you look at him, what is the first question that comes to mind? Yes, when you look at me, what do you want to ask? So, Dirty Jim, what happened to your head? <laughs> My friend, time. Yes, Jim. <laughs> Jim, come on. Jim, oh, Jim you're dead air, Jim. Come on, man. 
Time killed my head. Time and alcohol killed my head. Uh, oh, you, so far, you're killing do, okay, it. Okay, Henry, do you have a particular celebrity that you would really want to interview? Like, like I always wanted to interview uh, Paul Stanley from Kiss or Dusty Rhodes. Like, I had certain people I wanted to interview when I was younger. Do you have a celebrity that you really want to talk to? Yeah, uh, Jimmy Fallon. Oh. Yeah, yeah. We, we've actually uh, met Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, yeah. Very nice guy. And Steve Harvey. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Russ wears his suits. Very good. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, okay, so if you could uh, if you could do anything when you grow up, is that what it is? To be a, a like a radio talk show host or a TV talk show host? A radio, ta- a radio talk show host and a TV talk show host. Might as well do both, right? <laughs> yeah. Why limit yourself? Yeah. You know, he, he's he's... Does a really good job at introing people because that's actually he's the host of a lot of these these classes. Uh, and, yeah. uh, oh, that's great! So mm-hmm. maybe can you give it like a can, angel? Maybe we get some music and maybe you can intro like Russ and be like, "Ladies and gentlemen, all the way from Orlando, Florida, it's Russ Rollins." Hey, Russ. Hey, Henry. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. So, Russ, yes. you know, my friends are talking about something. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> Henry, is it okay if I kind of emulate your voice? Because I think your voice is pretty awesome. Yeah, I think so. I think so, too. I think so, too. So, ladies and gentlemen, the great Mr. Carlos Navarro. Oh, oh wow. look at that. Wow, I get what's wrong with your head. <laughs> And, well, and somebody that, slipped him five bucks in a little piece of paper. Don't worry. And the guy that's pushing 11 months on the show now can say, the great Carlos Navarro? That's what happens here? It's oh, ridiculous. It's nice. I love it. All right, Henry, it was a pleasure to meet you. Thank you for coming and in. And we'll be by you. next week. We're doing a little bit with them next okay, week Okay, you're going to well. come back next week. By the way, texting service is checking in, and so a, a lot of our listeners have their kids as part of this camp. Yes. People want to know what are the ages. Yes. They want to know a lot about this because a number of our uh, our listeners have the same exact form of autism that Henry has, yeah. and they're enjoying every second of this. Yeah. So if you could, just spread that info. Yeah, thank you, Jimmy. Yeah, this is uh, Henry Takes This Class, sensory-friendly acting class, and the fall semester starts September 12th. It's on Saturdays from 11 to 12 p.m., and you got to register by August 12th. Here's the phone number. It's 407-455-5551, or you can email about this, and so write this down real quick. It's classes at drphillipscenter.org. Hey, Henry, so this week it was your in-depth interview with Dirty Jim. Next week, I'm going to give you a little assignment. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, we got to do an assignment. Next week, I would like you to do an in-depth interview with Blogging Molly. Ooh. Okay? So so next week, you get to interview Blogging Molly. Go home and you get a bunch of questions together, things you would like to ask her so the audience can get to know Blogging Molly. You will do an in-depth interview with her, okay? Henry, she's a gigantic Star Wars fan. She loves Star Star Wars. Wars. Loves Star Wars. She's, She's the star of of nerdy news and uh, the audience, audience needs to know a little bit more about her so next week you'll do an in-depth interview with Bloggy Molly okay okay thanks a lot hey thank well, you what's your, what's your catchphrase I'm thinking about me <laughs> <laughs> you're listening to the monsters of the morning awesome.
Hey, big thank you to Chuck Wagon. It was Chuck Wagon Wednesday. Oh, my and, God. Uh, right before Henry came in, we whooped down some uh, some great breakfast, man. I got some, oh, man, bacon and eggs. Awesome. Yeah. They got fried bologna. Yeah. They got, uh, I mean, a little bit of everything. They, they, they got this salmon salad that I stole from Mary Ann last, last week. Yeah. week yeah. And it was so good. That's what I ordered this week. He had contact, so he brought one for me. Oh, so. good thing you stole. Yeah. Uh, and Miguel <laughs> Colon is here, Monster Comic of the Year. Did you get some uh, some chuck wagon? Yeah, man. I talked to Chef Ed yesterday. I saw a picture of the meatloaf, and I was like, I want breakfast meatloaf, Oh, Chef Ed. so now you're contacting him before oh, you come in. I'm going straight to the source, man. <laughs> I cut the middleman out Who all the you time. Guys? Well, you know, you are a... Uh, uh, that's good. That's uh, th- that shows a lot of uh, hardworking and uh, initiative. Initiative. I like that. Yeah, man. I'm taking a picture and sending it to Ed right now, man. <laughs> I'm talking to him. I'm like, yeah. What do we need these guys for, Ed? Me and you. <laughs> just me and you. send me something to my house. That way you don't have to leave the house, yeah, right? Yeah. I'll just do this from the phone. I'll be like, I'll call everybody on my friends list and tell them go to the Chuck Wagon. Chuck Wagon, uh, man. Dr- Dr- Jim, did anybody like Henry on the uh, the texting service at seven seven zero three one powered by David Moss Toyota? Yeah, he's a hit. He's been hit. Okay. They can't wait for him next week already. Well, I was talking to him in the hallway, man. We're cutting you guys out, man. Like, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, Henry, man, you need a Spanish guy, bro. I'm like, yeah, I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm like, bro, I'm like, Henry, me and you to get this together. I'm like, I hope Carlos hasn't talked to you about this already. I'm like, look, man, me and you, we'll keep Angel. We're good. Uh, Molly, hey, go. yeah, Miguel, Jeff, you're all right. It's uh, all about me. Yeah. Uh, just cut out me and Dirty Jim. Way to yeah. go. Yeah. Henry and Gwell. Uh, <laughs> now it's time for Blog and Molly to bring you the nerdy news. Oh, hell yeah. Nerdy oh, she, news. She gets the glass. You can go to Facebook. She's not nerdy until she puts on the... There she oh, is! There go. Now she's nerdy. And you can go to Facebook Live at Real Radio 104.1's Facebook page to see the beautiful blogging Molly as she's curled her hair. I noticed that as well. And makeup today for Nerdy News. I do that every day. Ah. Blogging Molly, I, believe it or not, I'm weird. We, we know that I'm weird. I'm actually excited that you're going to see Star Trek. That makes me excited. I know. I need to watch the other ones. You do. Before. Yeah. And then I, I'm kid-free this weekend, so I may go and do it this weekend. Nice. Good, good. Okay. So, last weekend was Celebration in London. Do you guys know what Celebration is? Celebration. Uh, a celebration. It's a town it a- in Orlando where has strict rules and you can't have fun there. No, I said it was in London. <laughs> in London. Is it a Star Wars uh, thing? It is the official Star Wars convention. Now, why do they call it Celebration? And you know why? What? Why? And why is the official convention being held in a country that has nothing to do with the beginning uh, of Star Wars? They have to do with it. Hold on. Conceived right here in good America. Where it needs to be paid attention to, and the convention needs to be here. Oh, so you're going to double down on the fact that you were wrong in the first place. (laughs) We get it next year. Okay, good. I'm happy now. Sometimes it goes to Anaheim. Sometimes it's here. They have a Europe version. The Europe is Germany and uh, London. Uh Next year we get it. I will be there. Mm. So, um, we learned a lot about Rogue One. Oh, that's the that's the new Star Wars movie that's coming out at the end of the year, and it has nothing to do with any of the stories we've already seen. But some characters will be uh, intermingled, right? Correct. It's where they steal the plans. The, the plans for the, to, how to to blow up the desk. Are we going to see the boffins in this? I don't want to spoil everything. <laughs> okay. okay, so some Damn, things they got we learned. Real nerdy, right there. Um, Rogue One. <laughs> it, the idea for it came up 13 years ago when they were filming Revenge of the Sith. So this story's been around for a while. Hopefully that means it's good. Mm-hmm. Darth Vader. Darth Vader. So it's a young Darth Vader. Yes, because he's going to be in it. Yeah, that's good. That's very exciting. And apparently he will utter the word power at some point. What, what was that? What? Because he's 
the villain. Like Christina Applegate in Ron Burgundy? So he'll say the word power? Yes. And that's a big deal? Yes. Why is that a big deal? Because he takes over everything. Uh This is before he takes over. Uh He's going to take over. Okay. Jesus, Russ, pay attention. But yes. now does power, I mean, is that like a like a, a, a thing that that he gets powers from the gods? No, he just takes it. He that's, just says power. That's his safety word. Okay. That's his safety word. Yeah. Yeah. Stop <laughs> whipping him. Oh, power, power, power. Stop whipping him when yeah. he says power, yeah. That doesn't go there. Okay. The uh, There is a planet called Jeddah, which is essentially Mecca for those who believe in the Force. Yeah. Maybe uh, that's where the word Jedi comes from. Uh, uh, maybe. A Jedi. Maybe. Volkswagen just threw them like yeah. a couple million, and they're like, name the planet Jedha. <laughs> the planet just got in yeah, big time trouble for there's a, uh, there's a moon called Chiraco. And Rabbit. Rabbit. Was <laughs> got in trouble for what, Jimmy? No, 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 go ahead. Um, other things, uh, Aldrin Ironreich has officially been confirmed as Han Solo, so he is our Han Solo. I saw that. He's not a bad-looking kid. Nope, and the movie will begin filming in 2017. And he's a... He, he, okay, This get this. You'll find this yeah. interesting. So this kid that is going to be the new Han Solo, they uh, they interviewed, or what do you call that? Auditioned yep. 3,000 kids. Ooh. He's the very first one that walked in. They went and did all 3,000. They went right back to the very first guy, wow. and it's his first job ever. No, this is for Han Solo? No, it's not. Oh, he's had other jobs. Oh, he's had other jobs. Well, I think they said it was his first big job or something. Oh, like, yeah. he's, he's going to be a worldwide for phenomenon. Sure. He's, yeah. done, he's done maybe some other little commercial. This, this is his first big first movie. Lead. First lead, first big movie, and he was the very first person to walk into yeah. audition. He was in Hail Caesar. Remember we saw Hail Caesar? He was the cowboy. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, and uh, he did a really good job in that. In fact, uh, he was a standout in that, yeah. in that film, so not surprising, and I know he was like totally geeking out about it, too. Yep, and then we learned a little bit about some more Rogue One characters, and it was kind of interesting. One is named Galen Urso, who is uh, the father of, uh, oh, I can't think of her name, and I'm losing credibility. But it's the father of the main character and his droid, K-250. Well, the interesting thing about K-250, he stole it from the rebel or uh, the Empire uh-huh. and made him part of the Rebellion. K-250 sounds like really good weed. Yeah. Right. Oh, yes. Yes. I gotta, I gotta oh, yeah. K-250. Oh, yeah. oh, wait, no, it's K-2SO. Oh, K-2SO. Oh, that's even better. Now, that's more yeah. like a boy band. Yeah, K-2SO, that's a lighter. That's like if I want to get couch locked and watch a lot of Doctor yeah. Who. Yeah. <laughs> and we are going to get a different, or a Darth Vader movie, but it's going to be made differently. It's going to be all virtual reality. What? It's going to be a virtual reality experience, and it. you get to put on headphones and the, the virtual reality <sighs> goggles. That's too much. And you get to interact and experience with Darth Vader firsthand. Now, the virtual reality, I put it on for the first time like uh-huh. a week ago, and it was a busted-ass game. It wasn't even that good. It was amazing. It was immersive. It's not like when you first put on 3D glasses, and you're like, oh, that's cool, but it'll probably pass. Right. Definitely virtual reality, the next, and I can only imagine porn with this. Oh, it's going to be great, and you, man. And when you said busted-ass game, you mean it, it, it wasn't the best. It wasn't the best, but, yeah. But you were amazing. Yeah, Q-Bert, okay. exactly. like Q-Bert on it. Yeah, so it was just like imagine a, Darth Vader with that. Exactly. Okay, Game of Thrones. Yes. HBO has made some announcements. Oh, what'd they say? Some people aren't going to be happy. Huh? Nope. We only get seven episodes next season. Yep. Not only do we get seven episodes, they pushed it back to a summer release. So are they going to be longer episodes, like an hour and a half or something? Or Don't know about that. Huh. Just know it's seven Wh- episodes. Did they say why? No. Hmm. Because they got us now. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, it's the same reason the heroin know? prices go up. You yeah. know why? You know why? It's hard as hell to make these shows, to make them good. They're making a new movie every week, essentially. And so they got to stretch it out. They're, they're off the rails with the books. The creator's like, look, now it's in TV's hands. So writers. You gotta, you're the writers. Yeah. you gotta, you got to stretch that out, stuff. man. So the last episodes of, of Game of Thrones, those were not part of the book. It was the TV's... Uh, They've now... 
started writing their own. Well, they're doing a pretty good job. Yep. Because it, it got good. Yeah. <laughs> and they're filming back in Northern Ireland, Spain, and Iceland. Mm. And it's been a while since they've been to Iceland. And the last time they were there, it was north of the wall scenes when he was when Jon Snow was in the Wildlings camp. Oh. So. I like that they're filming in Northern Ireland. Like, in, in between each shoot, there's just a bomb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Listen to all that gunfire yeah. in medieval England. Yeah. Yeah. So Netflix is giving us a second season of Making a Murderer. Oh, yeah. Yes, Stephen nice. Avery and yeah. uh, his uh, nephew, Brandon Dassey. So a second season. So, I mean, he's still in prison. Yep, and and people still in prison. People were clamoring to give him another trial and to try to help him out and everything. There's and, more and, to this? And so the, yeah. the, the second half is going to be what? They're, it's going to be the high stakes and emotional post-conviction process. Oh, wow. So it's just basically going to cover what the social media yeah. reaction was yeah. of everybody and going, I think he's them, innocent. affects their family, that they've. Ooh. Possibly been wrongly convicted. They're still in jail. How it's trying to get a new trial. Yeah, they're gonna, well, they're gonna cut that. scenes. Down. There was He's news got, about like, a swastika on his forehead, pumping iron. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there was news about that the other day. D- uh, did they get a new trial or something? Or I, I think I yeah. just saw something two days ago. Yeah, that, it, that he was supposed to be or some. No, no, it was the it that was the, the serial podcast, podcast that he oh. got a new yeah. uh, trial. That guy got a new trial. So which was the predecessor of making a murder. Yeah, making a murder was the TV version. Now, is he a right. white guy? Yeah, come on now. The serial yeah. guy. Yeah. The That's serial guy was not. No. No, no, no. The guy making murder. The, the guy. Stephen the, Avery, yes. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's, yeah. he's a real white. Yeah, man. Yeah. He was just the wrong kind of white in that town. You know, like that's a town that only has white yeah. people. So right. You start choosing which white people aren't good right. Enough. Yeah. He's pro- they call that junkyard white. Yeah. Right. Right. There's a crayon for it. Probably when he went to prison, he said, oh, man, I'm a white guy going to prison. Yeah. But I got a better shot at getting a TV show than these other guys yeah. over here. <laughs> So, are you a fan of the Nintendo NES? Uh, duh. It's only what I've pretty much played my entire... What, what is that? It's a little... It was uh, the Nintendo console. Oh, the, the little one. The, the little one. one, yeah, yeah. Well, they're going to re-release it even smaller, and it's going to come preloaded with 30 games. Wow. Just in time for Christmas. Did they say what games? I'm guessing Mike Tyson Punch-Out, maybe Cobra Triangle. Uh, Punch-Out maybe... is on there featuring okay. Mr. Zeldas. Dream. Both Zeldas? Both yeah. Zeldas. Super Mario and uh, 2 and 3 Super Mario. Uh, Mario. You said Punch Out featuring Mr. Dream. That was horrible. That, that was, what was the worst. That's what happened when Mike Tyson got convicted of rape. Nintendo, <laughs> went, and Nintendo went out there and were like, let's give a white. And he was white. And I was like, this is 1989. There is no white heavyweight champion. Yeah. Yeah. And his you name know? was Mr. Dream. Mr. Dream. Like, yeah. you, you can dream of a white champion. Yeah. 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 That's the most busted ass version of really? Mr. Dream. Everybody it's coming right now listening? 007-373-5963. That's right. That's Mike Tyson's That's code. code right there. Some of the other games, are, so they're doing Super Mario Brothers. Uh, one, two, and three. Uh, Legend of Z- uh, Zelda Tecmo Bowl is going to be on there. Nice. Walter Payton's unstoppable. Exactly. Uh, Final Fantasy, Galaga, Ghost and Goblins. So uh, Donkey classics. Kong and Donkey Kong Jr. So all of their uh, epic classics. I think they got both Castlevanias too, man, which were dope. <laughs> Duck Hunt? I don't know. The no. Nope. No got gun. The gun. Oh, that's whack. Okay. <laughs> so if anyone wants to buy that for me for Christmas. Okay. Hello. Free. We'll write that down. And then uh, last weekend, Michael J. Fox, he was uh, went to a Coldplay concert. And he did the coolest thing ever. Well, he, uh, he did all shook up. Nope. Nope. Uh, <laughs> what? Oh. Oh. Too, 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 too soon. No, not too soon. That McFly. was just bad. Oh. Nobody messes with Michael J. Fox. Yeah, what song right. did he do? He did Johnny Be Good. Okay. Oh. Well, all shook up would have been better. It would have been great if she goes, actually, he did all shook up. Whole lot of shaking going on. He did it. It's from Back to the Future. Back to the Future. I got it. Love Back to the Future. So that video is up on Monsters.fm if you want to see him performing that with Coldplay. Okay. And then our Nerd of the Week. Who's the Nerd of the Week? Nerd of the Week is Taylor Kinney. Taylor Kinney. That is uh, Taylor Kinney. Oh, is that uh, Lady Gaga's boyfriend? Well, they've 
broke their engagement. Oh, they just split up. Yeah. Yes. Wow, this world is cold and heartless. And while they were a cute couple and made me believe in love again, uh-huh. their time has ended. <laughs> and he needs some consoling. And I am here for him. Oh, you oh, like him. He's a beautiful so, man. He is beautiful. He was a werewolf in the Vampire Diaries. Oh, is that what makes him a nerd? Yes. Okay, because he was a werewolf in the Vampire Diaries. Yep. He's now on Chicago Fire as well. Never watched it because, you know, no supernatural stuff in there. Yeah. But I will. Yeah, why watch it if there's well, no supernatural? Molly, vampires or werewolf? Which one does it for you? Vampire. Vampires? Yeah. Gross. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have sex with the undead. Yeah. Jeff, Jeff likes mummies, is his thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Eskimo mummies? Yeah. <laughs> or step mummies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. Kill it. So that's the nerdy news. Thank hey, you, Molly. Molly. Very good. We appreciate it. All right. Uh, I think we'll, we'll take a break. When we come back, I believe. Uh, is she calling back? What, what's going on? Uh, we're having uh, connection issues. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Well, we'll, we'll see. Uh, As in somebody didn't pay her cell phone bill. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, Savannah oh, uh, is on her docks. way, and they're paying her to go take these crocodile eggs out of the nest because the professional crocodile people are afraid to do it. So she's going in to go get them That's uh, out in the, w- the woods somewhere, somewhere in the Arcala Forest, and she was going to call in, and so w- which makes sense to talk to us yes. while she's trying to sneak up on eggs <laughs> that are probably being guarded by a mother crocodile. I hope it's on speakerphone and she has an air horn. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll see if we can do that when we come back. You're listening to the Monsters of the Morning. Monsters Mornings on Real Radio 104.1, broadcasting live on iHeartRadio. Jeff, how are you going to be tonight? Yeah. <laughs> Miguel, where are you going to be? I'm going to be this week, this Sunday, I'm going to be in Jacksonville at a place called Cigar Lounge, uh, hosting a lingerie show. I'll be at House of Blues, radio stage, by <laughs> mouthful of food. Connolly's on Friday in Longwood and Cocoa Beach Pier on Miguel. Saturday. Did you say a lingerie show? Yeah, bro. A lingerie show. I'll be hosting it, man. Oh, you're hosting it? I'm hosting it. I'm not walking this time. Okay, not walking this time. I'll okay. do plus size Sorry, modeling. I'll do it. All right. Well, this is a, 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 a you know, special Wednesday. Normally, we talk to her every Friday, oh, but yeah. today, she's been asked by professional uh, gator and crocodile people to come along, and they're going to allow her to go sneak into a nest and take the crocodile eggs out of, because <laughs> I guess they didn't want to do it, and they knew that she would do it. Yeah. Uh, and she's live on the phone with us somewhere in a swamp. Uh, oh, my gosh. Somewhere in the swamps of Sumter County. In Sumter, Sumter County. What's the name of the, the... I think it's Sumter County. Well, what lake is it or swamp uh, so is it? what happened. Lake Meth Lab. What? what? What swamp or lake is it? Can you tell us? There, no, it's a private facility. Oh, okay. It's, it's like a private pond, but then there's two breeding alligators in here. Okay. And, uh, and we're close to her nest, but she's guarding it super hard. And she already jumped at us like a bunch of times. But it was supposed to be some – Stephen was supposed to be with us. But then Steven had to do some family stuff, so it's just me and Robbie. Uh, yeah, I got to go do some yeah. family stuff. You go uh, yeah. get those dangerous eggs. Uh, yeah. We'll be back. So that's one of the Swamp Brothers, and he's, so he's teaching you how to go take eggs out of a nest for, for crocodiles. Hang on, hang on, hang on. What? Uh, yes. So it's only me and him, and um, I have to tell you, it's super intimidating. No way. No. Snatching little baby uh, alligators from a... Yeah, out, no. It's, no. It's more intimidating than lingerie, so that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you mean you're intimidating to the crocodile? Right. So what's the first... No, th- what's the she first? is intimidating. She, 
He is, uh, yeah, so one of the two of us has to watch the alligators because there's two guarding the nest. Well, I would let him watch. And one of the two of us has to dig the eggs. Yeah, I would let him yeah. watch and you dig the eggs while you're on yeah. the phone. It's like when you're a kid, you're like, I'll be lookout. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah let, let him be lookout yeah. and you uh, you be on the phone with us and explain what you're doing. How big is the alligator? Um. Okay, so here's what's happening right now. There's a big mama alligator and she's laying in front of her nest. And uh, I'm going to creep over here and see if I can get behind her. Can I get behind her? No, huh? Um, how can I get by her then? Now, why are you taking these? Because they just, they, they, they basically. If, if they don't take the eggs, the alligator will stomp on them and kill them and they won't survive. So they take the eggs and put them in an incubator so they, they live. Thank that you. way when they grow up, we can hunt them. Right. That's so there can be more baby alligators in the world. What? Well, if alligators stomp on their eggs, when do we get fresh alligators? Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. if there are no alligators, there are no well, airboats. Super cheese always days. stomp on them, but let's say she laid 20 eggs. Uh-huh. Maybe only 10 of them would, like, hatch out and be healthy. Uh-huh. I'm going to make sure all 20 do. But God meant it that way. That's survival yeah. of the fittest. That's, yeah, that's nature. That's better. alligators might be dicks. And that's better than <laughs> Jeff and I's joke ratio. <laughs> By, like, double. Shut up. See? Shut up. I'm, um, I'm looking for gator. What? Nothing. I, why are y'all talking to me? I'm busy hunting gators. I'm scared. My safe words hamburger. All right, well, I'm not power. scared. You're nervous. I'm not scared at all. You're nervous. As a matter of fact, when I walked into the pen, they all backed down in the water. I get it. <laughs> I totally get it. Uh, when I walked into the pen, they all submerged because they're afraid of me because I look like I don't look like a human. Yeah, you're, you're a swamp woman. Yeah, we get I'm it. I'm a, a splice. Yeah, you're a big, big swamp woman. So, okay, so now when you go to get the eggs, are you, like, on your hands and knees? Are you walking? Are you swimming? Yeah, what are you I'm doing? I'm on my hands and knees, Russ. You're on your hands and knees. I'm on my hands and knees. Yes. Uh, you're still five foot well, tall. Well, not right this second, because if I move from this one spot, I lose all cell reception. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Let's hope the eggs wind up there, then. Well, <laughs> listen. 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 Oh, that's an airplane. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell do you think it was? Yeah. Gator sounds like a Boeing 747. I, know. I thought the alligator was making noise, but it was the airplane. So is the gator, okay, so is the gator, um, can he see you, or are you behind the gator where the gator can't see you? No, I'm right in front of her. She can absolutely see me. Okay, because I know they have a blind spot. Now we're going to walk closer. Mm-hmm. Can you hear her? Yeah, oh, my God, yeah. it's vicious. I, I can like, only hear when you're talking. I feel like we're in the situation room. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So describe what you're doing. Cause we got- um, okay, here's what I'm going to do then. Uh-huh. I'm going I'm to make a video of this, and I'm going to put it up today, and we can put it on the blog. Because well, we only have two of us. If there's another person, we could have a filmer, too. But we don't have a filmer. We just have us. A filmer. What would that be? Uh, a cameraman. Uh, cameraman. Okay. A video operator. Or a filmer. A filmer. Because, you know, we got a lot of film in them cameras Carlos, these days. Carlos, listen. Yeah, girl, what is it? Listen, Carlos. Okay, okay, okay. When, would you drive seven hours to do your favorite thing in the whole entire, ah, in the whole entire world <laughs> and not keep uh, Oh, we lost. Obviously. She's dead. Yeah. <laughs> that gator made its move. It's like, I'm not uh, scared of you. I've been waiting. Favorite so- drive seven hours to have sex, eat Chick-fil-A, and watch Good and Bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can do that in my house. Yeah. yeah. She's trying to justify why she drove seven hours 
to go get eggs. Yeah. Carlos, can you just finish this interview as Savannah? Can <laughs> yeah. you Carlos, oh what's God. going on right now with the Oh, gator? my God. There it is. It's the most beautiful eggs. Oh, wait a second. There's a flying panda, too. They asked me to get the panda eggs. Oh, my God. Russ, take me back to your condo. <laughs> oh, can I borrow crazy. $40? <laughs> <laughs> how much money do you think she's going to borrow from the alligator? Yeah. <laughs> in, the, in the radio, how it goes? Okay, so we have uh, two segments. We don't know how they're going to go. We have uh, Henry, awesome 19-year-old who has autism, but we don't know which way it's going to go. Awesome gangbusters. Seasoned professional radio radio gators. Uh, a danger. Yeah. Hello? Can y'all hear me? I can't move from this spot. These eggs are heavy. Listen to this airplane. Yes. Savannah, go get those eggs. One of them yeah. has a pack of L&Ms in it. I'm there. It'd be, it'd be more fun listening to her Pokemon hunt than yeah. this. That was pretty bad. I got a Quikachu. Oh, but she is ate up with the... Well, you, you spent the, the weekend with her. She's ate up with the, the reptiles, didn't she? I mean, uh, she loves them. She loves them. And she took you out. Yep. I was there where she's at. You Were you? Yes. Listen to the disgust in you your voice. You know where we're finding <laughs> the body. <laughs> Molly, we know, you know where we have to go find the body. <laughs> it's right. funny. She said, I mean, you say it like it. I mean, but, you know, the Star Wars thing for some people is. Well, yeah, yeah. You love yeah. Star Wars. She loves reptiles and gators and stuff. And she got you in there, I guess, uh, holding the gators and everything. Yes. It was so much fun. I say, you looked happy about it, but that could have just been a photo. You know? Oh, I did. I'm no. trying to call her back, and that's not. Uh-oh. It's going straight to voice. Mm. Call that's the gator. A- call the gator. <laughs> yeah, right. Is Trust me. She's fine. Yeah, yeah, the gator yeah. can't eat her. Are you sure? Oh, uh, the, the gator's like nothing. Yeah, and, and the, the gator probably has a better phone plan than she does. Yeah. So. Right, right. <laughs> and, and, her, and her thin's probably more leathery than the gator, so, she, <laughs> <laughs> so she's, uh, she's, she's fine for that. She's fine. She's fine. Right. Um, so, so you got in that, that, that bin with the, uh, with the crocodiles? Not with the crocodiles, but the other one where the gator, like the big 13-foot gator, that was probably the scariest thing I've ever done in my life. Yeah. That when when they were taunting him to come yeah. up so we could see him. And it's not like it's real. Um, Safe, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, prof- honestly, I don't know if I want to say yeah, the word professional. We're not but a, yeah. yeah, but these are like these are like just dudes that live in the swamp. The swamp yeah. brothers yeah. are just guys. Yeah, <laughs> and, I mean, this and, is their backyard. And they're just kind of winging it. To yeah, it's fair. not government controlled or government well, regulated. Fair, once you're in any kind of pen with a gator, there's no control. Yeah. No, well, the guy, the guy will carry a stick is what he has. He's got yeah. a stick, and he's convinced mm. that if he puts the stick yeah. in front of the gator, it has to decide to either go right or left, yeah, and it gets like confused. And Gandalf from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> gator, you shall not pass. That's what he thinks. They got one guy out there. His name is Dr. Gator, but he is not a real doctor of gators. <laughs> no. Not like Dr. Dre. Like no. Dr. Hook? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> All right. Uh, you're listening to the Monster of the Morning. This hour of programming is brought to you in part by Supreme International USA, Kitchen, Bath, and Floors. Visit SupremeFL.com. Who else is going to help you stop the madness? Call now, toll free, 888-970-1041. Real Radio. 104.1. Real Radio. Breaks out, you know, whatever. During the breaks, we'll goof around and stuff in here. And I was trying to make a goof, and, and, and I'm like, I'm, I act like I'm reading news, you know. Yeah. And, and I'm like, oh look, Jeff, uh, Honey Boo Boo, and uh, Mama June are speaking tonight at the at the Republican convention. And he goes, oh yeah, really, really, like like, like that, 
It was supposed to be a shock. It was supposed to be, you've got to be kidding me. And instead, you were like, oh, yeah, that's totally believable. <laughs> totally, totally believable. 100%. You, didn't, you didn't even hiccup. Probably the only people there that didn't play Jaraza since. <laughs> right, 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 right. Tell you what, he could run his son, and one of his sons spoke. I can't remember which one it was, it was last Donald night. Jr. Donald Jr. Yeah. yeah, he did a great job. Yeah, he did yeah. a really, really, really good job. And his daughter was a little, uh, but, I mean, his son sounded yeah. like a total professional. He, well, he does job. that for a living. Or That's the one daughter that you never hear about. It's Tiffany. Tiffany yeah. Trump. And, like, she's, uh, that comes from Marler Maples, right? Yes. Yeah. So she's, like, she's kind of like the odd one out. Which yeah, I, 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 I wonder I if it's weird. She just graduated. She just graduated from college. Yeah, so I think she's just kind of been Trump University, but, but she's got a but, different mom. But, you know, yeah, yeah, they all, but they all seem to. I mean, at least from the surface, they all seem to get along. And like, like, like when they were interviewing the family uh, before at a town hall thing, you know, they let everybody speak and they seemed supportive. Yeah, but yeah, but they got what three or four by the first wife. Yeah, yeah and then were, there's they were all raised by the same by the same the nannies. Yeah. <laughs> by the same yeah. nannies, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Miguel, uh, you were telling us you're going to be at a. Uh, uh, it's a lingerie show out in uh, Jacksonville at this place called Cigar Lounge, uh-huh. and uh, it's it's hosted by the Vintage Hive, which is a lingerie company, and I will be hosting it because I am charming, and when you think of scantily clad, beautiful bodies, first name pops up, Miguel Colon. Miguel Colon. Well, I, I like to keep a list of the different places that you perform. I know we've got the uh, the Swingers Club. That swingers the, Club, done, done that up. Done man. that. You've done uh, now the uh, lingerie, lingerie show, Swingers Club. Sausage House. Yeah, sausage, sausage Castle, man. Castle, there we yeah, go. Yeah, I've, uh, I've done show. I mean, this is a wherever, comedy game. Wherever yeah, people yeah, need to laugh, mean. right? Yeah, yeah. People need to laugh and somebody's paying. I'm there, man. That's what's up. It's yeah. funny. You know, you talk about you're in the comedy game. We did a, a, a question earlier, and it was about in all of entertainment, in all types of entertainment, who is it that uh, dies prematurely before any other? And it was stand-up comics. Stand-up comics, out of all entertainment. Because uh, everybody else is lame and doesn't know how to throw down. Stand-up, <laughs> stand-up comics are like, I'll sort a mountain of that. I don't care. I only work an hour a night. You know? <laughs> right. They, well, they said also, too, that stand-up comics have more stress than actors or than circus performers or, you know, all these different I, radio hosts. I mean, like, the I stress of being stand-up. I the stress of a circus performer because, <laughs> right? you know, that game, I mean, that's what is it, 22 circus performers a day commit suicide? <laughs> really? Uh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, I mean, there's stress in comedy, but I, I think one of the, the – I think one of the, 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 the factors for stand-up comedy, and like I said, I can't speak for acting or, or, mm-hmm. or music, is in stand-up comedy, you can be standing next to, like, greatness in your career and never get there. Like, you could be right, friends right, with sure. all the big comics. Sure. And, and do still, all the right and things. Do all the right things. And yeah. still, just, it's not, it's not in the cards for you at some points. And that might be the same thing with acting. But I know tons of comics, there's tons of comics in big comics entourages that are like, you, I've been you, knocking at the door. You know where you're starting to see that a little bit is a lot of people, we talk about Brian Regan on the show, and a lot of people don't know who Brian Regan right. is. But for years, oh, for 30, 35 years or so, Brian Regan has headlined some of the best rooms in the U.S. and has never played to an empty house. Matter of fact, the guy sells out. You'll never hear about him, but yet he's one of Jerry Seinfeld's best friends. Well, and you think and, about, well, you think about it, too. This, if it, it doesn't happen in sports. There's not 10 guys hanging around LeBron that want to play basketball. 
They're not. They're out. That's done. You know, right, they're, yeah. they're the entourage. There's even in like in music, like you know, you're not you're not rolling with Slash, and you're like, man, I really want to be a great guitarist one day. You're not. You're part of the entourage. Right. But in a comedian entourage, like you said, like Jerry Seinfeld, you're Brian Regan. You're there. You're putting in work. You're also in the game. Yeah, you got. But, the and you're also extremely good at extremely it. good at it's it. Funny. And, and That's extre- what Kevin Hart uh, has yeah. done recently. He's he started a, a, his own tour of all the guys that are in his entourage. They've got all Netflix deals now, and they're, and they're it's a Kevin Hart production. Yeah, Sandler did it. Sandler's yeah, yeah, one of the yeah. famous That's guys what I loved it. about him. He put everybody in his movies and everything. And uh, so, I mean, at stand-up comedy, you could be rolling with all the big dogs, have all the phone numbers to everybody, have all the same uh, connections with bookers and everything, and just still not be just, getting the work. Just and not also that, to, that level work. Man. Yeah, exactly. Do you think it would be difficult? For, uh, I would have to think that most comedians probably like the fact that you're in different places all the time. You prob- If you had to sit in a same cubicle every day and go to one building every day like, like, like we play, do, or you have probably, a Vegas, have you a probably Vegas would show. hate it. Or a Vegas show, yeah. They go to the same room every day. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's uh, a would you hate that? Right now, yeah. yeah. I think there comes a point where you're like, you, you get to that point where you're like, I want to be in Vegas every night because I want to see my kids and stuff. But in the beginning stages, that's not there. Like, I want to be, you know, I'm envious to anybody who's just in their car right now doing 50 cities in 50 days because every comic wants that. You, you want to see everything. Well, Seagull yeah. hasn't been home for three weeks. I mean, yeah. if you go out there, that guy's, in, if you watch where he's posting from on Facebook every day, he's in a different small town playing a different little uh, different little yeah. comedy club, just trying to get his name out there and, and become a household name. Yeah. Hey, Jimmy, and, how long did Carrot Top, uh, how long was he on the road before he got that? Didn't he get the Vegas deal like you, right away? I, I was just about to say, you have to understand, I think a lot of the guys actually can seek that. Now, I know a lot of the casinos will go after some of the names they, they know that will translate nationwide because people come from all over to go to Vegas, and I still think it's a relatively rare thing, but it's Miguel, the funny thing is, is here on the show for 23 years, we've interviewed people who have been a part of sitcoms, who've been in comedy, got a TV show like Gardell, yeah. and, then, and then what we find is this. This is almost always the pattern. They on the road, they love it. Then they hate it. Then they want a sitcom job. They do that for eight years. Then they hate that. And they go back And to they want to go the back road. on the road because that longing is always there to travel and do comedy at different and, pa- and uh, places. And the devil you know. Like, you get a sitcom deal. I've talked to a lot of comics that I've known that have worked on sitcoms, pilots, or, or been in. And there's this fear now that they didn't have before when they were on the road. Because when they're on the road, they know, I'm going to book shows. I'm going to do 60 shows in 80 days. I'm going right. to make that money. The sitcom fear comes, oh, God, is this the last sitcom I'm going to do? What if yeah. this gets canceled? Sure. What if I get replaced? And a lot of guys, it, you know, it, this sounds really weird, but but a lot of guys want to go back to just the grind because they're like in the grind well, you of doing shows, it. yeah. and it's up to me. Well, yeah. And the grind, it's my call yeah. if, if I make money or if I don't. Yeah. Do, you, no, do you recall if, if Carrot Top went right to Vegas, or did he do stand-up no, before? He, he, remember, was he, was going, on the, he was road for a pretty good while, I thought. Oh, he was. Yeah, he was on the road. Remember, he had that big semi-truck. And it was not just him coming in with uh, him and his in a bottle of water and saying, "Hey, you know, where's the mic?" I mean, it was a production. He had like a four-person staff that would just move him from city to city oh, right, right. because of all the props and the big setup. So his stage show wasn't just a mic. I mean, it was a, it was it looked like the old Wheel of Fortune set. What it looked like just a bunch of prizes and stuff in the back where he would work his way through the crowd. Well, of course. What sucks is towing all that stuff around. It costs a lot of money. Yeah. What better thing than set it up in one place yeah. and have people come to you to do the show at at the minimum forty dollars a ticket? Yeah, minimum. Yeah, you know when when I used to do the old Jeff Howell show, you know, with all the you know that was the dogs best. and stuff. Dog, yeah, that, was, uh, that was what it was that great. Was. You used to have a minivan. And yeah, take yeah, all yeah, stuff yeah. 
And and the thing is, uh, it, the songs were just a stepping stone to do funny stuff. Right. Okay. I never would call myself a stand-up comic because I got much respect for what you guys go through. As you should. Bow yeah. down, kiss the ring. The ring is worn so you can kiss I will. it, Jeff. I will. I, um, and, like and, but when I used to do that show, I would get and people would go, well, "Do you get nervous?" And I go, "I don't get nervous so much as just kind of." anxious because you want it to go good because you're standing there and you're throwing out stuff and how am i going to make it funny tonight and the fact that i never wrote any new jokes or anything (laughs) that that might but how am i going to make it funny tonight and i would get anxious before i'd get to the gig i want this to be a good night but now that i play music i'm just totally relaxed and yeah yeah but nobody likes me (laughs) (laughs) so let's get it it. what what year did macarena come out uh, 97, 98. Yeah, when yeah. he was still doing the uh, Macarena joke in 2013, yeah. I was like, Jeff. I'm going to tell you this. Yeah, I, who's the first person to beg me to do it again? I know. I, I said comedy. I didn't say the same comedy. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be specific. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, you know, oh, okay. I thought you were to rehash it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you meant rehash the Macarena joke. People, it was comedy at one time. Uh, yeah, I said wear a shirt, not a tank top. <laughs> one of my favorite things, too, is when you just said that. So many people come up to me and they're like, you know what you should do? And yeah. I'm like, yeah, I do, because I'm the one laying up at night every night yeah. thinking of what I yeah. should do. I should yeah. turn around right now and walk away. Yeah. Oh, my, my favorite is, uh, can I give you some advice? Yeah. I go, no. No. Yeah, no. no. Um, so uh, so a lot of people, this is the, the time of year, a lot of people go on vacation, and uh, they, they've got a warning of things that if you're going on vacation with your spouse, either for the first time or someone that you, you know, th- these are... Fi- is the number one answer Xanax? These are things that uh, people fight about to oh. be careful of, to, oh, you know, sure. to try not to, to fight about. For, so yeah. so we've all been on vacation before with, with a spouse. Like, what, uh, what, what do you think, uh, and they've got them in order of, of, like, which things they argue about the most. What do you think is the uh, the number one thing... People argue about when they're on a trip together. Oh, radio. Stick it. No, no. Stick into a plan. Uh, let's see here. Hold on. Hold on. The is this radio road tripping or just travel in general? Uh, yeah, because it's, this, this it doesn't say. It just says travel in general. Savannah? And number number six is arguing about what's on the radio. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Very good. Yeah. Well, if you're traveling. Uh, to argue about what you're listening to. Because the rule is, if you're driving, then you get to control it's the radio. Choice, yeah. yeah, and, the, and, the, and if, if there's more than two people in the car, the co-pilot is the passenger on the driver's side, and their job is to navigate and adjust volume. But yes. they have no say in what station. <laughs> navigation is number four on the list. People argue about navigation. Uh, now, it used to be a lot worse, because it used to be it was like someone's got to hold a map. Yeah. You oh know? Now you got GPS, so really, I don't think yeah. navigation would be that big of a, a problem, would you? It's still, it's going to be a problem. I because, still get lost. Yeah, man. And, and still there's somebody who, there's always that dude, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to knock men, but there's yeah. always that dude who, no matter what the map says, he's like, no. I know a fact. Think about it this way. Think about it this way. The way that the GPS is like if you're using your phone or whatever, and it's never as quick as you need it to be. Yeah. When it's telling you, I'll make it right here, and then you're like going through four lanes of traffic to try to make this right. So people still get you know put themselves uh, in tough situations listening to their GPS. And I'm always I'm like she doesn't know what she's talking about, you know. And, and I'll <laughs> go ahead, yeah, British woman. Stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I'm usually right. I got to tell you. Uh, you go ahead. This would probably be a big one with me, but uh, air conditioning. Not on the list. Really? Yeah. You're a cold right. man like me. <laughs> yeah. Cold, cold. Now the other one with me is the other one with me is. Uh, are you going to leave that uh, house arrest ankle bracelet at home? Or, um... <laughs> yeah, you're one of those guys probably like, look, uh, turn off the air conditioner. Yeah. Oh, on the window. Oh, oh, I'm trying to drink abs- my sink. <laughs> just, just the opposite. Oh. I, I No, because I die in this heat. I don't know why I live here. I, I'm, I'm 10 degrees hotter than everybody. 
Yeah, yeah. Not looks wise. <laughs> but, but and you're I, from Louisiana, which know, is not it's, known it's for hot, its cold weather. It's hot there. I don't know why I moved here, but I moved here. You should live in Alaska. Yeah. I should, but I'm stuck here. Yeah, yeah. Okay, the, ra- the racism used to keep me a little cooler in Louisiana. Yeah, because right? yeah. everybody loves that comedy that I used to do. And, uh, but what I'm saying is, when I, when, I got my, when I got my car, I get in my car now, I not only have the front AC on, but I take the two vents that blow on the back people and I turn them forward yeah. on my head. How much water do you drink, Jeff? None. That's why. Is yeah. it really? Yes, you're, you're dehydrated. You, you yeah. need to drink a lot more water. Oh, okay. that, hey, Jeff, did you ask him for this advice? See, once again. <laughs> Give me advice. <laughs> uh, you know, your body temperature is probably boiling at all times. Yeah, it probably is. Here's the uh, fifth thing. I'll, it says people argue about on their first vacation or vacations together, uh, and that is figuring out where to eat. Like if you're in a new uh, town, yeah, yeah, yeah. a new place. That's always because the, cause the guy's like, where do you want to eat? She's like, anywhere. And he's like, all right, this? I saw this. Mm, I don't want to go there. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, but, but where do you want to eat? Wayne House it anywhere. is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or if you're on vacation and, and they were like, I want to go to Chipotle. Well, let's go to some place. Well, we're in Chicago. Let's go oh. to some place that's uh, yeah. Chicago type. I, I flip out with comics when we're on the road, when we're like driving and we're like, we're like deep somewhere we've never been before. We're like in North Carolina and there's a place like Rusty's Barbecue Shack. And I'm like, oh, Rusty's. And they're like, mm, let's just go to Wendy's. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah, You're yeah. never going to be at Rusty's Barbecue Shack again. Like it's got a, con- a Confederate flag on there. You know it's good. <laughs> yeah. It's got to be great. Yeah. Barbecue, yeah. It's uh, made with hate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they cooked it with hate wood. Uh, it says here uh, another time when people fight a lot. It says okay, like a warning. Be careful. This is a hot spot. Right. Uh, and that is uh, waiting in line at airports. Is when a lot of fights uh, break out. Damn, really? Uh, yeah. you got, that's when you got the bad girlfriend already. When it, when 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 she's already complaining about the radio station, uh, you know the AC, the line. You shouldn't be with her. She sucks, dude. Everybody understands you have to wait at the airport. What could yeah. that possibly do to cause an argument? I, I mean, I guess it there's makes nothing people, either one of you guys can do to make it yeah. go any faster. Just chill and have a nice conversation. Yeah, it, it does make some people grumpy though to have to sit and yeah. wait and you know. And it's, it's annoying, are, but you know it's coming. You, it's an annoyance that we're gonna have yeah. to do so that we can fly like humans can't like, do i'm the most impatient human in the world and i am not that illogical where i understand that it's not going to move any quicker for me just because yeah. i'm impatient this, you just have to chill yeah because the girl complains you're rolling that joint too slow hurry you know? <laughs> <laughs> and it says here that uh, with this study they found that most of the fights on a vacation happen right outside the uh right, right outside the terminal where you get your bags that people fight about you know, struggling to who's going to carry the the most amount of bags, my and who's going to get this bag and that bag. Yeah. And this like, is making the, me feel a lot better about my relationship. Yeah. This guy didn't. This guy didn't uh, interview anybody. He's just like, and you know what people argue about? How Lisa? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that bitch. Yeah. and your sister Lisa. Yeah, because all of those are really illogical. I yeah. mean, really, honestly, it's mo- oh, it comes out of angel. Oh, Russ, I love the angel, <laughs> angel. Oh, there you, sir. Uh, it says here that the, these are the things that are the big. Biggest triggers for arguments on trips. It warns people against these things and, and to be careful at this particular, you know, these times. So when you're going to look for something to eat, that's when an argument could happen. Navigation, that's when one can happen. Uh, in the airport, there's a bunch of different things here at the airport. Uh, and then uh, struggling to get your bags. and says men should grab as many bags as possible. Well, of course. Yeah, the man I pay. Here you go, porter. Yep. You know? <laughs> the biggest thing that even comes up. And uh, and like a situation when we're in a terminal waiting or, you know, we've tried a little bit lately is charging your devices. 
Yeah. Like, oh, you know, because yeah. like we'll bring one charger for the room, and usually uh, because our you know our devices stay. But my wife runs uh, has a Big Mac computer; she has to run for work at all times, and pretty much is tethered to that thing mm. the entire time she's anywhere. It has to go with us everywhere. She has to have access to that computer, right? You said Big Mac computer. I, 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 just totally totally <laughs> um, I would totally eat that computer with cheese. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, you fight about it. You, over the charging cord can be a little contentious at times. Yeah, but what if you have a Big Mac computer? <laughs> Sorry, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't yeah. mean to incite that. She's going to eat it first. <laughs> then, I go, then, of course, how could you possibly know, right? I mean, oh, I'm tripping man. out. Does the sauce going to affect the screen? Oh, my God. Have you seen the new Burger King hard drive? <laughs> All right, when we come back, we'll do a little Monster Sports. You're listening to the Monster of the Morning. single waking moment with high definition LASIK. And now it's more affordable than ever. Email me dirtygym at realradio.fm Mornings on Real Radio 104.1. Remember that tomorrow night, Dirty Jim's going to be at the Daytona Beach Kennel Club, the third Thursday poker tournament. Your chance to win some uh, win some cash. If you're at yeah. his table and you knock Dirty Jim out of the tournament, then you very well could get. What, it's up to two hundred fifty bucks. Uh, yeah, up to two fifty, dude. And if you and if you knock him out, I'll throw in an extra fifty myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> I'm from Brooklyn. <laughs> I'm from Brooklyn. All right, now it's for Angel to bring you Monster Sports. Monster Sports is brought to you by my friends over at Tropical Ford. They're selling some trucks right now. You can get an F-150 XL Sport Super Cab from $29,100. There's 0% financing is available. you got to check the dealer for all the details. Over 70 F-150s have got to go. they got to find another barn. Remember, Tropical Ford is your home with a free lifetime oil change. They have special finance deputies on site to iron out any credit hiccups. Tropical Ford is located on Orange Blossom Trail in beautiful South Orlando. While you're there, holler at my girl Bubbles. Why? She's a mermaid. That's one. Oh. And she misses me. Oh. Let her she know. Does. Yeah, let her know I'm all right. Mermaids need love, too. Yeah. All right, big news, Orlando City. We've handled it. We've got, our, uh, we've got a new head coach. Really? Yeah, so it was announced last night. John Christ is the new head coach for Orlando City. Young guy. Good looking oh, dude. Yeah, um, a little bit of history for him. He's 43 years old. Uh, he's a former player. Uh, so he started, he captained Real Salt Lake, leading it to a league title in 2009. Then he took over as head coach for New York City FC. Then where when he didn't lead them to the playoffs, he was, uh, you know, uh, let go. And then uh, as of late, he was uh, on the assistant for the U.S. men's national team under uh, head coach uh, Jurgen Klinsmann. 
So now he's Duh, uh, everybody knows that angel. It's yeah, pronounced so- Jurgen. Yeah. <laughs> didn't you see the three dots in the line? They don't over have the it on the copy that yeah. I have. Sorry, sir. The um- I never took German. Yeah. The umlaut was easily. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought he was talking about something like Kia. He's talking about Jurgen. Jurgen. Jurgen Klinsmann. Jurgen. Um, and so then he'll make his debut as the uh, Orlando City head coach uh, this Saturday, July the 23rd at Columbus Crew. And the coverage starts here at Real Radio 104.1 at 7 p.m. So, uh, are most fans happy about this? Uh, uh, this is pick? the move. This was the one move they could that they had to make. Uh, yeah. The guy's real popular, um, and uh, I think it's a, a comfortable feeling with him because he is a known quantity in MLS circles. He's not, yeah. you know, people know are very aware of who he is. Good. Uh, Brock Lesnar's in, in it deep. Oh, what'd he do? He seems like such a nice character. Not only did Brock uh, fail the drug test before the fight, he failed the drug test they took day, day of fight. Oh, <laughs> He's wow. like, so he, like, he was in... Uh, For the uh, same thing, the doping thing? And it, actually, he failed what they found in his blood, uh, apparently, and I don't know if it's indicative of both tests. About a quarter but, ounce of Jurgen. <laughs> but what they're saying is that they, he failed, he tested positive for the same drug that John Jones mm-hmm. had in his blood, which is that estrogen blocker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, don't want them boobs. Uh, Tell yeah. me more about this estrogen blocker. Yeah. <laughs> so How to avoid it. it. Yeah. So, okay, so... Uh, I think yeah. I could take it while folding towels. So the day of the, the, day of the, the fight, the last thing they want to do is cancel on the other The only other big draw they have. Yeah. You're talking millions of That's dollars. That's a good question so you, on so the like, timing of when they found like, all this man, out. Yeah, it's a day of, oh my God, my guess, God who just, like, guess who just failed? Big dumb in there just failed. Yeah. And, uh, uh, we well, need somebody other than the Russian government to do this testing. <laughs> well, then, yeah. We're at, oh, yeah, well, that's happening uh, today, uh, right? I don't know. But anyway, so the day, yeah, the day of the fight, they found out that Brock Lesnar failed it, and you can't. If you pull Did him, they, you okay, don't have any reason to watch. Know. That's the part I, I don't know. I, the, from what I read, I don't know if they found out about Brock at the same time they found about uh, found out about John. They Jones. have audio of it here. They have the audio of the doctor looking over the drug test. Here it is. Yeah. And everything is, oh, God! Oh, God! Uh, everything's fine. Everything's fine. I, I heard that one drop of Lesnar's blood got on the doctor, and he could immediately bench 450. Yeah. walls. And, he, and he, he ran from here to South Carolina and back. This type of steroid hasn't been around since 1968. So what they're saying here is, according to the UFC anti-doping partner, USADA, Lesnar fa- failed a June 28th out-of-competition test as well as a fight night test in connection with the July 9th pay-per-view. So the way also that failed a sixth-grade spelling yeah. test. Yeah. So what they're yeah. saying, the way they're making it sound is that they didn't know until the night of that he or they they pulled blood or his yeah. sample the night of. He also uh, failed Norman, a normal head shape for a human. Yeah. Brock Lesnar gave away any Fs he had at all. Yeah. Like, I'm like, just saying, man, we saw what all the people who weren't doped uh, fought like that night. I was pretty entertained by Brock Lesnar, so yeah, maybe we need some more dope. Every one of their major guys has been popped before. Yeah. The, la- the last 10 UFCs since, yeah, they really? s- yeah. since they've started doing yeah. this testing, all the major guys have wow. popped. That's Here, why they w- didn't want to do this. I'm curious. I would like to hear from or you know, or just talk to more U- hardcore UFC fans because I get the impression, and it's the same thing with b- hardcore baseball fans uh, during their scandal. I don't think the fans care. Oh, I the genuinely fans, the fans do not. Care. I don't think because they they want you know they kicked down what it, the seventy five hundred bucks for the fight. They yeah. wanted to see a good fight night. That's Angel, what they wanted. Let me tell you, I think that if you polled most fans of all sports, 
Most fans would say, let them juice all they want. Yeah. I want to see you want to be I want to see human beings do the yeah. absolute most they can. Entertain I'm still, us. I'm still voting for helmet to helmet. I don't care what the results yeah. are. I want, I, want, I want 500 foot homers and 103 mile an hour yeah. fastballs yeah. to be the norm. I want guys 36 years old retired and shaking all day long. <laughs> we let it happen with our movie stars. If you guys yeah. don't think. That those movie stars, those actors are juicing up. Well, it's HGH. HGH. Those guys, right? I love, I love The Rock, but there is come on, no way a human being can look like that yeah. with just perfection. Whatever. How about Stallone? Yeah. Dude, have you Where's seen that dude shirtless or Schwarzenegger? Yeah. You're telling me those guys aren't, aren't don't have some kind of help? Where are they getting the HGH? Where do you get it from? You get it from your doctor, guy. Dude. From your guy, because your guy. Yeah, you're you're rich enough to have guys showing up. Like yeah. Russ had a guy. Russ was connected to the Derek uh, to the Alex uh, Rodriguez. This was a long time he ago. Our show before he ever got busted. Russ, we all could have been looking like gods. No, I was I was working dude, the same on it, and, they they and they got busted. I had to go to. This is what I had to do. I went to this this. It was a doctor's office. Office, yeah. right? It was an office. It was like really <laughs> sketchy. And they're like, look, here's what you got to do. You got to go into this room, and there was a video. And this was the before. This was at the Magic Mall. This yeah. was before that we had FaceTime on our yeah. TVs, right? And, and so it was really weird. And, a little and it was hole. Like, you go in this room, and you sit in front of this uh, this camera, and um, then you watch a TV screen, and there was some doctor who was in another state. And he's like, so you want to change? I'm like, yes. And he's yeah. like, okay, yeah. uh, we'll mail you the script. I'm like, cool. And, then, and so then they came on, and we did an interview with the doctor. Yeah. So I'm like, this must be legit. The doctor's yeah. talking. About three weeks later, because yeah, yeah. she because she talked about it on the air, was arrested. Was arrested. It's I mean, like full on, like taken out and arrested. Look, this, like I didn't know. It, I thought it was legit. Ba- it's a doctor. Basically, it's the same exact thing you have to go through to get a medical marijuana card. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. You would, basically look at a doctor. He goes, "How you feeling?" I go, "Eh." He goes, "You need some marijuana." Yeah. yeah. But I would, I would, yeah, dude, I the would, same guy that's hooking you up with your t- t- testosterone should be able to give you your HDH. No, it's Dr. Umplapot. That's a real doctor. It's a real... It's, it's, yeah, but you a, don't know how to like fake it. Like, hey, I'm really feeling tired. Yeah. I don't think they can... I'm, I'm feeling less masculine. My yeah. real doctor won't give me HDH. Yeah. No, you are super obese. You cannot have that. <laughs> I will pour it on my cereal if yeah. I can find yeah, some. That's why they don't give it to you, because yeah. they know that the reason why they don't do that is because you know, dudes will be brushing their teeth with it. Oh, yeah. They, yeah. Can't, they can't just use the amount because they automatically yeah. think, well, it, if, a, this, if this is this much better, that means five times as much will be five times as better. It's yeah. an Those enema? Are stupid people. All right, it's an enema. Need, Fine, I'll do it. Yeah, I need to sell it on the street. Oh, yeah. Because uh, your drug dealer's always worried you're going to die and he's going to lose a client. Yeah. He's like, whoa, you've been you've been coming here for a lot of HGH, Russ. Yeah, <laughs> here's a joint. I want you to chill Look, for a couple go, weeks. You can go to Canada and get it at yeah. any pharmacy in Canada. You yeah. can? Why, why are yeah. Canadians looking all buff then? Yeah. Like, why, why, oh, because it's you, the same reason that you can order from Canada. You can order the little magic blue pills without a prescription. Oh, really? Oh, look at Russ. He's like, hey, Wendy. Get on. Hey, Wendy, I'll be home today. (laughs) Since we do it so much, we probably should do that. I mixed HGH with the blue pill. Wow, that's a party right there. Your penis is just ripped. It has abs. Heads up, Russ, too. Whenever you go to a, a doctor's office and yeah. it's in a strip mall and you walk in and all they're doing is shredding files, that's not probably, a good yeah, one. It's probably not a real doctor. Yeah. Either that or you, are you Miguel, still in Hillary's office. Miguel, yeah. It was like that. It was crazy. It was like it was like they just set up uh, and the files were on a desk. They're like, yeah. come on to this next room. I'm like, okay. Go into the next room. And it was some doctor on his TV screen. Boiler room doctor's did, office. Did he, and I didn't ask any questions. <laughs> I was like, hey, cool. Did he try to show you Star Wars and tell you to take your shirt yeah. off? That was a totally different thing. Hey, little boy. Do you want to see a good sci-fi movie? What else you got, buddy? Uh, talking about uh, amazing feats of um, athleticism. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Um, you guys familiar with the baseball player Araldis Chapman? Nope. 
Heard of him. Uh, so Aroldis, oh, it's the, the pitcher, yeah. Yeah, just the other day, threw a 105.1-mile-per-hour pitch. Yep. There's a documentary right now on Netflix about the fastball. Yep. And uh, Mr. Phillips uh, told me about it. I got a chance to watch it. It's awesome. At that time, he was in that, he was in that documentary, yep. and he had the fastest documented fastball. Okay, yeah. was 103. Right. Just the other day, he throws 105. Wow. wow. So, And then what's funny is... Is, if that, you, is, that, is that fast? Is that okay, good? Okay, so at 105 <laughs> miles an hour, that is so fast that you're... Your brain, n- not just you, Russ, in particular. I'm just saying in general. Most guys. You're picking on me again. No, 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 no. <laughs> Our brain can't fire off enough synapses to register a 105-mile-per-hour that, fastball. That's why, that's why they've said for years the most difficult thing in professional sports is hitting a major league fastball. Yeah. That is the single most difficult event in all of professional sports is hitting a professional, uh, professionally pitched baseball uh, for a hit. It doesn't even have to be for a homer. Just in play for a hit. And what's neat is your reaction uh, time is less than a tenth of a second or something, isn't yeah, it? And again, it's the uh, documentary is called Fastball. It's on Netflix. It's what's good. awesome is all these guys that you are aware of. Um, they got um, uh, D- Derek Jeter's in Nolan there and everything. No, all these guys, the guys that threw amazing fastball, fastballs, the guys that tried to hit these fastballs, and they're like quotes about it. Like um, uh, Derek Jeter's was, "Look, when you hear a fastball." You realize you don't want any part of it. It yeah. sounds like trouble. So that was that was Piper Chapman on Netflix. You said right? Uh, no, it's Fastball on uh, Netflix. Oh, oh, Fastball. Uh, the guy that threw the hundred and uh, hundred and five uh, mile per hour fast pitches, Araldus Chapman. Oh, Chapman. Okay, that's yeah. pronounced Jorgen Chapman. Yeah. Hey, you ready for this? What do you think the reaction time is for a one hundred mile an hour fastball to hit it? Super fast. Faster than me turning off 60 minutes. 33 milliseconds. Oh, my God. Good God. It's kind of got a guess. How many parsecs? A a third of a second. Is it? Third of a second, right? Yeah. Or 33 milliseconds, that's like a a third of a tenth of a second. So it's actually even less than that. I guess. 0.003? It says 0.380. So oh, okay. oh, 0.380? Yeah, 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 about oh. third, right? I think at yeah, that, that point, you just, you just watch the pitcher's shoulder, and once it moves, you just swing. Well, you know? yeah. Yeah. Just for the record, that's exactly what you yeah. do. Yeah. That's why if you watch different pitchers, Johnny Cueto is the one that does it well. He's got three different deliveries, which is really unique. Johnny Cueto? Yeah, yeah. That's a badass Re- name. Really, really unique delivery. <laughs> he started for the, uh, I think he started for the American League this year. Or I can't remember what league he's in. Maybe sure. American and actually, he was a starting pitcher, and he's got a quick step he's got a big wind up and that is because you have to mask the where the ball is from also they teach you to hold the ball so that the hitter can't see it until the last minute because even though you're throwing it that hard yeah. at the major league level there's still guys hitting that one every three times sure. successfully hmm. uh, what i find always funny is when uh retired basketball players or football players, any retired guys yeah, yeah, yeah. and they start talking about you know who's the greatest oh, or yeah. their you know their eras of uh, Era. of being in sure. sports, professional sports, yeah, and um, even guys that we really admire, they succumb to these kind of trap questions. Uh, so, legendary NBA center Shaquille O'Neal yeah. was asked about Tim Duncan's merits and asked about uh, if, if Tim Duncan was worthy of being or going down as one of the best big men in NBA history. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, I know what his answer. Now, he's should. a forward, right? He, they have him as a power forward, power but he's forward, always right. kind of played between that and center, really. Yeah, look, here's okay, – and then so Shaq's response was, I only have one beef uh, with how they're throwing this around. They're saying that he's one of the greatest big men. Do you count forwards as big men? Okay, because yeah. I don't. That's what I've, I've always – I was always taught that a big man was a center. Yep. Um, and I know we got a new new rules and they don't have a center spot anymore. I agree with Kazam. 
It's ridiculous. Kazam's right. No, he's wrong. It's and it's ridiculous. Anybody who's played basketball knows. Okay, decisions are broken broken down between one and five, right? So one is your point guard, two is your shooting guard. The three, the three, four, and five are considered big man positions. They are. So yeah. So depending on you have a power, you have a small forward, a power forward, and a center. But the center is always the tallest, always the biggest, always the biggest. Well, not necessarily. When you use a word like always, that makes you wrong because that's an absolute. There are no absolutes. So in sports, and in any sport, there's no absolute. So there are centers, there are great centers that were 6'8", 6'7". You know, there's just how then, they played the position. And, and there's power forwards that are going to go down as great for being yeah. a seven-foot power forward. Oh, yeah. uh, I, 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 I knew a big, a big man that was 5'11 and drank a lot of Jack and Coke. So, yeah. <laughs> you're right. True. There are different big men. Yeah. Yeah. He was, yeah. That makes him great yeah. already. Yeah. What, if, what if Shaq would have been like, look, I don't, I don't consider him a big man. Bo the big man rose. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a big man. That's a big man. That's a big man. So he's just—I mean—he's just the le- most recent example. Yeah. All these guys, when they when it comes to them talking about their time in their sport, you know, they were the best. They- So one of the stories we talked about yesterday was a story about Leslie Jones. Leslie Jones, is uh, um, she's from Saturday Night Live. She's yep. also one of the stars of Ghostbusters, which I highly recommend. If you haven't seen it. Oh, you saw it? it? Oh, it was very funny. Really? It really I, I, but just by the trailer, I didn't think I was going was to like right. it. And then Winnie and I went to see it, and it was very, very funny. Oh, I just it, it, It's one of those... You know, you walk out happy. Yeah. You know, every character is likable. Yeah. And Leslie filmed. Jones is one of the characters that it, that is extremely likable. Yes. It was filmed in Brooklyn. You know, right. But, yeah. um, but, uh, but anyway, so uh, <laughs> Leslie Jones uh, made the news yesterday because she was getting a lot of racist remarks from people who would, like, you know, take pictures of, of gorillas and apes and say, this looks like you, and, oh, and called her all kinds of I mean, the N-word, horrible things. So uh, it came out today that Twitter, now I don't know how they just narrowed it down to one person, but there was one particular guy that I this guess. This particular guy has got a very, very seedy rela- uh, a relationship or reputation online. He's uh, also uh, the editor of Breitbart. I mean, let's be, he's, uh, he's uh, really? part of a, cons- a huge conservative news um, uh, media company. Okay, so, so he's already been on their raid. This is not the, his first incident with them. So they were waiting for him to do something else, kind of. Yeah. Uh, and and this, uh, th- you know, this made news, and so they banned him from Twitter, right? Yeah, forever. Yeah, they did. Uh, yeah, forever. They, yeah. yeah, he's done. Uh, and so Milo Yiannopoulos. Yeah, Milo. He's a British journalist, uh, and he works with Breitbart, and you've seen him on a ton of memes where it shows him dissecting the facts on on certain issues and right. seems like a real world-class douchebag okay so they didn't just uh, ban him for what he said about leslie jones that just was like this the straw guy, that broke the camel's back exactly this guy's had, had has had a reputation and he's been suspended before they um you know how well, one of the things that you want everyone desires this on um twitter is to get the check mark the verified. Well, yeah, they, yeah. they but, just they just made it where everybody can be verified now. Yeah. Well, he well he ha- had that before they did that uh, a year ago or a year and a half ago. He had that. They took that away from him. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've just suspended him from to- for you know a couple different times at, uh, right. for different things. But the, in this particular case, they were able to basically quantify that a lot of the visceral uh, hate that she was getting and right. other things and, and, yeah. and other creations that have become part of the. 
the world of social media where you know you're they're hating on certain people to be black they're hating on these people to be gay. we're starting from this him, guy from yeah. the, him i mean him like not not just you know he was the one that would start it so it was able like he's like let's say if there was a a hit list for the number one troll on mm-hmm. internet or the or on twitter he's the guy now does wow. it say that uh does it say whether they're planning on doing more banning of people that because uh, there's a lot of people that, that that's their life they love to go on uh the hate, social media the and just be hateful and mean yeah. uh are they going to start from banning the, from the impression i got from the statement is that they're really just going to start enforcing the rules that they have in place they admitted that they have been lax on that they have um because there is there are guidelines to use twitter's uh, service, right? Yeah. You know, not everyone's entitled to it. You don't get to uh, have a Twitter account just because. And so, what they've said in their statement was that the rules, that, the existing rules that they have, they're going to be more uh, more diligent yeah. about enforcing the, those. Did Al-, Al Qaeda was using uh, Twitter well, a lot. ISIS, Al Qaeda, every every you know uh, terrorist group uses it. They, well, they, said, they ban them as well, right? They t- if they, they can figure out who who they are. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of weird because. At the same time, you also need some of that to know what's going on because they they kind of talk about a lot of things that are going to happen in the future. Right. They have a news – ISIS has a news agency handle. It's insane, but people sit there and wait to, to hear about it. What's this is that? what Twitter said, Russ, if you want to know. We've seen an uptick in the number of accounts violating these policies and have taken enforcement actions against these accounts, ranging from warnings that also require the deletion of tweets, violating our policies, to permanent – Suspension. This is the beginning of what should have happened for a long time now. The, the social media has been the Wild West, especially on Twitter, because of uh, basically you can do whatever you want on there. But it, it's not a fir- it's not a free speech issue. I think a lot of people are trying to bring up, right. oh, you know, I, I should have my free speech. No, 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 no. You've gone into their business, yes. their right. world, You're correct, and they have rules and regulations. You can go out on the street and scream that Miss Jones, yeah, yeah, blank, blank, you, blank. You know, yeah. nobody's going to stop you. But it's a two different things. Sure, it's like it's like if you're a waiter in my restaurant, uh, free speech doesn't mean you can go out and yell f all right. the time while you're working for me. Correct. Yeah, 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 I can fire you. You can go you go yell f all you want. And I've been kicked off of Facebook twice, or not really? fully, but they've warned me uh, because one was a picture that we put up f- through our photography by Navarro page, which was uh, my wife does models and yeah. and, and, and uh, maternity. And it just showed some extra kid in the uh, skin. Somebody flagged it. And then recently, I put up a picture of uh, Pikachu by the toilet, and there was a shadow of a gigantic wiener, which was hilarious. But it said, I found Pikachu. I thought it was quite funny. Yeah. And put it up. Everybody loved it. Somebody flagged that and kicked me off. Now, blogging Molly has, has been, kicked, been off. kicked off of Facebook for how long? I was kicked off for a day. What'd you do? Was it a day? or what? Yeah, it was a it was day. It was a day. Um, I didn't do anything, but because I'm admin on so many different pages, somebody else posted something, and it knocked me off of all of Facebook. I've been gotten the warning before because of things other people have posted, but this was the first time I was completely kicked off, couldn't even access my personal page. Damn. It was a Facebook vacation. <laughs> well, you, you were glad, though, weren't you? A little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, vacation. What's funny is that this guy, just like Carlos mentioned, so this guy, you know, uh, feels like it's an infringement on his uh, freedom of speech, and there he wraps rest. himself in the flag of, yeah, I see that. Yeah. In the flag of, oh, they, you know, ISIS has got Twitter accounts, and all these other tr- uh, 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 terrorists have Twitter accounts, and you're going to come after little old me. You know what I mean? Yeah, so he's sure. trying to he's trying to make himself come yeah, off as sure. the yeah, victim. It says after uh, Ghost uh, actor, uh, oh, I'm sorry, uh, uh, Ghostbusters actress. Uh, Leslie Jones was pummeled by hate on Monday. Twitter finally decided to do something uh, and take, took some action. But it was just against one person. There's a lot of hate out there. 
Well, uh, not, not only that, I mean, what's to say that he just doesn't get a new email address and start up a new Twitter account under a different name? For sure. Yeah. You know, They'll find him. They usually can you know, really? track the This IP is what the CEO, uh, Jack Dorsey, of Twitter had to say. People should be able to express diverse opinions and beliefs on Twitter, but no one deserves to be su- uh, subjected to targeted abuse online, and our rules prohibit inciting or engaging in the tactic of abuse, harassment of others. Over the past 48 hours in particular, we've seen an uptick, and this is the other part where Carlos was mentioning, um, of the um, of accounts violating this, and they're taking enforcement action. So this is coming from the head guy. Right. And, and another, I was trying to find the one where he ad- admitted or stated that maybe in the past Twitter was slow to act on this or enforce these rules, yeah. and now it's come to a uh, a time where they can't do that anymore, or they feel that they have to be more proactive. Okay, this guy, in early 2016, this same guy was part of his self-titled, and I will use the word that's on here, the dangerous fact. Tour. Can you say yeah. yeah. Uh, where he delivered speeches in universities in North America, including Rutgers and University of Pittsburgh, uh, to talk about um, you know it's just some people, man. They're born and all they want to do is cause havoc. So he, right. he was he was hateful towards gay people. Yeah, yeah. in a long line in Black Lives well, Matter and and yeah. Oh. oh man, insane. Hmm. Yeah, so you've, you've probably seen a lot of his posts all the time, you know, the random memes that pop up that people share. So, so I mean, there's a lot of hateful stuff that I've seen on on uh, Twitter. So how far so does you it can have still to go? Put, like, if you want to put up hateful stuff, yeah. you can still do that. What they're saying is if you start, if, if someone starts Inciting? attacking you yeah. specifically, yeah. they're going to start trying to step in and, and, and monitor that and trying to clean that up. Oh, you, you know, keep, you can well, spout. Good, I you, can keep you, busy. Yeah, you can spout, <laughs> spout whatever you want to spout. But when you start narrowing the focus and going after someone specifically, and yeah. this is what happened with Leslie, yeah. um, that's where you're going to get the, their attention. Yeah. And then one of the other stories, too, they had this morning was that uh, used to be to get verified on Twitter. And basically all it is, they give you a little blue check mark, and they verify that, you know, that, that is you. You're a normal. Uh, and, and you had to be a celebrity in order to do it. Uh, oh. But now they're making it so everybody can be verified as long as you can uh, verify your, your, I guess, your driver's license or verify it's you in some way. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm not giving them my driver's It doesn't license. make it as special. What a big deal that Eric Weber made of that. Remember back in the day? Oh, he couldn't wait to get verified, yeah. He thought it was the biggest deal in the world. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was a number of, I thought you had to have a, a certain number of followers to even qualify. No, it was, it was always a, it a was fluctuating me. algorithm because there was people that had really small amounts, but it was your impact on your followers and how much, like, was, it, it was verified. a combination of retweets and uh, there was a percentage of what followers you had. Um, celebrities, there was companies that would go and get celebrities uh, verified. Um, and they would have a direct line of contact to Twitter, and it's like, hey, this is so and so's Twitter handle, blah blah blah, and that's how this a lot of celebrities ended up with check marks. And there was other companies, big uh, newspaper companies, that their whole staffs would get verified because of their relationship with uh, Twitter. Yeah, I think it would cost you like five grand or something to have them uh, verified. Uh, I don't think there was an actual. Was, I, I never heard of the actual number. I, well, I, I, maybe I did. Okay, <laughs> maybe I said, ain't no way I'm paying that. Also, too, in order to clean up your Google uh, search or whatever. Uh, you know what that costs? Well, it depends on how much up? you got out there, though, too. Huh? It depends on how much you got out there. I what guess mean, so. What do you mean clean up your Google but search? You, I don't it, get it. They've got these companies that, if, if let's say you're looking for a job or whatever, and let's say you got the, and you were arrested for uh, for DUI or mm-hmm. whatever, you can oh, you see. can pay them to clean up your Google search. That way, you so know, people just Google you. The bad stuff doesn't come up. Right, 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 right. Companies been doing that for a while now. Uh, but but now, but they can still find you on Yahoo. 
I, I guess if yeah. people still do that, uh, you know, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I keep one handy just in case. Yeah, the bottom falls out. All right, you're listening to the Match of the Morning. Mornings on Real Radio 104.1. Today is National Moon Day. I heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that like drop trials? Uh, No, it's to remember or think about or, I don't know, just uh, realize or uh, give notice to the moon. And it was supposedly really beautiful this morning. It was. The last couple days. It was absolutely, yeah, yeah, before I went to bed last night, I walked out of the balcony. I mean, just, it it was absolutely beautiful. Wow. Uh, How many, uh, how many. You go out there on your balcony late at night like that, just freewheeling it? Oh, yeah. You know, butt-ass naked. I I, I, I put a towel around me. Um, (laughs) No, no. Like you just got out of the pool? (laughs) No, no. I don't walk out there naked, but I, I do go out there every night before I go to bed. I walk out on the balcony and just take a look. Uh, and just thank and you. And thank I, the I, Lord. I tell you, last night uh, it was Pokemon crazy. It packed people. Yeah, it was. Now Sunday, I was surprised there weren't that many people, but uh, last night it was. I mean, at, oh, at that was a story I wanted to. Did you see what, at night? It was packed. Did you see what happened or what went down at uh, where Jacksonville uh, Jaguars play football? Uh-uh. Is that where there was a car accident? No, 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 no. They opened up the stadium for this, and they had like thousands of people show up last night. Most for... people ever been in that stadium in the past three years. <laughs> Just play Pokemon. <laughs> oh, uh, Bortles was doing it. Was he? No. <laughs> uh, yeah, but oh, that... there was a really cool picture of it. I meant to tell you guys that during uh, Monster Sports. They had yeah. a video this morning of a of a woman who was playing while driving, and she ran into a police car. Yeah, I'm telling you, and, 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 the police, and, and they've got it on video. And you said, "What were you doing? I was playing Pokemon." Like, why well, admit it? <laughs> oh, sure. You, you got to realize you're going to look really stupid uh, and come up with another thing you were doing. Well, People got s- robbed. Yeah, they got robbed at Lake Eola, and I read the story of Pokemon. Be careful! And like, you're walking around. <laughs> Downtown Orlando at two thirty in the morning with your phone in your in hand. Your face. Yeah, you're gonna get robbed probably. Yeah. Yeah. So they did the. Or the actually, I'm sorry. They're getting ready to do this. It's gonna go down July the 25th from six to eight p.m. and they're calling it a Pokemon Safari, huh. a Pokemon Go night. And if you want to go, it's free, but you got. They want you to register. Hey, Blog yeah. Molly, didn't you put together some sort of a Pokemon thing that we're doing? Uh, yes, we're doing it next week, next what, what, Wednesday night. What are we doing? Um. It's going to start at Cool Stuff Games. Cool Stuff Games. At Waterford Lakes. Waterford Lakes, okay. And then we're going to head to Fair Villa. So these are places that you know there are good, there's good Pokemon yes. catching. Yep. Good and then hunting. we're going to go to two bars downtown. Okay. And I'm going to be uh, at Fair Villa? Other bar in You'll be at Fair Villa. Oh, how'd you get that? That's good. And a sponsor, man. So are there, are there a lot of Pokemon at uh, Fair Villa? We'll find out. Oh, there's a whole <laughs> section for Pokemon. Right? <laughs> a whole bunch of them. Pokemon. Yeah, well, that's all it is, really. Today is, uh, today is National Moon Day. And uh, how, many, how many men uh, have been on the moon? Oh, that's a good question. I would say 11 through 18, so uh, uh, 16. You think 16? Really? 17. 17. What, what do you think, Dirty Jim? Are you I, saying just I, Americans or, or how many men have oh, been wow. on the moon? Oh, man. Yeah, oh, it's only Americans. Yeah, because they, really? they never landed. Yeah. Okay. Did they land? I don't think they landed. Well, they might have put something on the moon. They hadn't put a man on the moon. How many? I don't, I don't, for some reason, I didn't think it was that many, Jeff. Well, here's the deal. It was usually two. 
that, that, that landed in one circle, and they went from 11 to, I think, 18. So what is that? Is that yeah, seven? That, yeah. 14, 14. But I didn't know that that many of them walked, though. I'll, you want, I'll go eight. Eight? What do you think, uh, Carlos? Uh, probably 69. <laughs> Angel, sitting back and waiting. Angel, what do you think? How many? Uh, uh, 22. 22. Uh, Blog and Molly? 37. It's been 12. 12 all-American men. Yeah. Uh, all men, no women. Right between uh, Jeff. All-American men have been on the moon. This is a funny uh, story about the moon. Okay, so the, uh, I guess, uh, uh, you know, when they landed on the moon, you know, they had to land on the moon, and then they've got to take off, right? Uh-huh. And so they had a, a switch. It was one on-off switch type of a thing that would ignite the engine, and it broke. Oh, my God. So Buzz Aldrin had to jam a pin in a little hole in order to kind of psh, to make the switch work. Yeah. So you talk about, like, you know, uh, just rigging something. Yeah, yeah MacGyver. Because you, yeah, you can't really do this. You can't. Hey, you guys home? Hey, could you run my Lowe's and pick up a switch? <laughs> yeah, we're, we're at the moon. Yeah, we're look up. Yeah. That's us. Yeah. That, and, and, you know, that's why those guys. Just put it on a balloon. You know, they were, they were all just daredevil pilots you know and they just and they, they would try anything you know do anything and and they were smart guys too really yeah. smart the uh the first american flag that uh that they you know put on yes. the moon yeah where do you think it came from china china, china? what do you think uh angel uh america america taiwan uh, taiwan taiwan uh no, they say the the question the way they asked the question was it, it was one of these BS true or sure. BS and it says American first American flag was left uh, on the moon was made by a seventy eight year old woman in Iowa uh, and that was uh, not true they ran out to Sears and bought it right before they left <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. really <laughs> I was going to say Walmart but I mean I know it wasn't around then yeah. Walmart or Kmart that's but. funny they went and bought one from Sears now what is the this the thing with the flag the conspiracy theorists say well how could it be you uh, know straight, straight out, out? yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. What's the deal behind? I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I, I, I thought that too. One time, I, I looked at the TV and I went, "Oh my God, I've got it! It's fake! I've got it!" Because why is it out? No, they just have a wire. I was just about to say yeah. they put a wire. They put on a it, wire right? in it so it would hold it out straight, which is pretty ingenious. Basic. Yeah, <laughs> and, and yeah. 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 My mom didn't believe that at all. Yeah, and no? I forget what the movie was that came out years later. Oh, Capricorn One or something Capri- like that, yeah. that that showed like uh, a, a whole uh, moon uh, set. Uh, space yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Capricorn One yeah, is actually a really good movie. It's Space Odyssey 3. Uh, that's the one that they say is how, the set. No, how, long did the, the, how long did it take yeah. Apollo 11 spacecraft to uh, fly from Earth to the moon? How long did it take? Two days. You say two days? What do you think? Uh, 30 seconds to Mars, so. <laughs> oh, yeah, your favorite, Ben. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Two hours? Two hours to uh, get to the moon? I don't know. Okay. Uh, I'm Team Ocean, dog. <laughs> okay. I'm going to say uh, 17 hours. 47 minutes. Uh, I, uh, Dirty Jim? I think like five days. Right? It took four days. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It, it took four well. days. I didn't realize it would take that long. Well, it's orbiting and going a, oh, little, yeah. a little bit at a time. So. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, and gas was. Not as good as it is. Yeah, it's twenty nine cents a gallon, but there's yeah. that embargo and it had lead. If you ever go, if you ever go to Smithsonian and see the actual the capsule, the actual capsule, yeah. and you look at it, I wouldn't get uh, in that thing no, to, to just to float over to Cuba. Russ, yeah, I mean, at it, the Kennedy Space Center Visitor so, Complex, they have a replica of the exact one. And matter of fact, the gangplank that you walk across that metal piece oh. to get on it is the actual gangplank that they walked across. I believe for Apollo eleven, right? Yeah. When you get inside that thing, because it's open, you can go in and sit in the same exact, it is an exact replica. Yeah. When you sit down, I remember looking at the person giving the tour, and I went, not a chance. No. There's right. not, it's, for one thing, three grown-ass men in spacesuits in that thing makes it really snug. 
It doesn't look even. I wouldn't. If they just said, we're going to pull you up to the top of this building, I wouldn't do it. I was like, our forefathers were crazy. I yeah, mean, that, if you I mean, sit there, it, it's like a tin can, and all of the switches are like something that my dad would throw together. Look, you know, man, uh, it, it looks fake. It looks like a seven. You know what it looks like? It looks like, it looks like the set of Battlestar Galactica. Right. When all the stuff in the background has these lights blinking, and they're really doing nothing. It's just some battery-operated yeah. light. But I remember sitting in it and looking out, and the friends I was with, I was like, balls it, that's what it took to get oh, into this sure, thing yeah. and shut the door and lock it knowing they weren't gonna unlock it just balls if you live here in orlando there used to be a place called skycraft over on oh, uh, yeah fa- uh, fairbanks Fair that's still there is it still there yeah, yeah. 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 And, and there about, you go there about three weeks ago and they had all these panels and all these things with switches it looked like stuff from the 50s <laughs> yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. and that is what the real spacecraft looked like Absolutely. it's crazy you know the, i guess that common statement after a while was you know you had more technology in your watch than you had in uh, and the entire uh, flight mechanism and electronics for that for the yeah. original spy, uh, flight. Amazing stuff. Hey, if you want a chance to win tickets to see uh, Reign of Kong at Universal Studios uh, Skull Island, you can go to our website at monsters.fm. There's a, a page there that'll tell you how to win those. To also, win those Guns N' Roses yeah. tickets. Guns N' Roses is next Friday. I'm really looking forward to this, actually. Yeah. You can win tickets by going to our website at monsters.fm, keyword Guns. Ro- roses. Roses. Right? Is it keyword roses? Yeah. Roses. Keyword roses. And you can, uh, you can win those. Uh, Dirty Jim, tomorrow, tell people you're going to be at the, uh, the Daytona Beach Kennel Club. I am. Uh, it's the third Thursday showdown. Come on out. $80 buy-in. It's about 100 players. 100 of the best players in all of Central Florida. Some of these guys actually have made it to the World Series of Poker, made it in the cash. So if you ever wanted to put your game up against some actual great players, come on out. When are the worst players playing? Because that's when I want to play. They're also playing the night I'm playing. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> Thank God. Dunk- I'm, I'm one of them. Yeah. Dunk- yeah. Dunk- okay. It's a great mix of farm animals. Jim, how are you going to be? Uh, yeah, well, Thursday night I'll be at the House of Blues patio stage from 5 to 10. On Friday I'll be at Connolly's Irish Pub in Longwood from 8 to 11. And Saturday I will be at the Cocoa Beach Pier at Keith's Oyster Bar from 6 to 10 with the Jeff Howell Trio. Please come see us. Yes, Angel. All right, make sure you go to Monsters.fm. It's just going to change your life go see pictures of uh, my woman crush wednesday carissa rosario she's from uh, florida fsu grad and also there's a dope ass video of a guy drifting a ferrari all right go check that out it's monsters.fm that's monsters.fm you got anything yes check out my website it is i am carlos navarro with two r's.com or any photography it's photography by navarro.com and of course you can follow me on any social media to the top carlos on instagram and on twitter Stay tuned for the News Junkie right after the Monsters at 3 o'clock. It's the one and only Jim Phillips, the Phillips File. We're back tomorrow to do our thing from Dirty Jim, Angel Blog, and Molly Jim Al, and Carlos Navarro. And the leader of this mess of married man, Russ. It's all about me, Rollins. <laughs> hey, thank you so much for listening. We ain't got to go home. But we got to get the hell out of here. Swirl. Please come see me at Big Mac Computers for all your digital and food needs.